Yo, it's the most dope show. It's about that time to get live. Take a break from your eight to five. The mother guys don't have the ability to rip it. We kick it. Three guys on representing with the most killer spirit. And we coming with the jokes. So you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes. And forget the mother folks, cause we got the best quotes. Randolph does more than just jokers. He woke and he got the files. Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial. I don't know where that boy Tim is now. Raising the daughter, he hella proud. Handy is straight up and Randolph ain't hit for racist. When Tim Miller hit, that got funny as shit. The sock puppets always be there to assist. Too many to name, but they all of this shit. I guess I could try. Love me some Frankie French. Milner and Mike B. Be lit. I cannot forget about Petey and Chris. JL Covan with them Trump impressions. Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips. That's a whole damn nation, so they always near. Pop, pop, bang, bang. Getting green romaine. Three guys on sock puppet nation. Gang, gang. Yeah. Dominic. Puerto Rico, Suave. I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't gonna get about you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Puerto Rico, uh, Puerto Rico, Suave. Hey, what's happening, y'all? It's Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. I'm Mike B. And I'm Brian Parisi. That's right, Brian Parisi. Y'all don't know who he is, but you're going to. <laughs> we have three guys on, plus one. We got four guys, all pickles, no jars today, except for the chat room. We're full of jars in the chat room, which is how we like it. Hey, everybody. Hey, Brian. Uh, yeah. Were you? Ha, how have you thought about putting your Emmy in the background? I would. <laughs> no, I have not thought of that. I'm also like I'm in a hotel room right now, so uh, I, and I do not travel with it. <laughs> oh, you don't you don't wear it around your neck? No, <laughs> you <do> no. <laughs> you don't travel with it. Have you slept with it, Brian? I have never slept with it. No. Uh, no, I've never put it in the background of anything either. I do. Uh, I have it on a bookshelf at the house, but I don't. You know. For those okay. who don't know, Brian is at. For those who know, which is all of you, Brian is an uh, an Emmy winning writer with uh, John Oliver tonight, where he no longer works. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That yep. is the most hilarious part of the story. <laughs> <laughs> Not to say you weren't doing that, and we're looking at the pictures of you and Courtney, because you took Courtney to the Emmy ceremonies yeah. as your plus one. That's right. Yep. Yeah. I was, uh, yeah, I had, uh, I had just had to take my most, my, my prettiest friend, and it was Courtney at the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. We had, we had fun out there. It was, uh, it was a fun trip. We've yeah. I, we both like we. It was funny. We were on the um, neither. I don't think I had ever flown in first class. I think maybe Courtney had. I don't know. I can't remember. But we were both like, "Yo, this is crazy." Yeah. We didn't. You know, we we just been living that coach life for so long. We didn't even. We had never looked behind the curtain and realized like how poor we were. <laughs> what did, did they bring you the warm towel? What did you do to floss first class? What did y'all do? You did. You had to do something while you're up there. You can't just sit on the seats and be like, "This is nice." You got to ask for shit and. Uh, yeah. I mean, honestly, this is kind of sad, but like the, the biggest perk for me was like, I, I have, I'm afraid of flying. Um, so I could just like lie down and like, it was easier to like, I had less panic attacks <laughs> Okay. <laughs> on the flight because I could just like recline down and like hug a pillow, like a, you know, in like the fetal position if it got rocky. So that was like, you know, it's, it's a sad, um, it's a sad first cl first class perk, but being able to get like horizontal was like huge, you know, because usually I'm just like packed in there sitting up. Yeah. Yeah. You got you packed in between uh, three people. One of them's fat. Obviously, it's America. <laughs> <You know? laughs> got, got that sweat all on you. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember if we got I know, and we did see a couple like uh, Courtney knows more celebrities than me. So we saw like one or two because it was, you know, it was like Emmy's time. So like people were going out there. 
Right. And he would be like, oh, that's so-and-so. And I'd be like, I don't know who that is. And I'd be like Googling them. Yeah. <laughs> In the fetal position. Mm-hmm. Now, did, now, when you came back, did you did you did you come back like carrying the Emmy, or they don't give you one? They ship no, you we, we didn't get it. We didn't. Yeah, I got it in the mail like later. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, so you just get like a UPS, like a guy knocks on your door and there's an Emmy. Well, it it depends on like which. So there's actually two ceremonies, and the writing like category like alternates between years. So yeah. sometimes you get to go on stage and get it at the Emmys, and then sometimes you're at the one this the the week before or whatever. Um, and yeah, so we were on that one that year. So we just got it mailed to us and you had to like, you actually had to build it. You have to put it together. Really? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. The you Emmys are sponsored. There's, yeah. They're sponsored by Ikea. It's some people don't know, but it's, you got to put it together. So can you like, can you botch <laughs> did it? Did it come with the a little Allen, Allen wrench? Did it come with a little <laughs> Allen wrench? <laughs> yeah. No, it was, it was like, it was honestly, you just had to put the base on the thing. I think it wasn't, it wasn't a lot of assembly, but it was, uh, but I was like, Oh, interesting. Yeah. 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 And is your names on it and everything? Like it's, uh, mm-hmm. everything spelled per- correctly and all that. Yeah. 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 No, uh, no embarrassing stuff. It's got, I got two, tr- I basically got a couple, the only trophies I have now I got like that. And then I got this, um, T-ball. Fishy- this fishing trophy that I got when I was in Boy Scouts. Good Lord, that's worse than T-ball. I would never even thought to say fishing trophy. Yeah. It was a 1993 fishing derby. I got, this is real. It was a trophy. I don't know why they're giving out these trophies, but I got uh, first place, smallest fish. Uh, smallest fish? Yeah. How was that know first why, place? I don't know why they were giving out. I think it's, you know, that participation trophy. To make you nerds feel, make you nerds feel good you. about yourself. That's why. <laughs> that's the only reason. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they were la- they were they were behind your back. They were laughing their asses off. They were like, "Oh, let's Definitely. give this kid his little little fish trophy." Yeah, it'll yeah. be yeah. <laughs> and now you're a comedian. Like that's how that works. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The trophies behind me. Somebody asked. Those trophies are for. Um, oh yeah. Uh, the championship basketball team that I coached last season. Sixth grade girls, baby champions. Ooh. <laughs> Undefe- I, we lost one game. I would have said undefeated. We. Uh, we lost one game and we uh, redeemed ourselves. Nice. I I coached a youth uh, team one time for a year in college, and I should what not have been. For? I should what? not have been in that position at all. What did you do that for? First of all, <laughs> I don't. I honestly don't remember. I think it was just like volunteer stuff. Me and my roommate, we were like, yeah, we'll coach a basketball team. Uh, and I think it was like I want to say they were in like fifth grade, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But so you didn't know like you weren't related to anyone on the team or anything. No, I, we had no, we were just, it was like, uh, it was just like a college town. And they, I think, I think cause I was, oh, I know what it was. I was dating a girl who was on the girls basketball team. And there it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she, well, but that's how I found out about it. They there were like, Hey, they're, they're looking for a, they're looking for volunteer coaches. And she knew that I just played, you know, in high school and stuff. And she was like, you want to do this? And so I got me and my roommate, we would do it. And, um, yeah. It was, it was like, we, we were not qualified really to do it, but it was fun. What was your, uh, what was your record though? We were actually pretty good. We, I think we lost one game. I mean, we didn't play a lot of games. It was not a heavy season. You know? Yeah. Um, they didn't Lock do, out. Like, they didn't do a bubble. <laughs> no bubbles. <laughs> the kids, they were like, no learning for you. You're in here for six months. Um, no, but it was pretty light, but we, I think we, I think we lost one game. Yeah. Well, so, that's league, a good track record though. I mean, you get in. That you coached. Was it all? Was it like all boys or all girls? Was it mixed? It was boys. It was all boys, so it was boys. and it was in Maine, so it was all white boys. Um, yeah. And uh, I think slow, yeah. slow fundamental basketball. 
Chest I, don't, I don't know how. I don't three know how to coach bounce passes. <laughs> I need three bounce passes. Yeah. I was teaching all the kids the point guard shuffle on the way up, just old school stuff. Um, no, yeah. Did, it you, was, did you have him coming up, coming up court like uh, Maravich just looking at the ball? Just <laughs> that Bob Cousy dribble. Cousy, that's it. Cousy, you come up just looking at the ball. <laughs> Bob, Bob Cousy, master, master dribbler. I'm like that guy's staring at the ball. Yeah. He's not no master. Yeah. That's what he wants you to think. You don't know. <laughs> Actually, the only the only loss we had was uh, there was uh, one black kid on the team. And he just dominated the entire game. <laughs> and it was just so like he just killed every and he was doing stuff like he would just like come down and he would just whoever was dribbling the ball, he would just take it away from them. <laughs> he would just go if you wasn't guarding them, he would just go up, take it away from them, go down and score the other side. And uh I was trying to like because you're not supposed to double team. So I remember trying to work the ref, like, hey, you can't do that. And the ref was just like, I'm not gonna yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. No one cares. No one cares. And I was like, all right, that's fair. <laughs> I'll be, let me just tell you, uh, coaching here where I live and coach and coach that, uh, that exact same thing is still happening to this day. Oh yeah. <laughs> if, if a sports team shows up and they got one black kid, maybe two, it's over. That team is going <laughs> to dominate. That team's going to dominate to the, to the, it's so bad that you can literally see the refs. I'm like, look at these racist ass refs calling these calls against these black kids. Oh, you man. racist piece of shit. <laughs> trying the ref is trying to slow down the tempo of the game. Ugh. So they're calling any and every foul they can possibly think. Of. He looked the wrong way. That, that's a that's a that's a that's a foul now today. I'm like, you racist motherfuckers. That and uh, sometimes I'll bring a team over from. Uh, the next neighborhood over, which is more black, they'll call it a little invitational game. Ugh, scores on them games ain't nothing. They're not good. Let's just say, <laughs> like, I I looked at it like, okay, this is what basketball is supposed to look like. Do you see it? <laughs> Do you see it happening? <laughs> okay, take yeah. notes. Raise your level. Yeah. yeah, it it moves a lot faster. That and the woman coach. If you run up on a, I coached uh, girls basketball, and it would be like. A lot of guy coaches, a lot of dads like mm -hmm. me. I was the only black coach in the whole league. Uh, that's I'm, and I mean across the whole league. And then the if if, if a woman coaches up, if a woman coach appears, that team is going to be extra tough. They're going to play very physical, and they're going to be very good shooters. Mm -hmm. It it goes without it goes without fail. And then what are the so, uh, but all the the men's. The men's coached teams don't have those qualities? No, and I'll tell you why. Because the men don't coach the girls to be tough. Okay. They don't coach them to be. It's like they just give them a little bit of bullshit. Fun of, it's like they're not coaching them like they would coach boys. Uh, I coach them like I was coaching. I don't care. I coach them like anybody. So there was a lot of laps being running my in my practices. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't give a shit. I'm coaching you the way I coach. I would think you would be a tough coach from knowing you. I could see yeah. you being like a like a like a like a strong tough coach. I'm about um, doing the work and getting your fundamentals down. You know, I don't know basketball enough to be like, let's do this play, and let's do this play, yeah. and let's do this play. What I know is the fundamentals of the, of of sport, and I and and you will be in shape because we're gonna run this entire, we're gonna run the whole game. So I I know those two things, <laughs> you know, but as far as like devising plays and stuff like that. I'm not doing any of that shit. 
I'm like, yeah. just put put your elbow in that girl's titty, her, her little bitty <laughs> breast bud, and hold her ass off. <laughs> I'm about I'm about that. You don't have that uh, that clipboard thing with a with a court on it that you draw plays. I up did on? get the clipboard. I I did go buy that just so that I could show them in practice. Like we ran the two three zone. Okay. So I was just drawing it for them so they could see this is what the two three zone is. We're gonna run the two three zone defense when we don't run. Okay. All right. This is this is this is Brian. This happens all the time during the podcast. My producer will stick her head through the through the door to tell me well what's going on. The producer of my life, by the way. Right. <laughs> yeah, let me know. <laughs> yeah, no, I bought that. I bought that. I still have it. Uh it, it has a soccer thing on the back. Welcome okay. to Arlington. Welcome to Arlington. We just never know. And uh I would just I would just tell them, I would just draw little things on it to do, like for defensive positioning. Like, let's go, oh, we're going to be over here. And if you, if we're in a two, three zone, and if you're down and you're down here in the post and somebody pulls off, you got to hold your position. Don't, because they will, my brother was saying how coaching soccer at, at young kids is like herd ball. They all just kind of go after the ball. The same thing happens in basketball. They see yeah. the ball and they all just kind of go in that direction. Yeah. Like, okay. If you all go over there, somebody behind you is wide open. <laughs> so, Trust my big thing was trust your teammates to make the right play and hold your position. If they get past your teammate, then you go get them. Okay, but you gotta wait. You know, we did well until we got to the playoffs. I had um I had two little girls, two twins who had never played basketball at all. <laughs> at all. Had no athletic experience or nothing. And the way the league worked. You have to play them a certain amount of times. That means I always had to play one of them because it was twins. So one of them was always on the floor at the at the same time. And so basically we were playing five on four on every possession. And we were good enough to overcome that. But when we got to the playoffs and we played another team that was just as good as us, that five on four, it, we ran out of gas. We couldn't. They didn't have the twins weighing them down. They had, they had nope. that Miami Heat like uh, they didn't have it. They had a Miami Heat resiliency like this. Right. Right, oh, yeah. and I couldn't. Is that what it does? Until they got to the finals, right? Exactly. That and my uh, my number one defender had to miss that game. I needed her to, so we can make the next game. That sounds like my Miami. little my little Jaya, some my number one defender. We lost Dragic, and we couldn't we couldn't overcome the Lakers. Is that, you oh, could, is that what it was? Is that what it was? I didn't know you were a Heat fan. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah, How did that happen? How did you become a Heat fan? Um, I when I was a kid, I just liked the name. That was it. You just like the name? <laughs> I just like the name. I mean, that's yeah. valid. Yeah. <laughs> can, I, can I ask can I ask you a question as a Heat fan? Like what because I was watching the finals. Like, is it even if you're if like if you're a Heat fan, do you do you like Duncan Robinson or is it hard to do that? Oh, I like him. Okay. I mean, I, I, I just like I hate that guy's face so much. <laughs> and I and I just try to imagine how big of a Heat fan I would have to be to not dislike <laughs> his face. Yeah, I don't look at his face. That's the secret. Don't That's look the at his face. Wait, I I've never even really paid attention to his face. I'm What's gonna look wrong him up. with his face. Yeah, he's he, got that like very pretty, like like stuffy white dude look. I can't just use you. Have to look at his face. Right, very very frat boyish. Very frat boyish. He looks like yeah, frat boyish. Yeah. Does he look like a frat boy? Yeah. Um. What's the name of that? Um. Um. What's the name of that show with the white girl? Beach. It was uh, Baywatch. Like he, like he could be on Baywatch. He could be a lifeguard. Yo, um, I love your recap of Baywatch. That's what's the name of the show with that white girl? <laughs> <laughs> it could be any oh, of them. Yeah, Brian. I know, I, I know you're talking about. You're right. 
Yeah. You're a hundred percent right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I you want to hit that guy, guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. he combs his hair after every play. That's what it looks like. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I almost got sweaty. Yeah. Comb, comb, but comb. he also kind of looks like he's the white dude that went the other way who hung around with a lot of brothers. <laughs> you know, what I, I mean, mean, I'm sure if he's playing the NBA, so like, he's, he's come up in the NBA. It's possible he could have been one of these dudes and went to like to the white prep school. Oh, he did. He went. He was like in D three. I don't. Oh, I only okay. knew this because I heard of them talking about in the finals. But he was like actually D three at a school called Williams, which is like in Western Mass, and you know, not. It's a white, yeah. it's like a little white liberal. Arts. Yes. Okay. So he's not. Then he's a white. He's a white frat yeah. boy who who pro, who got the who got the best of training because of the money. But like my man is saying in the chat room, Andy, put up a, put up Tyler hero. Put, put, oh, Tyler. Oh, hold on. Tyler. Hero. Get a picture of him. Uh. That man knows how to make barbecue. That's what he looks like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he grilled. He knows how to grill for real. Like that's, he drinks that Brown on the side and, you know, well, I'm going to put up first of all, the ultimate Tyler hero picture. Um, the lip thing you're gonna do the lip thing oh yeah the lip thing that's i mean that's his new thing now that He's was got that, a, that was the downfall that was our downfall once he did that little lip thing i'm like oh we're done here <laughs> we're done here yeah Look at that oh guy. yeah see yeah that that yeah okay you can't do that to lebron so so that's that's a kid who knows how to play spades and dominoes yeah <laughs> that's, that's that's a kid who knows those kind of things he does have a little swag when he plays right. he's got the swag right. yeah swag Right, 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 right. That's like, a kid who's that's a kid whose first girlfriend was named Tamika. You know? <laughs> yeah. 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 You go back and look at his prom pictures, it's, it's a lot of a lot of him and a lot of sweaty brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, is this his girlfriend or is this just some bullshit? Um I'll, I'll open the image. Hold on a second. New tab. It said it was his girlfriend. New tab. Is that his girl? Hold on. That safe lives. I don't know. Maybe. Oh yeah. Oh, that's his girl. Oh wow! I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I'm shocked. According to his Instagram, apparently that's his. That's yeah. his girl. Yeah, her brother cut that fresh fade in his hair. <laughs> his fade uh, never wavered. It was fresh every game. He's very comfortable in the black barbershop. Yes. <laughs> Everybody else in the barbershop isn't as comfortable with him in there. He's very comfortable. He's comfortable <laughs> being there. He's comfortable being there. Yeah, he's just, you know, he's just in there. He's the he's the dude. He's a dude. Somebody somebody says all lives matter. And he the first one to say, hey, motherfucker, all lives what? <laughs> he the first one to jump up. <laughs> so, yeah. That's him. I don't wait. That, hold on. Yeah, he went, yeah. Okay, so he's from like Milwaukee. Okay, mm-hmm. and then he went to school, went to college in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, so he went to all the places that you have to make a, a you have to make a choice to be around blackness if you white. He went to all is, those places. This is the this is the big tell here. This is the draft day suit that he wore. Oh lord, here we go. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Swag. Oh yeah. I need swag. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Of you know, course. I, think, I think I have a pair of socks with that pattern. You know what I mean? I got a curtain with that pattern. Yeah. It's yeah. the chain around the neck that sets it off. Yeah. The chain has look at that chain. That's as crazy. the children yeah. as the children would say, he had so much drip. He has a lot yeah. of drip right He now. was dripping. Look at his watch. Yeah. Look at his watch. That's his jumper's not the only thing that's wet, you know? Yeah, <laughs> he's dripping all over the place. Some, like somebody took time around this. He, yep. he 
Yeah, he was like, I nah. mean, had to, he kept the hat flat, like he didn't do the thing. Yeah, you don't uh, the you don't, dad hat or whatever. Can't do this. You don't do that. Leave it flat. Flat. He probably dapped up Adam Silver right before this Absolutely. picture was taken. Adam, and Adam Silver dapped him right back. Adam Silver been around Brunson long enough. He knows Adam what it is. Adam Silver knows what's up. He knows what it is. <laughs> he knows what it is. <laughs> he was drinking that brown too. He looked like he drinks that brown on the low <laughs> in his top cabinet. <laughs> Yeah, this you know is what? Uh, I might I might wear that jacket without the pants. Also, no tie. This is he's very Miami Vice. Like he knew they were gonna pick him. You know what I mean? You know what? That's a that's a astute observation. My, pro- my producer wants me to change the air filter, and uh, she had to come tell me that. <laughs> that Was it is it a dire situation? Or? <laughs> no. <laughs> no comment. No comment. <laughs> yeah, I might wear that jacket. With some black pants or some dark blue pants, I and, a, and a I black you wear the matching pants. You mean it's a little bit too much for me. Hey man, yeah. they can pull it off. But I don't have a, I don't have a problem with it. It's just a little bit too much. Well, for you me. don't have enough swag. I, no. assume, I, I assume that Randolph wouldn't wear the pants, but he would get a bow tie to match the jacket. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. He would, he would have a bow tie. Absolutely. <laughs> That's a random. You know what I would do? I'd wear an ascot. Now, I don't need a bow tie. I'm going ascot. I'm going full ascot. <laughs> Snarling. Full you ascot. can't snarl you with can't. an ascot on, though. No one snarls wearing an ascot. That's a different I'll tell you something. If, if you start to wear an ascot, you won't go back to ties, man. That neck being open, it feels a lot better, dog, with the neck open. I don't know if I know what an ascot is. Uh-oh. It's the thing. You've seen it. You remember um, you saw John Wick? Yeah, I saw John Wick. Yeah. Okay, so the dude that ran the hotel, he wear that that thing that goes right here inside your shirt. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It is. can be different yeah. colors: white, okay, blue. Okay. It's I supposed to. I say supposed to. You kind of want it to match your suit or offset the color of your suit. Like you wear a, a gray suit, you might want to wear, let's say, a, a a black ascot or a dark blue ascot against a white shirt or something like that. If I ever get into a situation where I have to wear an ascot for some reason, I'm just going to text you directly and figure out whether <laughs> I'm doing it right. Absolutely. I'll send you right to the website to tell you how to, <laughs> how to tie it up. Here's she said, Roland Martin wears one. Here's Roland Martin's problem. He ain't got no neck. Exactly. That's why he can't wear a tie. That's oh, his problem. Okay. I have a long neck. I'm fine. I can do whatever the fuck I want. I got a long neck. <laughs> Roland Martin is receding hairline and shoulders. That's all he has. Right. So, Right. <laughs> right. I remember one time I was complaining to my barber, speaking of the barber shop, I was complaining to my barber about being uh having the build I had. He said, Boy, you know how lucky you are. You can wear anything you want and keep it fresh. And I was like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back to this barber. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> Look at that. We we got the same hat. It's just Tyler Hero yeah. and his girl. Oh, you do have the same hat. Oh, she's a tiny thing. That's his girl. Yeah. Looks like me and Ava. <laughs> look, like, look like me and my daughter. How tall is he? I mean, he must be tall too. He's right? taller than Adam Silver. Adam Silver is kind of. I Adam think, Silver's tall. Adam Silver's Adam like, was like, I saw Adam Silver on the street. He's my height. I think Tyler Hero's like 6'4. Yeah. Might be a little taller. Might be like 6'6, six, 6'7. Six, six, yeah. I don't think he's that good. Is he that big? Okay. He's, you know, he's skinny. He's skinny. It's all get out. And he wears like the, you know, like this is a new trend in the NBA. He, a lot of these players are wearing like shorter shorts and skinnier shorts right. and jerseys. Right. So right. they, they kind of like like if you and look at le- Boston and, leggings. and you wear leggings, Boston, you see like Jason Tatum run down the court. He's got like the the skinny jean look with his. Yeah. You know, and then you see um, what's his what's the, the Gordon uh, Hayward coming down court. He's got like the big baggy shorts still. He's like old school, I guess. So what do you think of Gordon Hayward, Brian? 
<laughs> what do you mean? Just generally? As far as face wise and stuff like that, oh. how's his face look? You, are you asking me because I'm a person of mustache? Yeah, well, <laughs> that <and> white. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't mind the look. Uh, yeah, he's got, he's got a solid mustache. I don't. My only, my only mustache gripe is if a guy. Like if Duncan Robinson tried to grow one, you know, the oh, guys, no. who, you know, they, they don't have the facial hair for it yeah, and yeah. it would be like a wispy or like a blonde thing. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, like, yeah. you gotta, gotta have it or you don't have it. And he's got a, he's got a strong stash. So that I'm, I'm in favor of any mustache. that's like really there. I don't yeah. like that wispy. I feel like maybe Johnny Depp or one of those people tried to grow, like has like a kind of a wispy weak one that I don't like. Is yeah. It, I can't remember if it's Johnny Depp or like <clears throat> Robert Downey Jr. Somebody's got a weak one. I think Probably it's Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp, Depp has a weak looks, one. He just looks yeah. dirty. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. He just looks. He looks. He's rich. got like that aging kung fu master mustache. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like you're not. Johnny Depp always look. He looks like the bottom of an ashtray. He always just looks just dirty. <laughs> <laughs> just, just. I'm like, can you clean it up a little bit, bro? You ain't even gonna try, huh? Okay. All He's right. Dirty. <laughs> Rich and dirty. Who said Fred from Scooby Doo? Mark Fred from Scooby Doo wears an ascot. Fred and Randolph, we both wear ascots. <laughs> Fred from Scooby Doo wears an ascot. I never noticed that. I'm telling y'all, ascot man, it's 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 because the, the collar's open. That's that's the thing. The collar's open. How do you put an ascot on? You got to tie it like a tie. It's how high does it go up? I, I'm always looking for ways to hide the fact that I have a weak jaw. Like, can I get it like up here? No, bro. That's a turtleneck. Can't hide the <laughs> that's a turtleneck. You don't want that. <laughs> I'm trying to get some contrast between my neck and my head. You know what I mean? What is happening? What is uh, that? See, this, well, this, that's this. not an ascot. That's a scarf. You can't this really. This Fred from Scooby Doo. Yeah, you can't really tie it like that. That's Fred. not an ascot. That's a um, that's a unique look there. Yeah, I think uh, the the only way to to save the no chin is to get just the the chin hair. Yeah, well, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, but you can, I mean, that's the thing. You can make it, you can make it get longer and bushier, but there's a whole lot of maintenance involved at that point. You know, how much, like Randolph's holding up an ascot. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's like a giant bow tie. Yeah, it's like a gigantic bow tie. I had to go on a, and there's some pictures, there's at least one picture of me on my Instagram with with the ascot on. I had to go on YouTube, figure out how how to tie it. Yeah, my ascots are only silk, my dear. Only silk. What do you? What do you think? I'm going to do a cotton ascot? What are you crazy? What are you you crazy? (laughs) It's um, my ascots are the freshest of silks. (laughs) (laughs) The baby of silks. Freshest of silks. (laughs) Meanwhile, we got uh, out of baby caterpillars' booties. (laughs) So Roland Martin. Yeah, he ain't got no neck. See, where's his neck? He ain't got no neck. Where is his neck? Yeah, that's why he only wears pullovers. He don't wear. Oh, let's look at that. Bota. Yeah. <laughs> he really doesn't have a neck. Does he? he has no neck. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> What's it? Look at where is your neck? Oh, so you got a whole. He's got this shirt that matches. Yeah, and the, and the, the ascot, yeah. and then the yeah. pocket square, whatever pocket you know. Square, yeah, he has first trimester Mitch McConnell neck. I got a bunch of pocket squares up in my top drawer that I never use. I just got them. I never. I guess if you have no neck. It kind of messes up. I mean, look at the look at how the beard is trimmed. You can't have any beard on your neck because it would just yeah. I know it's just essential. He looked like a South Park character. He looks like that. He looks like that Disney bullfrog. Um, <laughs> uh, 
It's like a little, like a little angry little bullfrog. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, mm. he's. A, I mean, I've been on his show. He's a nice dude. I did a show a couple of times here in DC. We'd have comics come on on Wednesdays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he only wears sweats from the waist down. Oh, really? He's on that Zoom life. He's got yeah the- sweats. This was back when we were in the studio. Yeah. Back in D.C. at the at the it was the same studio where Fox was on one floor, NBC was on the next floor, and then so this was they, before the pandemic. Then before this, the he, pandemic, he was yeah. wearing sweatpants before. Other wearing, yeah, he would yeah. wear sweatpants. He, he would have head. a he would have a jacket, shirt, ascot, <laughs> sweats, tennis shoes. <laughs> sweats, oh, tennis. I love it. Oh, he yeah. he was ahead of his time. Yeah, <laughs> sweats, and, and, tennis shoes. And now on his show, all he wears is t-shirts. And I guess with the yeah. same dress sweats and grass yeah. cutting new balances. It's not, yeah, the, if he's got a t-shirt and he's not putting on dress pants. I met that. I met Tom Perez in the green room at, at the show. Tom Perez, the president, of the, uh, I guess the, I don't know what, what do you call his title of the DNC? What's the, the chair, chairman of the DNC? Chairman of the DMC. Yeah. yeah. I met him in the, I met him in the, you know what it was the day after the, the day after they swept the elections. In 2018. Yeah. We were talking in the, we were talking in the green room. It was the day after I said, "Oh, you had a good night last night." So we stood there, and then, and then that started us having a conversation in the green. We said, "Like he sat there, talked to me for like three minutes, just standing there drinking coffee, having a conversation with Tom Perez." I started laying to him about, "So what the fuck you gonna do for black people? What the fuck? What, what you doing, Tom?" I started it. <laughs> Let me show you my contract for black America, Tom. <laughs> I just happen to have my contract right here on my phone, Tom. <laughs> You mean tell me you didn't present him with the contract with Black America? With Randolph's contract for Black America? You present that to him in 2018? You my manifesto. <laughs> my manifesto. You give me your last will and testament how, of Black America? How <laughs> close is a contract to a manifesto? How, how far away from it is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, I don't know. About three well, cent- I guess the man, a manifesto, I feel like, uh, has consequences if your demands aren't met. A contract... I mean, it has consequences, but contract, both parties are sort of entering into it together. Whereas a manifesto, it's all one sided. One party's like, yeah, you're going to do a this. Solo deal. Yeah. 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 It's not a, there's no negotiation with a manifesto. Well, the other thing, I feel like a manifesto doesn't have to have like a, like a scary consequence that goes along with it. But because so many white shooters have used them, yeah. it's like now that's tied to it. People, I think you could write just a manifesto that's just like, this is, you know, like a Jerry Maguire style shit. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, there are, yeah, my, there are probably my like, shit. like manifesto yeah. purists out there who feel like it's been ruined <laughs> by all these crazy people. Like manifestos yeah. serve a purpose in society. <laughs> <laughs> Very necessary to have manifestos. But yeah. isn't, these isn't fucking the shooters come along. Isn't the threat implicit in the title manifesto? I th- I think it's become that, but I don't think that's the original. Am I that originalist? I don't know. But I think the I original like- idea was it was like a mission statement, but longer. Uh, yeah. You know? And by the way, is is there a threat now in the term originalist? I see the term originalist has a threat now. I don't know about the rest of y'all. I don't. Here's but, what I don't understand. But if somebody starts me talking about, you know, I'm an originalist. I'm like, let me just get the fuck away from you, you, <laughs> you crazy son of a bitch. Get the fuck away. <laughs> you know? How yeah. come I didn't watch any of the Supreme Court stuff? I, I wasn't interested. Me neither. Yeah. How I followed can, Ellie. That was good enough. How can Ellie all these people, went. these evangelical people, these hardcore? religious people how can they be originalists with the constitution but not with the bible you can't yes listen you can't because they're not they don't follow the bible by the letter you cannot well first of all they want to they they themselves don't they don't hold themselves they want to follow that well 
this is I mean, ACB you're not, does. You're not a religious person, so you don't get it. You just give yourself the out of. Look, we're all sinners, and we all commit sin, and I'll That's, just pray about this about my weaknesses. I mean, if you're an originalist, you're going Old Testament by the book, by the letter, right? I mean, a, a lot, a lot of I feel like a lot of evangelicals do like they're on that scale. They're more toward like you know that's the way they yes they want to live like stuff that. is more like that right. than like yes. others. But yes, yes, absolutely. Evangelicals they want to go by the original drafting of the word. The earth is five thousand years old. Black people yeah. are meant to be servants of servants of white people because of the curse of Ham. Uh, women are meant to be subservient to men at, at any and all say the man is always to be the head. Women cannot lead. They want to, they want to go by all that shit, you but know? they, they mix Not to mention the gay shit, pork, all that, shit, you know, excuse me, the gay shit, you they know, eat pork. That, <laughs> all that shit, you just got but all you have to do <laughs> is say as a, as a human being, I'm fallible. I will just pray. So I'm going to have some pork. I'm out. This is my curse of hand. So I'm having pork ribs. <laughs> right. I'm having I'm having pork ribs. The curse and, of loin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> having, yeah. You know, the curse of ham hock. Served <laughs> to me, served to me by uh the servant who's supposed to be my servant. So I'm one for two. <laughs> I'm one for yeah. two. I'm one for two, you know. But then but if you if you start to scratch a little bit, you begin to see the holes in things. Like I always tell people uh, when they say, when they quote Leviticus about uh, anything having to do with the gay shit, when they quote Leviticus, yes. all you have to say is, so you think women should stay in a room for seven days when they're on their period, a darkened room for seven days, not just a room, a darkened room for seven days. You believe that, that they should stay in it? Cause that's what it says in Leviticus. That women How about stay year round, right guys? Okay. Good luck. Good luck telling your wife that. Have fun. <laughs> Have fun. Yeah, they should stay in a darkened room for seven days by themselves while they're on their period. You huh? agree with that, ladies? <laughs> good. Good luck. <laughs> good luck. Good luck. Have fun. I can't even. I can't even be like. Can we stop past uh, Home Depot for a second without catching hell? So I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to go to the Home Depot? Oh, 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 oh you got Home Depot money? See, I got. <laughs> No, you gotta you gotta do it with the Tyler Hero snarl. Try that. That's not gonna fly. You gotta just just gotta Mike, approach she your smack, wife. She smack the shit out of Mike. <laughs> you know, I, you know how much trouble I got to just getting this hat. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, this hat, this thirty four dollar hat. <laughs> oh, we got, got oh, we got Miami Heat Finals money. That's what we got. Okay, all right, that, that didn't problem. I thought we was going to New Orleans. You get oh, you better have our money for New Orleans. I know that. I had to deal with that. It hurts. Yeah, but you have like. 20 WWE championship belts in a case. Everyone got I caught hell for, except for one. Okay. <laughs> except for one because she didn't notice it. <laughs> That's because she bought it. Oh. oh, you let her buy it. That was probably the first one. <laughs> that was probably the first one. She bought it. <laughs> yeah. Well, she she started your addiction. Yeah. Oh, you got to hold it. Oh, he's holding. He bought all the fucking swag. Look wow. at this. Look, look at this. <laughs> all that useless ass swag. Yeah, just, just to lose it two games. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, all that useless <laughs> ass swag. Brian, how is New York treating you, man? Uh pretty good. Yeah, I've been back. So the first like couple of I was down in South Carolina for the first like few months of the pandemic stuff, uh working remotely. And then um and then I came back. I was living with my brother for a while. 
And then I came back, uh, end of the summer and I've been there since then. And it's honestly been, it's better for my mental health to be mm-hmm. in a city like doing stuff than, uh, than to be like, I was, you know, sort of in lockdown mode, just living in a house with my brother and his family, uh, for a couple of months, which was great to like, be able to get out of there. But man, it was like, after a while, it's like, it's it to be like groundhog day. And, mm-hmm. uh, so I've, I've loved being back and it's cool that they got some standup going on. Um, you know, it's, it's not a bad, and all the restaurants are like outdoors. Now I'm just, the big thing I'm worried about is like in the winter, I don't know what the hell we're going to do. You know, what you're yeah. everything, right. Everything right now is outside. Everything, yeah, everything that you're doing right now is going to stop. That's what's yeah. the first going to happen. Yeah. Well, New York has a way of pretending that winter's not happening. <laughs> you know, like it, they just do shit. And it doesn't really matter. People are still filling up the park in the middle of December and January, like doing their things. People are still out. You got to walk everywhere. So you can't avoid being out like i don't know maybe they'll find a yeah. way to do it maybe they'll bring in those those heater gas heater things yeah they have, like weddings or something yeah i think the thing to do is to put up those you know they put up those plastic barriers those tents but or, the problem with that is that that defeats the purpose of yeah. the open air yes you know so you can't even really do that no you mean the plastic the, pl- the plexiglass no, 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 just like, like, uh, like tents. Like when the, weather like gets the, bad yeah. for the sidewalk stuff, they just kind of put these plastic see-through vinyl, like a tent. Like, yeah, like a tent, I guess. Well, maybe you got to close the overhang. You know, maybe you don't have to enclose it. You just keep the doors open, so it's still a nice drifty breeze. You gotta have, you gotta have a oh airflow. You got to. That's that's the whole key of being outside is the airflow. My daughter even knows that now. So she yeah. You try to get her in a small room with other people. Good luck. She's not no. doing it. Uh-uh. She's not doing it. <laughs> you know, but if she's outside, she's fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've been buying like I'm like, you know, I'm buying up long underwear. I'm getting re- like I'm just like, maybe I'll just pretend like maybe I'm just gonna go the, outside. Maybe that's just, the thing to do, man. I just, mean, you, you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's just the thing. Lay her up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to introduce you to the, to the world of cocoa butter. I've tried. You didn't want to fuck with it when I stayed with y'all. I tried. Listen, I, I don't know if y'all can see on the Zoom, but, <laughs> but I, got, I got great skin. Oh, okay. Can you see this? It's good. It's got a glow. You got a glow. It, yeah, I'm older than I than you might think. I, and and it's, it's it's good skin. And I and the thing is, it's like I don't I only need it in the winter. Randolph was trying to tell me that I should be doing cocoa butter like year, year round. round. I told you that. And I'm like, year look, round. I'm I have a natural Italian oil to me that I do not in the summer yeah, I've got I'm, I'm great. That's that, winter, Moorish, I, that's that Moorish black blood. Don't run away from your Moorish, your Moorish roots, son. Don't run away from that. Don't run away from your Sicilian Moorish roots. Don't run away. <laughs> I told him you got to do cocoa butter year round. It's just, I, I don't, I don't it's get just dry, how I don't much get dry in the summer. I, I, my skin is fine. I, I, but I, but in the winter I do. I, in the winter I, I use shea butter and different things. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm telling you, that's that Moorish blood. He eats fried chicken ladies. It's the Moorish blood. <laughs> so my, my, my question is if, if Brian is using um, shea butter only during the winter months, that means he's had the same can of shea butter. For how long? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I buy, I buy, I buy new. You, you, you know, you run Shea through butter it. last, dude. You're doing it every day, though. I got <laughs> yeah. that little, you know, I get these little guy, little tin, whatever, not tin, plastic should, thing. That tin should hold you for at least ten years. I did have to, I did have to write a joke about you, Brian. I did have, I did have to write a joke about you when Brian was living with, Brian was living with Courtney. Oh yeah. And I went up to stay with them one weekend, and uh oh, the washcloth. The wash cloth. See, you knew exactly what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> he said, oh, the washcloth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, yeah, man, I need to take a shower. Uh, 
before I go do this gig. Hey, where your washcloths at? Washcloth. <laughs> he looked at me like I was stupid. Washcloth. What? I don't. No, I just didn't know. I was just like, uh, I don't like it. Just... <laughs> this motherfucker offered me a hand towel. As we talking about, I was like, that's a hand towel. It kind of is though. It's it's just a bigger <laughs> washcloth. That is. Yeah. It's. A, I was. I was such a hospitable host that I gave you an extra large washcloth. <laughs> In the form of a, I, I don't know. a giant washcloth. So then I, I catch up to Courtney later on. I was like, Courtney, do you know Brian? So y'all ain't got no washcloths. Courtney's like, I got like 30 washcloths. Yeah. <laughs> Courtney like, had a whole cupboard of washcloths. I didn't just know about full it. of washcloths. Yeah. He was like, just look in here. They're all in here. Yeah. You gave him a towel. You gave him a dry cloth. That's what you dry with. You got to wash with the little. I don't use washcloths. I use a loofah. Wow. I'm shocked. Yeah. I, I too use a loofah. See? I use both. Boy, you know you grew up on washcloths. Don't even start. Yeah, no, 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 no. I use, I, okay, I have a regimen. All right. I had them as a I started, child. I started with the washcloth and soap. Then okay. once I rinse off, then I go, and then I go, uh, 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 what do you call it? Uh, this the, what do you call the little thing? Body wash. Body wash, yeah. yeah. Body wash and loofah. Okay. And then, so I go soap, then I go body, then I go body wash. Okay, we got, we got oh, you both did two in this pl- house. Yeah, okay, all right. We're, we're an integrated house here. We got both. Um, we're not segregated. We're integrated. So we got the we got the loofah, the mesh puff. We got that, mm-hmm. and then uh, we got that in the bathroom. But we also have washcloths, mm-hmm. so we can you can you can use either or in my house. But they're both available, Brian. All right, listen. <laughs> now on, I know. I know. If you come crash in New York, I'm gonna get you a washcloth ready to go. I'll get you one of those little, uh, like, what do you call them? monogrammed ones with a you little bar in it. You know what I mean? You can do that. You can make it match Tyler Hero's uh, suit. Yeah, I bet Tyler Hero uses cocoa butter year round and you No, know he does. That's not even a question. Yeah, it's not, not even a question. And he probably, and probably, even though he doesn't need to, he probably use sporting waves. I'm not sure yet. Oh, um, he probably does. <laughs> he probably does. It wouldn't do anything, but he's using something to to get his shit to, yeah. to stand up nice. He, he's using sporting waves or something like. He, How is his game, by the way? Oh, nasty. Is he nasty? <laughs> I mean, I mean, except in the finals when he kind of, I felt like he kind of he disappeared you know, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I didn't really see much of him till the finals, and I was like, he, I mean, he's he had a he good was, everybody on the floor in the finals is good though. So I'm he like, came well, off the bench specifically. He, he came off the bench all year. He's uh, he he kind of has these spurts where he puts up a lot of points, mm-hmm. and he plays with a ton of confidence. He doesn't play like a rookie necessarily. Right. Late in the season, earlier in the bubble playoffs. He was, I mean, it was kind of your second year at that point anyway, because of all the time you put in. But he had some a couple real breakout games, but the Lakers defense is just suffocating and he couldn't right. get off good shots. Yeah, he had a um he had a good um semifinals, Eastern Conference finals against the Celtics, where he scored yeah. like 40 points, the most points any rookie. Yeah. And then um now did he just get hot or does he normally average what's his normal average? Twenty under twenty, it's like fifteen or something. If okay. Is that because he doesn't get the he doesn't get the opportunities to take a lot of shots, or he just he comes off the bench. He's not okay. Yeah. See, that's his opportunities. His opportunities are limited. He's a rookie. Yeah. 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 But, um. And like like I said, when he made that snarl face, because he had a he had a good game in the finals, and that was a snarl face, and that's okay. when it was he was like, feeling himself. Yeah. It was like two. And it, and it, he made it two one, and that's when I knew I was like, we only got one more game in. <laughs> yeah. He snarled like, too soon. Yeah, yeah, because Jimmy Butler scored like 40. And when Jimmy Butler scored 40, because I was in New Orleans and I was running around a bunch of Laker fans for game five. And they were like, oh, this is over because they had the Mamba jerseys on. I'm like, no, y'all don't understand. 
we got one more win in us. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. I said they're gonna win one more. Yeah, and, that, one more. and it was like okay, so that was like three two. I like oh we're done because we, uh because it was game six. I we was on Bourbon Street and we was walking, and um walking and I wasn't watching the game or anything because I already knew what time it was. But then my homeboy was like, "Did you see the score?" And it was like one of these bars. <laughs> <laughs> at, at halftime, I looked at I looked at the little halftime thing. Right, it was like sixty three to thirty six. I like, oh man, that's about a shooting percentage. And they were like, no, that's the halftime score. I like, oh fuck, man, what's going? On? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, they got they got that ass. By the way, I have his season stats here. Tyler, here. he's six five. Uh, season stats thirteen point five points a game. Okay, and his shooting percentage is only like forty six percent. He he has these breakout spurts though, so he'll be okay. He's only twenty years old. So, oh, and he's and only twenty. He's oh, only he's... twenty, and also, um, he's got swag. He calls himself Bucket. <laughs> uh, Not with that shooting percentage. <laughs> he calls himself uh, every now and then Bucket. But I think there's also this other thing going on because he is the rare American white player with star power, right? Potentially. You know, if he can, I mean, again, he's only 20. So give him a year or two and he might be like carrying his team. And there are very few stars who Star are white, white kids who yeah. are American because they're, they're all European. The Europeans, yeah. Right, right, right. So right. He's going to be getting the push. That's why we talked about it a couple weeks ago. He went one pick before Boston picked in the draft. Boston would have taken him. Absolutely. Just imagine a That's... white American star in Boston. Ain't that your, ain't that your people, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they would have been you, psyched about that. You from up there, right? And yeah, that's I'm, from Mass- I'm from Massachusetts. Yeah, that's your people. They just they itching to find a white player. I, I got to get a white player. <laughs> and Tyler Hero would have hated every bit of. He would have. He would have been like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. I don't know how they keep fielding a team. They it's, you. You hear brothers talking about like I don't, don't want to play there. I don't. I don't want to play there. I, I think it's mostly the uh, the history, the lineage of, of the Celtics, the mystique of all the banners and championship. But once you play there like two or three games, then that should run out. Then you're like, I'm I'm in Boston. Yeah. <laughs> my, aunt, my aunt used to live in Boston. She talked. She used to talk shit about them all the time. Finally, the cold got to her. She moved down to Florida, which I'm like, you went from the frying pan to the fryer. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, but the the cold, the cold got to her. How was New Orleans as far as COVID? Because they had a they had that bad, bad outbreak. Um, cousin Troy, his uncle got taken down. Yeah. Um. So basically, because of, because of before you say that, because of um, it was the one it was outbreak that was around Mardi Gras. The people were getting ready, mm-hmm. getting the getting the floats and stuff ready. Mm-hmm. And his wife was one of the people who worked on the floats and stuff like that. Yeah huge outbreak and then he he got it took him down to like a week Ugh. yeah yeah Bourbon um, street was uh, amazingly empty um for yeah. the most part um they stopped serving alcohol at 11 p.m oh wow so, like so the bars like if, if there's and the only way they can be open it, it's like a combination like the only way they could be open is if they're serving food but they can't but they, they can't serve alcohol after 11. But the, the, the they could they, yeah, they could still keep serving food. Yeah. Guys, I gotta dip out. I gotta dip out again in like two minutes. So yeah. for, for my oh, little okay. ten minute thing with with mm. uh, Avis thing. So okay. Um, but outside of that, everybody um, had masks. But we came down at the time where they was having this um, this hurricane, Hurricane Delta, 
mm-hmm. which missed us. It went west. It went west to like St. Charles or something like that. Some other part, the west side of Louisiana. But they moved everybody from that particular area um, of St. Charles over to New Orleans. So it was a lot of displaced people um, that were staying up in the hotel rooms. And uh, apparently they was putting everybody in New Orleans and it was like gangs. So instead of gangs being across town in St. Charles, they were literally like two hotel rooms from each other. <laughs> well, y'all gotta y'all gotta put that shit aside during the yeah. it's truce time. <laughs> it's truce time. We gonna well, put yeah. this aside during this during this disaster. And you know we, how they have they have they tell the stories about like the old the old school wars, like the Civil War, where like they'll fight for like twelve hours straight, and they'll be like, all right, hey, let's uh stop <laughs> fighting so we can go gather all our bodies. Cool, and they all would right. just go like intermingle and like clean up the battlefield and like yeah. oh, tomorrow morning 10 a.m we're fighting again <laughs> yeah that's nah, how the greeks did it no yeah. no nah, nah, um the hotel room that we were staying at for the first couple of days um we found out through an uber driver who was going to our other hotel room for the wedding that um they had just had a shooting all right i gotta go yeah uh, i'll be right back in about 10 minutes we'll get into this trump stuff all right all see right. y'all shortly y'all keep it up <laughs> uh, yeah, they did. Mute Randolph's mic so we don't hear him talking to his daughter's therapist. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they had a um, they had a shooting where it was uh, four people injured, one person died, like right in front of our hotel room. Right oh the oh day, shit! They like the day or two before we got there. I'm like, that's amazing. <laughs> did, you, did you ask for a discount? <laughs> uh, it was too late. We was already moving, but oh, okay. uh, but uh, it did change the dynamic of us like walking down the street and stuff like that because it was all because. It was like they treated it was like a homeless shelter type of uh environment where they could stay there at night, but they had to be out by a certain time. And since they were displaced, they were just out in the streets. There was like all up bourbon and um St. Charles. Like it was all up and down the street. So it was kind of I wouldn't say uncomfortable. I wouldn't say that. But once she found out there was a murder, yeah. <laughs> it does make you want to use the Uber a little bit more. Cause we're just walking up and down the street the first day. Uh I think I lost like 15,000 steps. Cause we're just walking. Okay. We're just walking everywhere. But um, so like that. I mean, was this a fun trip? It seems like maybe <laughs> it wasn't worth it. Like, oh no, it was fine. Um, because um, we was there for a week, and uh, it was like I said, it was for my homeboy and my homegirl's wedding, All right? And they made me the best man, uh, small okay. flex, and um, and it was just a bit. It was busy because we was there for seven days. So when we got there, the first two days was just you know just rested up from the trip and stuff like that. But then after that, we just hit the ground running. Well, you know, the rehearsal and the meet and greet and the actual wedding and then the day after brunch, it was crazy. So uh, uh, we didn't really get a chance to really settle down to like maybe Monday or Tuesday. But um, outside of that, it was it was just, you know, regular Bourbon Street. Just so happened that every, there were some people that was wearing masks, but yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't but it wasn't feel it wasn't the normal Bourbon Street you would see before a pandemic where, you know, it's just like everybody's in the street bumping into each other. You know, me mugging and and mugging people for their wallet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it wasn't like the regular street entertainment that you would see, like you know the, the drums and all that stuff. It was just it, it was kind of like a ghost town, but it wasn't. Yeah, see, I imagine a lot of places like that now. Yeah, they're going to be that way for a while. I like in some. I I would kind of like that in some aspects, but I've never been in New Orleans. I don't know what I'd be missing if I went down there now. You know. Yeah. Um. New Orleans is, is now we was there for seven days. I think it would have been too long if it wasn't a wedding. Um, the yeah. first time my wife went, we went uh, last year, and um, three days, three to four days is a, is a sweet no. It's the sweet yeah. no for for New Orleans. You don't want to yeah. go 
you want to go past it's like vegas don't go yeah (laughs) i feel like any anywhere that's a party place i've been to new orleans a couple times anywhere that's a party place yeah you got to do yourself a favor and get out of there after (laughs) because otherwise it's like you're going to start to feel bad uh because i mean the food is also like i love that that's why i go there yeah food is amazing there but even even as heavy you know you you do you eating that for five days seven days that's yeah everything comes in butter I said this. Yeah. I said this on Thursday. Like, there's nothing that they have. There's nothing that does, is not drenched in butter. We ask, you know, like, you know how you get like cheddar biscuits, you know, red lobster. Yeah. We just ask for some bread. They're like, you want some bread? And we're like, all right, cool. And normally we put the bread. They put the butter in the in the canister on the side. Right. It was layered in butter. <laughs> it was like drenched. I like who told you I wanted butter on my bread? Maybe I just wanted to put my own butter on. They don't care. Yeah, they were yeah. like, we don't want you to be eating any blank bread around here. <laughs> we um, let me see. Durango's oysters are the best. Yeah, I I had that. Also, there's a place down there called. It was around the corner from my hotel. It was called Daisy Dukes, and um, and they had like a little small chain. It was twenty four seven um breakfast, and they have unlimited mimosas. Um, buy one get the second mimosa for free, and uh, we took advantage of that. And this okay. other place, um, this black owned restaurant called Nihao. I think that's the name. Nihao, Nihao whatever and um it's a dope spot you ever get a chance to go down there it's a really dope spot they're the ones that drenched everything in butter and it's a sports bar and it's added some other stuff to it too a lot of celebrities go there too but days of dukes lit yes yeah i i need to travel more i've never been in i've my wife and i go to vegas that's it that's Mm. pretty much our spot but that's the same thing you go for like day five like you don't want to have you don't want to have the day when you're there and you're done and you're not, you're just going to sit there bored all day. You'd rather go a day, leave a day earlier and yeah. have some shit you didn't get to, you know, because yeah. that last day in a place like that, you're like, oh, just fucking sit in the hotel room, I guess. Yeah. You want to leave with a little self respect in the tank. Yeah. <laughs> make, make you want to come back next time. Right. So, Andy, you should go to New Orleans over. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, Vegas is cool, but, you know, like food wise, like, oh, yeah i mean we just vegas is just kind of our place we got married there we've been there a few times so whenever it comes time to take a trip it's just like we can't decide on this place or that place or whatever i'm just like let's just go back to vegas what what are we doing and we both agree on that so that's where we go yeah i I, um i I don't know your wife andy i've seen her a couple times so i know i'm I'm, I'm gonna say i know enough right um i think she would enjoy new Orleans. okay I think she would enjoy New Orleans. Uh, it's just, and uh, I know, I know you don't. I'm, I'm not sure if your wife. Or, I know you don't drink. I know. You don't. I don't drink. She drinks. Yeah. So first of all, the hand grenades are amazing. Okay. <laughs> 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 we got this thing called a fishbowl, right? It was 64 ounces of nothing but alcohol in a fishbowl. I okay. didn't finish it. My whole, I had a whole. Uh, I went to cardiac arrest because <laughs> it was just so much syrup and alcohol in my body. I'm like, ah, ah. So the hand grenade. Yeah, that's the like really strong, crazy. I will say I didn't when I've done New Orleans. I don't like Bourbon Street that much. Like, uh, I'm just because I'm not a big. I'm not a big. I drink. I drink, but I'm not a big drinker. But yeah. they got this street called uh, I think it's Frenchman Street, where they got all these uh, jazz clubs along that one street. Oh yeah, yeah. You can like pop in, and it's like five dollar cover, and you mm-hmm. can just go to different ones, and it's that's the spot that, and you can go down. I think there's about two blocks south of bourbon if you go over and i want to say it's like queen or something there's these you know there's other streets that are like a little less college fratty than than yeah bourbon that, yeah i wouldn't that in yeah. my mind i feel like 
I see the college frat party atmosphere, yes. which I would uh, I would hate that. Yeah, that, that's what I kind of avoided by just like I mean I popped up there to just you know sniff it for a minute yeah. and then get out of there. <laughs> that um what what um what Brian is talking about we went to some club. Um, we went to like three. It's because they're all in a row, and uh, so not not this trip, but a, pr- a prior trip. Yeah. And, and we went to like different clubs, in and out, in and out. We went to this one where dude was playing, the, and li- all of them were playing live music. Like they using real instruments. And 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 my, I've never in my life seen a dude go from like a saxophone and then and then go, okay, hold on for a second, I'm about to kill him with the flute. And then Ooh. pulled out a, and pulled a whole flute out from out of nowhere. Where was the yeah. flute? <laughs> in his pocket. Just I don't know. He just had a whole flute. Just came out of nowhere. Just he had a sheath. Flute. He had just had to pull a flute out. That's impressive, man. You yeah. know what's you know what's funny as comics, I feel like whenever a guy pulls out an instrument, it's a negative for us. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Because it's like we're used to like if a guy's doing stand up and then he's like, hold on, let me let me riff on, let me do a guitar thing at the end. We're like, oh, <laughs> this is gonna be a fucking nightmare. But like, you know, a guy pulling out a flute after a saxophone, that's a good combination. <laughs> you yeah. just you just pulled that flute out, and I was like, I don't know what's happening here, but this is this is this is this is happening, <laughs> and it wasn't just like for one song. He killed for four straight songs. Wow! On the flute, I like man. I've never even heard of anybody killing on the flute. That's, yeah, that's not a thing. <laughs> that's the. I mean, that's wild. I got. I got. A, I got the video. My boy, he um, kind of recorded it because I like man. This dude is nasty on the flute. I've never thought I'd put the words <laughs> and flute together in all my years. Yeah, <laughs> but I recorded it and he pulled out the flute. I loved it. Dude, I love your New Orleans review. I love the breadth of it. It started with like, here's how, here's don't get shot here, and yeah. also, <laughs> also <laughs> let me tell you where you can find the best flautist in New Orleans. Uh, yeah. It's amazing. I, I love New Orleans because um, we start me and my wife as a, as our kids get older, we decided that we're gonna do a little bit more traveling and stuff like that because we never had a chance to do that. You know, I, I've never been a big of a tra- uh, travel head. My wife was what well, is, so I'm doing it now, and um, I love New Orleans. Um, and I love Georgia. I love Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. And um, I went to Georgia, and we just had the best time in Georgia. And I and I didn't think I really would enjoy it because it's, it's Georgia. <laughs> but, but oh, Atlanta's I, awesome, man. I, you weren't trying to vote down favorite. there. You were. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, we were staying um, at the CNN hotel, so we did the CNN tour, and then the, down the street, you know, because right there um, at the hotel is like all these different museums. So we was like right in the heart of everything. And we was like right across the street from where they did the Olympics, the Olympic um, little memorial thing for the, so it was great. It was great. I love Atlanta. I love New Orleans. Uh, I want to go to Florida, not right now. And uh, <laughs> where do you want to go in Florida? I just, I just want, I just want to do Miami. I've been working yeah, really okay. hard. Right. I work, I've been working really hard on my body to try to get into, in, into Miami heat shape. Just, you know, just to be able to be shirtless because it's pointless to go to Miami. Oh, you're going to, you're going to sit outside of Tyler Hero's house. Yeah, with, with, the players. with the star players, <laughs> <laughs> with LA. I love LA. LA makes you feel like you want to do something. Like even even if as an artist and being an artist, I went to LA and um <laughs> and, and I didn't do any stand up or anything, but it felt like I could be a movie star once I got there. I only stayed for like two days though, but it was like yeah. all the possibilities in LA, and I loved it. I, I just loved it, and I had the chicken and waffles, the Roscoe's. Yeah, I love Roscoe's. <laughs> My friend one time got uh, – we were out in L.A. and we were drinking. This is how loud my friend is. I have a Cuban friend. 
They're, mm-hmm. they're sort of like, I think they're known for being a little loud. I don't know if that's racist for me to say, but uh, <laughs> I, I think it's, I think it's a commonly accepted known thing. He certainly is. And like, so we go out drinking in LA and then we go to, we ended the night at a Roscoe's chicken and waffles. And mm-hmm. it was like, you know, the scene in there, like after the bar lets out, it's like pretty rowdy in there. And, but my friend is so loud. He's like yell talking. Cause he's just been drinking so much. And like one of the people that works at Roscoe's comes over and goes, Hey man, you're at about a 12 right now. I'm going to need you at about a nine. <laughs> just walks away. I was like, dude, do you know how loud you got to be to get asked to quiet down at a Roscoe's chicken and waffles at like two fucking AM in the morning? <laughs> like, but Did he take offense to that? No. I mean, he thought it was fun. I mean, he was drunk at the time, but when we were telling this him this later, he was like, he thought it was funny. I mean, it was, well, and it's good that they funny, said like, they were like, just bring it down to nine. Like they yeah, knew it's a 10 point scale. You're two points off the scale. Right. Come back in range. Right. You're only a little bit obnoxious. <laughs> yeah. That's all. We only hate you a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, has everybody voted? Brian, oh. have you voted? No, I'm voting. Uh, I'll be voting early when I get back to New York. It started, uh, early voting started in New York. Uh, I think it's this week or it was, was it this Saturday or next Saturday? Um, but I'll be doing, they have about a week or a week or two of early voting. So I'll just go do that. Um, okay. When I get back. Um, somebody in the chat said next Saturday. Next yeah, Saturday. Next Saturday. Yeah. And I should know, I think I'm doing the poll. Um, what do you call it? Poll working thing. On oh, you're being a poll, uh, whatever yeah. the, you're, you're like helping people out, checking them in and all that shit. Yeah. Cause they, they, I basically, I think they got like, it's a lot of old people that normally do it. Um, yeah. and now there's not as many, you know, there's not as many people willing to volunteer for that. Um, so they're trying, I think they're trying to get people. So I saw there was a push for that, but yeah, I saw the, the they were, they're putting out the call for able-bodied younger people to, yeah. I went, I voted Thursday, two days ago, and it was a lot of old people in there. Yeah. Like the women who were checking me in were older, you know, they had, everyone had masks. They had the plexiglass and everything, but still like, you know, and they were like, put your ID down. Cause they scan your ID. Like flip it over, yeah. put it down, and then when it when the the ballot prints out, each person's ballot prints out on these big laser printers, and they're like, "Okay, you you take it off the printer." Like they wouldn't, they didn't want to touch yeah. anything or yeah. have me touch are something you, that they touched. Are you in Virginia? You said, "Yeah, okay, yeah. okay." Because early cause, voting because you don't you don't have to do ID. You don't have to you don't have to get ID scanned in New York, and is it? I'm I'm assuming not in D.C. either, right? I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think DC, Virginia's had ID for a long time, but they allow any kind of ID. Like, you know, it's not that restrictive. Yeah. Um, I put my license down. She said, put it down upside down because they have the barcode on the back of your driver's mm-hmm. license. She never even flipped it to see that it was me. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> they do ask yeah. you, give me your full name and address. And then they, they're looking at it on their screen while you tell it to them. So I guess that's part of how. They can verify you. But yeah, she scanned the ID, verified that I'm me, I guess. She's, she probably saw the picture on her screen, you know, the from the driver's license. And then the thing printed out. And then, like it was, I was out of there in 20 minutes. It was easy. Nice. Yeah. 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 I voted the, uh, I think Older Voting started in October, October 18th. And um, I was there on the 19th. September 18th. Yeah. So, Virginia started a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I just got out the way. And um, went and voted. Uh, how long was how long was your wait, Andy? I was back in my car in twenty minutes. Okay, yeah. So I, I I mean, it's been a, it's been open for almost a month, so it wasn't a long line. Yeah. Um, like the first day, cause my wife brought it to my attention, and <clears throat> it was the, the line wrapped around the, around the building. Um, the second day, which was the second day of early voting, I went 
it just so happened I was I went and got my hair cut and then it was right down the street, the DMV. And um they have a they have a long line and all. Um, but the way the DMV I don't know how yours is, Andy, but the one that um at our own early polling station, they got the drive through like Chick-fil-A. Oh really? But yeah, or you can just walk in and just do your ballot. <laughs> you know, yeah. The, uh, the draft through basically they just give you a ballot, whatever you fill it out, then they you know they drop it in for you, whatever. Uh, I don't trust any of that. Um, I, I like to I would like to physically put my own ballot in my own box. Thank you. Yeah. And, <laughs> but the line, the Chick Fil A line, you know, the Chick Fil A line is longer in the drive through than it is on the inside. So the same thing with voting in person, like in person, is not that long of a line. But um, I was doing some talking to the people and uh it said a bunch of it's about seven to eight hundred people um at that time had already started early voting um that particular early voting station so uh i like the numbers I like, it's, it's got some good numbers and i supposed to be volunteering too um to do the uh the, the assist because i don't know i don't think they're hyping the biden side up enough maybe a poll worker yeah yeah you know this gonna be out there hey you got your democratic ballot do you want this one? Oh yeah yeah when i went so I think the Trump people have given up on early voting. You know, it's like they, they, it was an office park where they have it. And uh-huh. there's signs everywhere. Yeah. There's three Trump Pence signs out of the hundred signs out there. Yeah. And there's a ton of signs for um, Biden Harris, of course. There are signs for the other, the Republican Senate candidate, Republican House candidate. There are signs for vote yes or no on this proposition. Uh, Almost no Trump Pence signs. And then there are only two people handing shit out. One of them was handing shit out for the Republican senatorial candidate. And then the other one was handing out Democratic sample ballots. Yeah. No one was handing out any, no one, no Republican sample ballots and no Trump people handing shit out. And I feel like either they gave up on, I think they'll probably be out there on election day, but I think on early voting, Mm-hmm. I yeah. think they've probably given up on influencing people at the polls like this. I mean, it might be where you live too. They might have just given up on your area. Yeah, I you mean, know, in, like in if Fairfax, they know it's super blue, they might not be like focused on it. In Northern Virginia, overall, is pretty blue. In Fairfax, yeah. the first day of early voting, they had protesters out. They had these MAGA people out, like blocking the entrance. <laughs> like you had to walk through a sea of idiots to go <sighs> vote. And um, and then like by day three, they were gone. Like they're not going to do that for a month and a half because voting started mid September. Yeah. But there was nothing like that. I mean, Dominic voted the same place I voted. And he said when he went, there was like a guy in his truck in the parking lot with like Trump flags on it. And he yeah. was kind of staring at everybody who went in. And Dominic, he's a little paranoid, but he was like, what the fuck, man? He, like, you know, he wasn't sure what to make of it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, when I went, I mean, I went at 4.15. It closed at 5. There was a little bit of a line, but they were moving. there was tons of booths open. Mm-hmm. And... um it was they moved this and you put your own ballot into the machine when you're done you know so you make sure it turned the light turns green so you know it it was uh, registered yeah. and they were doing this thing where if it's a first time voting the staff the poll workers would be like ladies and gentlemen we have a first time voter and Are you they serious? clap yeah That's they clap terrible. like you've given money to St. Jude's at Best Buy like they clap <laughs> for you uh, they, that happened oh. three times in the t- 20 minutes I was there. Like I, I heard it a couple times. I would not want that if that oh was Oh my God, dude. That's like, they, they should not be doing like shit that they do at Cold Stone at the polls. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, first time voter. And then the oh, whole staff, yeah, we've got, a, we've got a birthday here. <laughs> that sucks. 
happy the guys, the guys come out the back with the sombreros and the guitars yep. happy birthday <laughs> Is that a mariachi band? What the fuck? I thought this was America. I thought I was voting in America. Uh, real, quick, yeah, uh, real quick sidebar. I just want to say Brian Parisi has one of the best birthday jokes of all time. I can't wait till y'all hear wait. I can't wait for y'all to hear it one day. But that is a good joke. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I, I got an album coming out, so it's on the album. Yeah. Oh yeah, we gotta plug the album. Uh, yeah, so we will be doing yeah. that. Yeah. Uh my wife was actually asking about you today, Annie, because um uh, so I went this morning. I guess you guys have talked about that since I've been away. So I went this morning, mm-hmm, yeah. and uh, no Trump, li- no Trump signs. Right. All, all Biden, Biden time. And then they, you know the the local propositions, like that Prop One that we all I know I voted no on it. It's it's gerrymandering. I'm like, this is a you get no. But if you read it, gerrymandering. Okay. I got the sample ballot on my phone, <laughs> you gerrymandering so. motherfuckers. <laughs> no, that's not how they word it though. That's that they're trying to be tricky with that shit. I know. I was like, I know what the fuck this is. <laughs> I ain't no goddamn rookie. But they have okay. people educating people in the line. Because <laughs> the Democratic sample ballot tells you to vote no on that one. Right. I had already gotten the sample ballot on my phone, but then the woman was handing them out, so I took one just to make sure. But here's here's prop one. Here's what it has. Here's how it reads. Should the Constitution of Virginia be amended? I guess Should we're it? not. I guess we're not originalists in Virginia. Can it? <laughs> Should the Constitution of Virginia be amended to establish a redistricting commission consisting of eight members of the General Assembly and eight citizens of the Commonwealth that is responsible for drawing the congressional and state legislative districts that will be subsequently voted on, but not changed by the General Assembly and enacted without the governor's involvement? and to give the responsibility of drawing districts to the Supreme Court of Virginia if the redistricting commission fails to draw districts or the General Assembly fails to enact districts by certain deadlines. Um, All the posers for for Prop 1 say vote yes on Prop 1 to stop gerrymandering. But the Democratic sample ballot says vote no. <laughs> yeah, but that's because the Democrats want to gerrymander in that area, right? Well, I think Isn't that I think what that is. Like we want to we want to gerrymander where we have an advantage, right? We want to make up for lost ground. And we want to make up for lost ground and we want to stop the where thing. they're doing it. But I yeah, think yeah. the I don't know how I don't know what the interpretation is from the Democratic side. I think the 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 big thing here is the Supreme Court will draw the districts if the General Assembly fails to I- enact. And I'm sorry, the um Yeah, here it is. I'm going back like three sentences. The General Assembly enacted without the governor's involvement and to give the responsibility of drawing districts to the Supreme Court of Virginia if redistricting commission fails to draw districts or the General Assembly fails to enact by certain deadlines, which means they can throw in arbitrary deadlines, they can stall, they can fuck around, and then if they don't get it done by a certain deadline, it goes mm-hmm. to the Supreme Court and then they'll try to pack that court. So it's like everybody's got an agenda on this. Yeah, um, this commission and the using the Supreme Court and General Assembly, but, but like in general, though, isn't the thing that in general, if we're trying to stop gerrymandering, forget about party for a sec, they like having people like like commissions or whatever do it versus currently, like if the state legislature yeah. gets to do it, then they're just gonna whoever's in charge of the state legislative Republican Democrat is gonna draw all yeah. the lines and they're gonna draw them all fucking gerrymandered to their advantage. Right. So like this yeah. is this is a mechanism that they use to try to get rid of gerrymandering. We just you know, as Democrats, like you 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 don't want to be like doing it in the place where you're trying to make up ground. Right. Like 
Because otherwise, right. like they're doing it on theirs in, in their states, you're not doing it in yours. Like that's fucked up. But I think there's maybe an ulterior motive with the way this is worded, and that's oh. where the Democratic sample ballot, you know, comes in and says they're they're saying it like this, but this is what's really they going it, on. But they mean it like this, you know. You know, is the is the state legislature in Virginia is Democratic? Didn't they win uh, the governor? It is now. Oh, it is right now. Yeah, yeah right. So now. We're, we're probably trying to redraw. And it's probably going to stay. It's it's probably going to stay that way for a while, I would think, just because of Northern Virginia. It's all Northern Virginia that's carrying this. It's basically two states at this point: Northern Virginia and Southern Virginia. And I think what they're what they're really getting at is because Northern Virginia, because Democrats have are getting more and more power in Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, now they don't want the legislator yeah. to the legislature to to draw mm-hmm. district lines. Yeah. They like, wanted oh, now, to do it when they were in charge, and now that we're yeah. in charge, like they don't want to. Yeah, that's the that's the deal. Right, right. It's it's it's, it's kind of crazy because a lot of these uh, cases that get to the Supreme Court level, it's wild because both parties are doing it. The Republicans are doing it more effectively, but like both parties are are doing it. So sometimes and the, the, the Republicans are doing it more cynically and like literally disenfranchising. Yeah, targeting they, black people. Well, will they, target, they, they will target certain groups specifically, oh, not, yeah. inci- not incidentally. That's why I keep yeah. trying to explain to people. I'm like, they're targeting us specifically, not incidentally. Like we, yeah. we have this blanket thing down and you just happen to get hit by it. No, it's like yeah. we want them to not be able to do this. Yeah. We want <laughs> them out of this. Yeah. I need that group to be out of this and fuck them. That's, yeah. that's how they do it. And this is uh, like, they're super, they're super effective at it and they've just won yeah. more state legislatures than us. So they, they have a, it's more widespread that the maps are drawn, you know. Yeah, there, I think the reason they're effective, they have two things working from the reason why they're effective. It one, no one believes that they're that nefarious, even though the evidence is right there in front of you. Then, yeah. the, the, and two, apathy. I call it white apathy. Sorry, Brian. I call it white apathy. Uh, he's, Andy's heard he's, this many times. Now. He's got you. You accused him of having the more blood earlier. I mean, but that don't mean nothing, man. They run from it. You got in the winter. It. He he's got shea butter in the winter. He's only white apathy it, in the but summer he didn't, months. But he didn't yeah. have a washcloth. This is part of Randolph's plan to bully me into getting him a washcloth. You know what's fucked up? I don't have a washcloth either, and uh, I'm not a big. I've accepted guy. it from Andy. All right. I had Andy's, him as a child. Andy's musical taste pushes him over. <laughs> that new Black Thought is really good. Yeah, it is good. <laughs> uh, but that's a, it's it's apathy of, of, of Democrats, white Democrats. I just heard somebody talking about it today about voter suppression. I think it was um, who's my girl that's sitting in for Joy Reid today. Oh, oh you talking about my maid Tiffany self. Cross? Yes, with her Jack beautiful Cross self. Oh, yes. I got her book. With her beautiful self. Uh, she was saying that you know, we've been saying this for years about voter suppression. Years. We've been saying this years and years and years saying it. And now it's the other groups are being impacted. Now it's like, we got to do something about this. I'm like, well, we should have done something about it before. Yeah. But the apathy of I'm not going to go vote in the, hey, you're going to go vote in the midterms? What's that? What? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's where shit happens. And Democrats don't come out. It's, it's apathy, man. It, it's just it's out By the way, not, um, not believing a former Democratic Party of Virginia chairman is actually suing the state because he says the language on Proposition one is deceitful and unfair. Because of what they're actually trying to do versus how it reads when you read the right. ba- when you read the actual proposition. Right. They're just they're they're changing criteria for redistricting, which the criteria changes are not in the description. I don't know how it gets on the ballot if people can't wow. agree on all that. You know, but I already whatever. voted. It's too late. I already voted. 
Yeah, I mean, I I sat there and read through all the all the props they had on there. Some of the shit was just kind of guesswork. Um, I was more concerned about if somebody was going to show up. But where where I live, I wasn't particularly too worried about that. You know, if somebody's going to show up and try to get loud, I was like, I'll I'll put my foot through your chest, dude. You don't want to. I think I think their push is going to be on election day. I think they're going to be out in force on probably. I think they they're gonna wait until election day and then show up and. Well, the thing is, like, they're not gonna show up. Like, they're not going to Ward Seven and Eight over in DC. They ain't trying to go into Southeast. They don't want that smoke. You want to go? You want to go? Try to fuck with a gone over there and fuck with those people. Have fun. Have at it. Go. I go think they'll be there. in the battleground areas. They won't have be fun. In, you know. Yeah. But they're DC's not gonna. The lost they go to places that. where they know they can go get loud. <laughs> you yeah. know, you go get loud and go be disruptive and people are going to go along with it. How many signs did you say you saw it at your place? Because I, I told my wife, I said, you probably see more Trump signs out at Andy's spot. I saw out of like 100 signs, I saw three Trump Pence signs. That's it interesting. I would have expected more. Very few. Least, I, I looked around. I drove around the office park to see like maybe on the other side, there's more signs. And mm-hmm. I didn't see any like there's the one here. There's one over there and there was one over there. And that was it. Trump Pence signs. There were a lot of Biden hair signs and then a lot of just other candidates. And there were Republican congressional and Senate candidates who had signs up. Right. But but and, you know, people are just not pushing How for did the Trump energy field. Did the energy field Democrat the Democrat energy feels a certain way. And the Republican energy energy feels the energy felt Democrat. I mean, again, it was a very small sample size because I was all, I was not there very long mm-hmm. and your social distance. And it was like a. a narrow hallway and then you turn it's like an office converted into this place so it's not right. like you really see a lot of it. you see the two people in line in front of you and then you hear people behind you but you really can't get a gauge there were not a lot of trucks in the parking lot um not a lot of like obvious signs that there are maga but where i live i mean it's a very blue area you know like the county mm-hmm. i live in and this is the only until today actually was the only polling place in the county for early voting and today they expanded it for the rest of the time so that the county does have some maga people in it uh including the guy that probably lives across the street from me but yeah that dude <laughs> you know but you <laughs> yeah, see in my neighborhood anymore. you see rainbow flags and black lives matter signs too right and you know you don't see too much maga bullshit and they were getting pushed further and further to the west side of the county and probably just the, the county border is west virginia so they might just wind up in West Virginia at some point, but they're um, they're not controlling the narrative around here at this point. Yeah, which is much different than last time. Last time you saw much more Trump stuff than you did this time. Yeah. Even around here, you would see Trump signs. You wouldn't really see what I'm I'm not not even worried about. I was talking to one of my clients about it yesterday, and she was saying uh, she was like you can't trust white folks. This is a white woman, by the way. <laughs> she was like, you can't. He's like, the lie. They're going to say that. They're gonna and she smears shea butter all over her face. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, the client I was talking to was uh, Aaron, the one who, woman who I did the woke files with about teaching because she's a teacher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she was saying that. Now, she teaches out, out in Fairfax. And she's like, she sees it. She's like, motherfuckers will lie. She's like, they'll lie. She don't say motherfuckers, but that's what I hear when she says it. Motherfuckers will lie. <laughs> White <laughs> motherfuckers. Like, she was like, they'll tell you this, and then and then they'll go right into the booth and do something else. And she said, but the lack of signage, she, she's also noticed that. And um, I think the enthusiasm is, yeah, is muted for the Trump. You know what people. has become the new thing now, though? I've noticed this. In place of the Trump sign, American flags. 
That's the new shit now. The American flag. I'm going to put an American flag outside of my house. Unless you're like an, if you're like a, a white dude, a white family putting up an American flag, I'm suspicious of your ass. I'm like, mm-hmm. Unless you're military. Yeah. If you're military, I'd be like, okay, I get it. Yeah. Or, or I have seen, I have seen people with combination of American flag and like a black lives matter. Like I've seen, yeah, I've seen some of that too. too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, know what you see a lot is like the, the first generation immigrant. They love the flag. So they'd be yeah. flags everywhere. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me at all. It's like a new white guy with a crew cut. American well, flags. I, like, I used to have a um I used to have an American flag do-rag that I would wear sometimes just like on like the 4th of July, you know what I mean? Like just patriotic yeah. shit. And yeah. ever since Trump got, you know, once the Obama years ended, I was like, I can't wear this anymore. Right. <laughs> I was like, I can't be people are gonna get the wrong idea about what I'm about, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like this yeah. is not, you know. It's, my it's brother-in-law, changed. my brother-in-law used to wear like the like the the the, the blue line flag bandana. <laughs> mm-hmm. I told my wife, I was like, he can't wear that shit around me. She was like, I oh, the blue, the, the blue like, lives. I don't think he even knows what the fuck it is. I was like, okay, James Harden. And I know, know what it is though. <laughs> my yeah. father-in-law knows what it is though. He can't wear that shit around me. What the fuck is going on? She was like, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Then the shit was removed off of his thing, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think. Uh, and I was telling our, our our good friend, we was talking to Kareem. Um, I was we like, to get her on, by the way. And I think about it. Yeah, um, she's doing a lot of good stuff. Um, yeah, actually, yeah. I, I did, like even if you do a woke files with her, I think that'd be good. Yeah, I need to get her on. Um, um, but yeah, I, I I see the energy. There's a lot of good early voting happening. There's like mm-hmm. six sixteen million, you know. Yes. And, and normally when they when you get high voter turnout, that's that always plays good for Democrats. Um. But I'm like, I won't believe it till I see it. I think we should all we should all play it like it's ten points. We're ten yeah. points down. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, run through right. run through the tape. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we don't need any prevent defense. Don't situation. slow up at the end. You'll get past. Like them two girls are running. Yeah, we've all seen that video on Facebook. Yeah. The two girls running, and that sister gunned them down from behind because they yeah. slowed down at the end. Mm, you were like the Sean Jackson spiking the ball at the one yard line. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I oh, go ahead, go ahead, bro. Uh, I, I was gonna say I do I do think it's fun like it's interesting. So the only reason that people are not being more vocal about how up w- and good things are looking, I think, is because people just have this thing of like not wanting to get burned the way yeah. like, you got burned last time. But when I talk to people, it, it actually affects the way people like. I think some people have the wrong idea about where we're at polling wise, where they'll be like, "Oh well, yeah, he's up in the polls, but you know, so was Hillary, and then we lost." And I'm like, "Yo." if you compare those two, it's not the same thing. Right. Like up in the polls is not a yes or no question. Like there's an amount. And like, if you look in certain state, like I've been, you know, poking around in the, uh, in the 538 data, just let's see, like, what's the difference between what it was in 2016 and now, and like Joe Biden just polled way better than Hillary did. Like in, in all of the swing States where you need him to win. And that doesn't mean he'll win. And it doesn't mean it's like a done deal, but like, it's not the same thing. Like people, I feel like people are just like, oh, well, it's the same like it was in 2016 where he was, you know, he was behind. He's going, it's like, if he wins with this polling lead, like that would be a new thing. It would be shitty and terrible in the same way, but it would be like, it would be like a new wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because- I remind people, I remind people that, um, first of all, Hillary won the popular vote by the most votes in history. That that can't be not said. Yeah. I get tired when people say that. People just, well, you sure? I'm like, mm, she, she won. But we also have no third party. 
yeah. no no weird third party. Well, wait a minute. On my sample ballot, there was a libertarian <laughs> candidate. There, there was one on mine. And I was like, I don't even know who the fuck that person is. Okay, it's like so, a Joe Jorgensen or Joe something. Joe Jorgensen. I didn't even yeah. know. Okay, With the, uh, the, the vice president on the libertarian ticket is Jeremy Spike Cohen. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen people on the social media try to pull this ju- this Jurgensen do or whoever this person is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, like yeah. Well, there's I'm like shut up, shut, shut up, the oh. fuck up. You know, Spike. So that's, that's negligible this time, and I don't know what Russia is doing. I'm sure they're trying to do something. Maybe it's just that we're all more savvy about it this time around like i'm not gonna get taken by this bullshit again yeah you know, maybe i mean look at that hunter biden thing might have been i when i saw that in the news i was like oh this might be their this might be their attempts to do a thing it's just really yeah. stupid and it it's blew not up yeah and yeah. the media sh- the media tore it apart which was yeah. different than different than last time i think the media yeah. might have ran with it last time yeah. yeah this time they're like well we're not going down also there's enough people in media who who now believe the hardcore cynics now believe and like you can't we're not going this route this yeah. time we're not doing this again Any, anytime i anytime i see an article that's like if if the only people to cover it is the new york post right man that, that's not news yeah it's not news <laughs> if it was news other people would be like we'll if you they cover at. news sometimes but it's always when other people are doing it right like, that's just you that's the, the newspaper motto we cover the news sometimes yeah usually when other people cover it <laughs> that's, that's their I, motto i mean I, sometimes i this mean this is the uh this is the this sample is, ballot they got yeah. like four languages at the top oh nice <laughs> that's that's what they're that's their uh that's the area is, I live is in. Is that it's Arabic? Like, What's that what is that down? It's there? either Arabic or Farsi. Probably they, they Farsi. look the same. Oh, hold on. They look yeah. the same. Um well that's very backward of you to say, Andy. I'm, <laughs> Andy's my Persian. first language is Farsi. <laughs> so he can say that. Oh, we you can, can say that. We and, can't say way, it, but Andy can say it. <laughs> and by the way, you're right. It is backwards. They write from right to left <laughs> instead of left to right. See? It literally is backwards. <laughs> he knows these things. <laughs> I do. I do have a theory. Actually, who's the backwards one? If you think about it, right? <laughs> depends on where you're from, man. I, I, I do have a theory that there are multiple attacks um, via Russia. Now, this I absolutely Arabic. are. I think it's Arabic. Absolutely by the way. are. Yeah. I think you're 100 right. Um, and I think one of the attacks is, and uh, I know we're gonna get to this soon because this has been my hot topic for weeks, and we've been talking about it in our internal chats. But I do believe that Ice Cube is a Russian asset. Russian asset. <laughs> Everybody's Russian an asset. asset. Everybody's yeah. an asset to Mike. He's a Russian asset to try to suppress the black male vote. Not, not well, enough, just to chip away at it. Just a, just a yeah. tablespoon. Just a if tablespoon. He's a, if he's a cube and he's a Russian asset, I guess you can call him uh, the red square, right? <laughs> the red square. Yeah. That's funny, Andy. Not doing the it. fall soldier. <laughs> And, um, and 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 I am encouraged by, and I think somebody said they was in line for hours at the um, at the Georgia booth. I, I'm reading the comments, so I, I I don't like you know interrupting, but um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of good vote, a lot of good early voting, and people are standing in lines. And I know we was joking on the podcast before, and I was like, yeah, we should try to do an open mic or something at these polling places because they ain't going nowhere, and <laughs> just working yeah. off material and stuff like that. But like you didn't see that in 2016, you didn't see the longest the, these long lines of early voting, and then. On top of that, I remember the day I was going to work on on an election day, and I saw a lot of Trump pent signs like in people's neighborhood, and it it just didn't feel right, <laughs> right <laughs> like, yeah. like that day. And then when she lost, you know, it was terrifying. I don't have that feeling now. Yeah, but I'm also not going to 
you know, <laughs> not gonna be like, oh, this is in the bag. Yeah. Because it's it's too many it's too many instances right now, especially with this cube thing or red square thing, because he's a Russian asset. That, <laughs> that's not, I don't think it's gonna stick, man. Oh wait a minute, how about he spells his name uh, Ice and then the letter Q apostrophe B Ice Cube because he's got the <laughs> QAnon connection. But then there's also the um, the Diddy thing too. Like Diddy came out with a birthday party for a new party, so it's like it, it, there's a lot of stuff. I'm not, I, I, and, and honestly, um, as as black men, Randolph, and and I, I think we need to have a conversation with our black male counterparts and try to figure what the fuck is wrong with these guys. <laughs> well, it's it's uh, they were just talking about it today on um, Beautiful Tiffany. Had, yeah. uh, that's my name for her now. Sorry, y'all. Sorry, ladies. Um, she had um. Uh, I can't think of his name on Twitter. He on Twitter his handle is Booyah Boy Bass B Boy B Boy Booyah Bass on Twitter. He's a writer for Rolling Stone, mm-hmm. and um, Dr. Johnson was on, mm-hmm. and his other brother who's who's more of a stat. He's kind of a black five. He's kind of a black Nate Silver, I guess. This other brother, and they were they were discussing it, and they were saying um, <sighs> there is something to be said for for black men to feel like they. They're they're not being addressed. Yeah. There is a legitimate, there is a legitimate grief to have. I personally don't see it, but I could get where somebody somebody would say that. Okay. Having said that, there's also why are you getting taken in by by lies by liars and grifters? You you yeah. shouldn't be getting taken in by them. That's the other part of it. Yes, you're right. You do have some legitimacy to the things you're saying, but you're also wrong because you're allowing yourself to be taken advantage of. And we're better than that. It was Midwin who said, listen, don't ever let it be forgotten that black men, the majority of black men have, and we're going to call it voted right. The majority vote right. It's 20 at this point is 20%. So you're talking eight out of 10 or two mm-hmm. out of two out of 10. So eight, the other eight, on paper are voting in the correct manner are doing the right thing. It's black men who have always as a, as a group mm-hmm. have held up their end, at least of the, the voting block, because a lot of black men can't vote because we're, you have a felony conviction. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so you're out, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh. It's just, we've gone from 13% probably up to 19% now for, for Trump, which yeah. means basically you're adding one more person. So I t- I was telling Rod yesterday, what that means for me is that's one more person I don't need to talk to. That's that's all. I'm fine with that. It's similar to <laughs> Romney's numbers. Right, right. So right. it's not like some astronomical migration to right. Republicans. It's just, right. uh, it's back to sort of where it always kind of It's back to, it's pretty much back to Normal. that number. Now, if you want to talk about the reasonings, oh, I have my theory. I have my thoughts as to why the reasoning, why brothers would go along with him, of course. You know, because it's it's an, it's the access to power. why do black men vote for Donald Trump the same in the numbers of white men for the same reason that white men vote for Donald Trump? The exact same reasons, because I want to be like that. I want to be able to say whatever the fuck I want to be able to say. I want to be able to just grab women by the pussy. I want to have no consequences come my way. I want to be able to do all. It's the exact same shit. It's the exact same shit. With black people, you add in the thing of, and this will get me out of the, this will elevate me in class. I'll be better than, which doesn't happen, by the way, but there's the thought of, I can get out of this class and, and I can be elevated. Mm. I'll, 
some of that will, will rub off on me saying as simple as I can, some of that will rub off on me and I'll be better for it. And it's yeah. not true. Obviously it's never happened in history and it's not going to happen now, but that's the thinking, you know, that's the thinking of an ice cube is that some of that will rub off on me and I'll be closer to it. And if I'm closer to it, then I get the benefits, right? I get the tax breaks. Well, I mean, money. he's saying all the things like I, I just want black people to get things and you right. know, all that. I don't I believe mean, him. Yeah, it's it's maybe he's clumsy about it. Maybe he's naive. He shouldn't be at this point. But, you know, he's not necessarily self-aggrandizing the way, mm-hmm. um, you know, Diddy has done in the past. Diddy or, or Killer Mike or any of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he he he's not quite at, in the same realm as them as far as his approach. So I don't I, th- I feel like he just got played. That's really what I feel like, like yeah. happened here. I think which he might have. Which, by the way, is sad for Mr. You know, I'm a hustler and I understand the game and blah, blah, blah. And like, and you and you're letting yourself be played out. You're just letting yourself get played out. You know why? What was it? He's a Russian ass. <laughs> <laughs> Russians are slick. Yeah, they're, they're you're just, slick. You're letting yourself, you're letting yourself get played out by these people. So, so, so you want me to get in bed with people who have their their foot on our necks? That's who you want me to get in bed with? I said it was because of um I guess we'll call him Cube. Ice-T gets ice. He gets Cube. Mm. So Cube said that it was George Floyd that made him decide he was going to become politically active. Okay, fine. Let's say it is George Floyd. Okay, so you want to get in bed with the guy who's the guy with the knee on the neck. That's what you want to do? That doesn't make any sense. Donald Trump is the guy with the knee on the neck. And the the political party he's a part of are the members of law enforcement who, who allowed him and encouraged him to put the knee on the neck. That's who you want me to get in bed with. That doesn't make sense. You know, it's, 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 it's very simple lines. It's not hard to follow. So why isn't that you don't see it? We all see it. Why don't you see it? You want to get into bed with a man who said that black lives matter are terrorists. That's what you want to do. You know, and if you watch uh, Alicia Garza, one of the founders of Black Lives Matter, asked, specifically said that to him. And what did he say, Mike? He ran away from it. Yeah, he ran away. He he, he didn't address it. He like that's besides the point. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's beside the point. Like you want to get in bed with that person, but then you say, well, "But I love the black community." That's why I say I don't. I don't believe it. I feel like he's. I'm. I'm. I'm just. Just this uh, Rolling Stone interview came out today with, with Ice Cube. You know, I'm just kind of glancing at it. His analysis, his ability to analyze uh, seems a little bit weak. Shaky. Um, <laughs> a little shaky. shaky. I that mean, does. it's it's very, it's, I mean, he's, he, he's what, about 50 years old? Yeah. I yeah, mean, it's, easily. It's yeah. what like a 24-year-old would say, you know, or maybe a 30-year-old might say. Um, talk about Trump. He says, now he lies. But when you really look at it, all of them lie. They all do the same thing. And Trump, I don't know if he's a good guy or not. I don't really care because they all been bad guys to us. Let's just be real. So at the end of the day, we got to figure out how we are going to get capital into our hands because everything else is not going to get us the freedom we're looking for. Uh, it's both sides of the same type shit. You know, it's, yeah. it's okay. kind of that like let's 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 break that. Let's break all that five year old talk. Go back and start at the beginning there, Andy. <clears throat> what was the first thing he said? Now he lies. But when you really look at it, 
All of them lie. <laughs> Why do you do your voice like that? <laughs> because it sounds like it, it warrants a really stupid tone. It sounds like a big revelation. You yeah. know what I mean? Like Jesus it's, it's like something. It's like something uh, someone would have like a little pin on their backpack in high school that would be yeah. like all of the. It's How? hey man, it's the same. It's two wings on one bird, man. Let's let's ask this though. Okay, so the, the follow up question to him is like, okay, Ice cube O'Shea. i'm calling him o'shea now he's lost ice cube to me o'shea oh. o'shea, All right, o'shea listen um <laughs> that's his name o'shea jackson he ain't nice to me anymore he's o'shea which lies impact you in a in a heavier more detrimental fashion well you didn't let me read the next sentence okay that's <laughs> good it's gonna change things <laughs> they all they all do the same thing again <laughs> You sure about that? You're positive that they Let me all just, do the I'm same. I'm going to reiterate a little bit. He lies, but when you look at it, all of them lie. They all do the same thing. Ah. And Trump, I don't know if he's a good guy or not. Okay. I don't know. I don't really care. If yeah. you're, if you're that person, I I don't particularly have any need to talk to you. That's how I feel. I don't have any need to. Do- you can't see things. You can't analyze. You can't see things. So you're useless to me. <laughs> I feel like I feel like one thing about this that's sort of uniquely shitty too is like the timing of it. Like yes, like because the thing. If okay, let's say Trump just got elected, right? Or you know, and you're in for four years or something, and and he's trying to an Ice Cube or anyone else. They're trying to push an agenda that they think helps black people, and so they're trying to work with somebody who is terrible. Uh, for them uh i would have more sympathy or more empathy for that because it's like okay you're trying to get your hands in there to do something and right. you're forced into working with this but dude if people vote now you know what i mean like it's <laughs> like yeah you're, it's you ha- you don't have to do this now like you can you know there's a choice there's a clear i think choice of between candidates like why are you why now when when you could you know why now, Mike? You're put your voice. If you're gonna put your voice on something, you you, you know, know why, your voice. <laughs> why now, Mike? You know he's why. a Russian spy. He's a Russian <laughs> asset. That's why. None of his reasons make sense. I listened to his interviews. I saw. I saw him yeah, on, I listened to it. I listened the, the joint with um. He was on Roland Martin, where he got his yeah. ass tore all to pieces. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about 37 minutes of just getting tore all to pieces. Right. And he and he's like. Oh, I just wanted to because at first it was the Biden campaign turned them down. Then it was, oh no, the Biden campaign. I met with them. We talked, and all I said was, and all they said was, well, let's just re- revisit this. We like eighty-five percent. Let's revisit this after the election because there's no point talking about it now. And I don't win, which makes sense, right? So he was like, but the Trump campaign, um, they picked up on it and they used a quarter, and by a quarter, I mean like maybe two teaspoons of 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 this contract. But there's only one particular group right now that could actually do something. Why would? But you're going to side with the guy who could do something now, who said, "Oh, we we're still going to do this after the election." Both of them said. If you look at it, both campaigns said the same thing. But only one one campaign could do something right now, and that's the person you sided with who promised you something at the end of the campaign. Yeah, right. You also sided with the guy who right now is trying to stop your community from voting right now. Yeah. Is working to disenfranchise your community. That's who you siding with. Again, um, that's I, who you siding with I right quote, now. Uh, there's a quote in the article that might shed some light on this. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Straight out of O'Shea's mouth. 
<laughs> Joe Biden has actually hurt us way more than Donald Trump. Oh, oh. God. Donald Trump may have hurt our feelings, <sighs> but this dude hurt our bodies and put people in jail. We got the data, brother, if you don't want to. And then the interviewer cuts him off because he's talking about the crime bill. What data do you got, man? Really, the crime bill that was supported by the black community, that crime bill. Yeah. And I'm not no fan of the crime bill, but let's not act like everybody and their mother didn't support the crime bill. Everybody. The black caucus did. supported it and every black mayor in America supported it. Supported According it. to Biden. That's what let's he said. Not, they did. And we're not going to I'm not going to act like it now. It was I was thinking about this actually the other day. Uh, I was listening to. um this podcast from NPR where they were talking about uh, Kamala Harris's record and they were talking about the things that she did as a DA, as far as that, that particular one that she, uh, that, that policy she came up with the, the staying out of school policy where she will arrest the parents. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, by the way, the podcast is called code switch just popped into my head. And so she comes up with this policy that's it's if the kids are out of school and then the most famous case is the mother whose daughter had sickle cell anemia and she would she would wake up in pain and stuff and she had to miss school and the she would call the mother would call the school and still try to work things out the school the school didn't give a fuck they just marked her out as absent and then when it came there was another so she's the state she at that time she was a state attorney general the city attorney general who the guy he was he was in a running against somebody else he used that woman as a political prop he had people arrest her on on camera to show that he was tough on these people got mm -hmm. her put in jail and all this kind of stuff when what should have happened was the school should have worked with this mother to get to get uh, resources to her daughter who was in pain that's yeah. what should have happened the point of this is, is that every policy that has been implemented that in some way was supposed to help black people, if it ends up in the wrong hands, it's going to be used as a weapon against black people. That happens 10 out of 10 times. Every policy that has been invented to help black people ends up being turned against black people. You can try to invent these policies with the most altruistic of motives. In Kamala Harris's case, it was in her mind, the policy was, I'm going to help these people. I'm not going to put these people in jail. What I'm going to do is I'm going to see to it that they have resources to aid them. I'm not going to put them in jail, although that's one of the things at the bottom. But that's the thing. Somebody asked her that. If you say that you're going to put people in jail, someone's going to put people in jail. So don't say you're going to put people in jail because that's what's going to happen. You know, same thing with the crime bill. The crime bill was supposed to be this altruistic thing that was supposed to reduce the rates of criminal activity in the black community as far as drugs and stuff like that that was rampant at the time and it was promptly used against the black community as a stick promptly and it devastated the community the point is it's the systems it's not these one or two policies it's a whole overarching system that wants to keep black people at the bottom if you say it like that people are like that's not true but i'm like well the evidence the evidence points to that yeah. There's no way that you can't. The evidence, all the evidence points to that. All that's the thing about policing. When people say, well, all police are bad. I'm like, maybe not. But the system of policing is because the system of policing is geared towards keeping black people on a certain level yeah. and incarcerating black people. That's what the system is geared towards. So you can't fix it. You have to completely redo the system. 
You can't just add one or two policies because the policy will be twisted into that. Apparently, no one explained this to OSHA. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's yes. like it's like to me. I, I think all the things you just said are are one hundred percent true, and like the way I that's the way I look at it too. And I always wonder, like, to me, it's just so weird when you got so like. There's probably some things you could say about. I think the Democratic Party has not really has been a part of that system, right? Like the Democratic Party hasn't been, and I'm a Democrat, but like we haven't been like revolutionary, uh, mm -hmm. sorry, in, in that regard. We haven't done a lot to change those systems that are stacked poorly against black people. Um, so I think there's like valid criticisms there, but I don't get how you stand in today's world as <laughs> Ice Cube and, okay. and don't see that like, Hey, you know, the other dude who's going to say yes to you, did you notice that like, you know, the way he's acting and like, I just like, it would be obvious. It's like, is it not obvious to you that when he's like, Oh, who's on my schedule as a black guy, get the Polaroid camera. Let me get a picture with this guy. Right. We're going to blast it out. We're going to make it seem like right. I'm like, he just, I don't get how you could think that he like, it's like, transactional. It's not right. disingenuous and shitty what he's doing every time right. he holds up a black celebrity. To well, I do have a, helping a, black people. Like okay, it's just, just a second, Andy. And by the I way, chat quote. room, when I start talking like that, please tell me if I'm rambling on or if I'm not making sense <laughs> to you. And I'm trying to make sense to you, but it, I'm I'm better writing it than I am saying it. Let me say it like that. <laughs> I'm far better writing it than I am saying it. You know, which would probably be the thing that would hold me back as a pundit. That, and I'd want to flip tables over. That would be another thing. I'm punching that motherfucker in the face, and then it's over. <laughs> I thought you made perfect sense there. I'm getting walked out with my arm behind my back. <laughs> no, motherfucker, kicking my legs. No, motherfuckers. <laughs> we'll be right back with. Uh... <laughs> so, Ice Cube. Um, I have a quote from Ice Cube from this article. <clears throat> Trump and Biden have been in power. One of them has just been in the top seat, but they both from the 1950s. One has sat and watched Barack Obama do little for us as black people. Oh, God. And I'm so nervous that he'll say, hey, man, you had a black president. He didn't do it. Why oh my should God. I? At the oh end of the day, God. my daddy said, no matter who the president is, you got to get your ass up and go to work in the morning. So that's just the reality. They all lie. So, so did he just put? Did he just somehow magically use the pull yourself by the bootstraps line? Yes. And <laughs> but also, but also, yeah, yeah, because they don't do anything for you. And he sat and watched Barack Obama do little for us as black people. Um, and so he'll step in and say, "Well, if Barack didn't do it, why should I?" And do you mean? Do you mean the 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 work that Barack Obama's Justice Department was doing with police reform that was stopped in its tracks? By Donald Trump and, and Jeff Sessions when Jeff said you talking about that? Oh God. Fuck. So, <laughs> this is why you can't be a punch. But um here, here's the here's the um okay before Randolph goes off. Okay. <laughs> Someone sued Uncle Randolph. Um here's the problem I have with people like Ice Cube. Now he's been he didn't start getting more vocal until um everybody on Twitter got on his feed and started saying that he's tired of start getting more vocal till about 42 minutes ago in this night. <laughs> it was 42 minutes ago that he started open up his fucking mouth. Yeah. He'll, he'll, go on, he'll go on any TV show and say, Oh no, I'm not picking the side. I'm not picking the side. No, I'm not I didn't side with Trump. And then he'll say shit like this <laughs> that clearly says that he sided with Trump. These are all stay with me now. Russian assets. <laughs> Talking points. <laughs> These are all Russians because he and I tell I tell this anybody who wants to listen or read it, whatever. 
he didn't say he jumped out there at, immediately after the DNC. Like the DNC ended at eleven thirty, at twelve thirty he went live on Twitter. Right when the RNC ended, he had nothing to say. He quiets the church mouse. Then it started going with this 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 contract with black people thing. He kept going with it, kept going with it, and then eventually it, he got ousted not by the media but by a spokesperson. <laughs> for the Trump, the Trump campaign. campaign. Yeah, leaked that he was part of it. And then he was like, yeah, I, I didn't endorse anybody. I didn't endorse anybody. However, comma, Biden has been in office for 47 years. I'm not picking those sides, but you know, Biden sucks. You know, so yeah. it's like, come on, dude. Come on, yeah. man. Yeah. And and if, if you're, it makes me mad because it's because because when I say something, when I say something or me, Randolph, Andy, anybody say something, Brian, say something, then is you trying to you trying to cancel um, O'Shea. I'm not canceling anybody. I just know a person who ain't for me. <laughs> right. I can right. I can read it. Right. I, and you, when know, you, you know what? If you're talking this ignorant type of shit, I will cancel your ass. I don't need you. Yeah. I don't need I just, you. I just want to point out. I just want to point out that none of us are famous enough to cancel Ice Cube. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like That's we true. can't do it, even if we wanted to. It's yeah. That's true. It's That's gonna true. be. It's gonna be for him. It's gonna be an act of self destruction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see what you did there, Andy. I'm thinking of what you did. <laughs> he didn't I have a seat. At, I said this on Dom's podcast. He didn't have a seat at that table either. They had a big table <laughs> in that video. He was not in it, and he they didn't put him on the West Coast rap all stars. We're all in the nope. same gang either. Nope, nope. So he wasn't resentment. on the West Coast. You know, he was too busy walking around talking about how to survive. Then he, no. then he, then he broke up. A, I said AWA, NWA. <laughs> well, he well, left he NWA because. Because Jerry Heller was playing him and he didn't like getting played. That's what's so weird about this. He's a guy who doesn't like people fucking with him. He left his cash cow NWA for that reason. And now here's a tweet. Here's a quote from the article. (laughs) Katrina Pearson, who is the uh, that's the senior advisor for Trump, who tweeted, hey, Ice Cube is on our team. We've worked with him and they've made up shit about people before. So. That would be Cube's chance to step in and say, this bitch is lying, right? This yeah. cave bitch, uh, one of his songs. Um, here's what Trump said uh, about the Katrina Pearson tweet. I, it's not, not Trump, Ice Cube. He said, O'Shea. Uh, O'Shea. He said, I never met her. I don't know her. Didn't meet with her or work with her or had nothing to do with her. So I don't care what she tweeted. To me, that's politics. She's part of the Trump campaign, the Biden campaign. They would tweet it out too. Both no, of them did this. Wouldn't. I'm sorry. That's both the of them thing. did the same thing. They didn't even talk to you. They didn't even talk to you. They didn't yeah. even. You. They didn't even let anybody know they talked to you. See, well, hold on. The thing with, <laughs> oh, there's more for Ocean. Both Ocean? of them would do the same thing. Both sides. So I'm not looking at that as oh shit. They're using me. Nobody's Jeez. using me. God, he's fucking stupid. Good <laughs> Lord, he's stupid. Nobody's using me. Boy, <laughs> they, they're using you like a, oh, God. And here's, here's the thing. I, I, I mean, cut you off, Randolph. Like, they don't even need to do the contract anymore because they got what they wanted. They got to say that they're working with Ice Cube. That's all they needed. <laughs> and he they didn't just want, they that. want that picture. They just want, they just want that association. They yeah. just want, like, the thin veneer of, like, there's some black people that fuck with us. Yeah, By right. the way... We keep talking about Ice Cube's contract. Like there's a there's a gentleman on um, Facebook that I'm this close to asking him to come on the podcast, mm-hmm. but I'm afraid that I'm gonna I'm gonna go left. 
<laughs> so I'm afraid that I oh, got the muse, Mike. He want to go. He wants to come. He wants to come on too. We've talked about it before. He's the I'm just asking questions, brother, and the emojis. And you, Mike, and Mike and Andy, you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh man. Um. Not not no no. That, just- that thing of it's it's both sides, and that's not true. Yeah. That, that's not true. That means you're not paying attention. That's the first thing. The second thing is. So we're supposed to go with Ice Cube's contract for America, right? For, for black, black America. America, for Black America, you know the Congressional Black Caucus has one of these. Yeah, a comprehensive thing of this is what Black people need. Comprehensive, okay. The Congressional Black Caucus has that. It's up on their website right now. Joe Biden has had this up for quite a long time now. Since uh, May, by the way, I got a tweet. So Since why May. am I? Why are we fucking with Ice Cube's contract? Why? Why? Well, I have, he, he these said are, I have schol- scholars, scholar after scholar who have actually put thought into this, but I'm fucking with Ice Cube. Who's fucking with ADOS people, by the way? Why, why am I fucking with that? Ice Cube's thing was I want 20, one of his, one of the things, 20% of the voices on television need to be, need to be black. They, president can't do nothing about that, man. What are you talking about? That's How, not well, a presidential it's, thing. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> I think you can do it for broadcast television because the FCC regulates it. I mean, so. maybe. Here, here's what it is. I, I have don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> I have the uh, the contract with Black America here. It's on Ice Cube's website. Um, broadcast networks. It's only one sentence. This particular part of it. Broadcast Jeez. networks will be required to air Black produced content equal to twenty percent of the total content on the network as measured by time. Now it could all be. It could all be the Byron Allen show from uh, one a.m. to six a.m. Did he? <laughs> did, he did he? Did he stipulate that it has to be ride along? <laughs> it has to be on a loop. <laughs> It has to be, be ride along and ride along. It has to be ice cube movies, ride along. Every iPod will have my whole catalog preloaded. Fist fight. <laughs> um, but ice cubes think this. Is, I mean, there are things that obviously make sense. Bring down Confederate statues, rename streets that are, you know, there are a lot of them are just basic platitudes. And I don't know if there's really much of a here's how we're going to accomplish it angle. It's just this is what is in the contract. It's like, you know, reform lending so black people get the same interest rates okay like yeah obviously so i don't know that he's his contract is all that radical it's here's, just ice cubes contract like why would we go with ice cubes here's the thing though this is here's, here's we gotta be we gotta be careful even though I, um o'Shea is black this is how trump started it started off with this you know this nonsensical idea of you know it'll never work for ice cube you can stop right there <laughs> okay i'll be quiet it'll never work. <laughs> no black person could do what the fuck trump could do and and get anywhere it'll it'll never it'll never work this is the this is the most that someone like like a, a the trump version of of a black person could do is what O'Shea is doing right now. This is the furthest you're going to go with it. You could probably parlay this into a uh into a radio job yeah <laughs> Is he, is he gonna have a podcast? Is that what's gonna happen? Yeah. The Lynch Mob Hour. <laughs> what is that? Whatever. Yeah, I, 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 I just, I just, I'm Andy's just on fire. <laughs> <laughs> you should listen to the Mind of Dom from Thursday. We did like two hours on this. It was all puns on Ice Cube, <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't run out. Yeah, but um, he could do a. I mean, Ice Cube. It, like this is if you're saying he's going to angle for something, I don't know that he would angle for running for office like Trump, but he could definitely angle at this point for some kind of, even just an internet show, a YouTube stream, something where he now comes on uh, Twitter live or whatever once a week and espouses his thoughts on what's going on with all these lion 
you know, sleepy Joe Biden or whatever he's going to call him. Yeah, because I mean, even um, what was I about to say? But he doesn't even know what's in his. Own, uh, just, just to remember what I was going to say. Even he doesn't even know the um <laughs> what's in his own contract because people keep pointing to it because he was on CNN. He was on CNN with Cuomo, and Cuomo basically had to carry the um the interview. He carried the interview, let him know what was in his contract, whatever. Right. All right. See you, see you, kids. And then so. Was that, and, your, and, was that your child that said, "Daddy"? Yeah, that was my. That was my. Okay, because I looked, I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was getting, I was getting ready to get up and go. Oh shit, something going on. <laughs> yeah. But um, but like he was on CNN with, on the Como show um, late last night, and then and then I guess Don Lennon had said something about Ice Cube or Don O'Shea. Lennon, Don Lennon ain't gonna bring him on. Don't yeah, and, and, shit. and then he was I like, "Oh, oh he was like, that's what sucker shit you did. You need to bring me on on your show at eleven o'clock." Like he's angling for. We need to be. That's what I meant by we gotta be careful because he's 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 getting a lot of airtime. And we need, yeah. to, we need to snuff this fire out right now. <laughs> yeah. going I'm, to on the, I'm on the CBC's website right now. They have a section called Issues. Mm-hmm. So this is the shit that they're they're talking about. And I'm just going to do the, the 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 names. Not I'm not going deep into it. Uh, budget appropriations and taxes, civil and voting rights, criminal justice reform, diversity, economic development and wealth creation. That's the big one. Uh, education and labor. Another big one. Energy, environment, and agriculture. Another big one. Foreign affairs and national security. Did O'Shea have anything to say about foreign affairs and national security and how they'll impact the black community? No. Um, okay. I'm looking. Let's just let's I move on. Yeah. He's got he's got some he's got something dealing with Hollywood though. He like Hollywood needs to no. Let's okay. move on. Okay. Health care. Did O'Shea say anything about health care? No. Got to okay. stop these fires in California. No more let's burning see. Hollywood. No more let's, let's let's move on. The healthcare that the president who he says didn't do anything put together a whole thing that it directly impacted the black. Uh, you know what? We'll just move on. Uh, <laughs> immigration reform, judicial nominations. Did O'Shea have anything to say about what's going on in Supreme Court? Right? There's no? a okay. heading called judicial reform. It's one sentence. Shall I read oh, it's it? It's one whole sentence. Okay. What's oh, so, you know, Joe Biden, uh, Joe Biden said he was going to put a um, an African American woman on the Supreme Court, but he still don't want to fuck with you. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they did Biden. You know, Obama did nothing because he he put Latinos on the Supreme Court, but no black people. I think he said go. that. Yeah. Because um, you know, on O'Shea's plan, he said we need to get rid of the term um black and brown or well, minority, and it needs to just be black. Yeah. Well, I saw people were saying that early on that that the platinum plan that Trump put out was a lot of like people of color and minorities, and it was sort of skirted saying black people specifically. Well, the Congressional Black Caucus has a section called hashtag BLM. Oh, okay. <laughs> and underneath that, it says police accountability working groups and working groups. So they actually want to work with the police as far as like poverty reduction and safety net programs, technology and infrastructure development. These are all things that I don't think O'Shea is talking about. Oh, he's got some things. Um, police reform, prison reform, data and credit, finance, finance oversight, federal reserve, federal funding, lending reform. What do he plagiarize that from? I don't think he came. I love. Uh, I love listening to Andy be like Ice Cube's unenthusiastic defense lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, uh, if you look here, he does have this one stupid sentence that I could read aloud if you want me to. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start everything with technically. <laughs> like, he technically has judicial reforms. Yeah. Underneath, underneath engagement, uh, the CBC has a has a section called "Stay Woke." <laughs> oh. 
Well, you know, uh, Ice Cube's around. the logo for Ice Cube's contract is the black fist, and there's a pen in the hand of the fist. Oh, okay. So, because we be writing. <laughs> but, uh, I have a I have a tweet from um Simone Sanders. Okay. Uh, okay. So the original tweet was from Ice Cube, um, May twenty fourth, two thousand twenty, where he said, and I quote, <clears throat> "Hold a black vote." V- hold the black vote hostage until one of them comes with a black agenda that we're satisfied with. It's not our job to fix the country's mess until we fix our mess. Dot, dot, dot. What? Hashtag fuck you pay me. Um, so then Simone Sanders, Simone D Sanders, you might've known who she is. She's uh-huh. the, um, the spokesperson for the Biden campaign says cube an exclamation point. Here is the agenda we put this out in the beginning of May. Happy to hear your thoughts. JoeBiden.com backslash Black America backslash. I'm pretty sure it's a literary voice plan. That was back in May, which means okay. which means he was known about a, that Joe Biden had a black agenda <laughs> since May. And he consistently goes on these on these on these telegram on these media tour or whatever, and it makes it seem like nobody had a plan. Nobody has a plan. And now his new thing is the plan doesn't go far enough. But then on Roland Martin, and here's the other thing that annoys me too. I'll say this and I'll be done. <laughs> he went on Roland Martin where it's going to be, fr- it's like basically friendly ground. It's a black TV show. He has 30 minutes to say whatever he needs to say. to just- and, and got rolled up. And got rolled up like a to- like a burrito. <laughs> By a guy in an ascot. Like, that's the worst. He didn't have his ascot, ascot on. He had, you know what he had on? He had on like a, like a shirt. That, uh, it says something on it. Something, you know. Just he's got like a t-shirt shirt. on. He he came yeah. he he came to get down. <laughs> and, and, and still has so, a custom ink logo on the back. Like it's a, yeah. some cheap ass. And, and I didn't I didn't look at any of the plans. I, I looked at the Joe Biden plan because I always I always um, point to that. So you have you have a contract that he didn't read. You have the platinum plan that's on one sheet, right? And then you have then you have once you print out the actual lift every voice plan, it's like twenty two pages. And you what you're telling me is that neither plan goes far enough. Yet the plan that you want to work with the most is the one cheater that didn't incorporate anything <laughs> from your contract with the black fist and the pen. This is this is this is this is your good negotiating skills. This is where we're at with it. This this is what we told someone told you to talk on our behalf. Uh, he does say in his interview, <laughs> technically, <laughs> both Democrat and Republican plans are light. There's language in both plans that needs to be made better for black Americans. That being said. Trump's plan was pretty thin and they boosted it up in several areas after he met with them because the problem with all these plans, they say minority people of color, diversity and urban and all these words that don't necessarily mean money going into the hands of black families. They mean money going in a big old pot and we still got to get our scraps from the bottom of that pot. Um, Now that's what he said about Trump's plan. I don't know that he had a criticism of Biden's plan. His criticism was it doesn't go far enough. And um, I know in the Biden plan, fuck out of here. I know I, I, I me, we all know somebody up here, and I think Brian might know her too. We, I know somebody. We know somebody that uh, in my in my Shannon Sharp voice. I know a, I know a lady who assisted in the environmental part of the Live Every Voice plan. Okay. <laughs> all right. So I mean, and I don't think there's anything not only in the Trump plan or in that contract that has anything to do with environmental justice. <laughs> in said plan in urban I gotta, her, I gotta get her on man I gotta, I gotta get her on you yeah yeah really think about this shit. you know you need, you, need, you, need, you need to get her on because yeah I, I know yeah. a person who helped write those plans and she'd be doing some some touring with some some politics I know a lady 
Yeah. Be- <laughs> who had a who had a part who had a part in this? Yeah, you know what I mean. It's uh... yeah, and, and so so I mean, he said he worked with Adios. Can you can you name somebody in that Adios crew that not only doesn't want black people to vote, but those anything like like Boyce what like like Doctor Boyce Watkins or yeah. Doctor <laughs> Umar Johnson? I didn't call him Khan this kind, Andy. Doctor <laughs> Umar Johnson or. I, I... Yeah, I just I just know a person, you know. I I we know people who who actually contribute to this to this thing that we, that's going to help black the black community. Brian, you're I, so quiet. We brought you on to talk. You ain't got anything to say? No, yeah, no. I'm listening. I'm I'm. Uh... Yeah. I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. Hey, look. That's I'm just gonna sit. I'm just gonna sit over here with my cocoa butter and. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I, I think I think you guys are hitting. I mean, I feel the same way about it. I feel like it's it's too bad that. Um, in some ways, it's like I would I wish that like the moments when black celebrities were, uh, you know, most noticed by the media for getting like politically involved were not these moments. But yeah. it feels like these moments get blown up. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, at, at least the NBA, that was a pretty like I felt like a followed moment of of political activism where like celebrity voices were like, you know, uh, helping but but it, it does feel like the moments that get most, you know, especially in the Trump administration, it's like Kanye visiting the Oval Office. It's like Ice Cube doing this. It's like it's a lot of real stupid shit that is just really unfortunate that like, um, you know, because I, I actually don't mind if cele- some people think celebrities should just stay out of shit. I don't mind if they're lending their voice to something with, that makes some sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's like right. helping with, with actually helping it and not about sort of getting their name to the top of the news, which it feels like this shit is, you know? Yeah. I, 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 I was, I'm sorry. Andy. No, go ahead. No, I just, I, I think it needs to be used sparingly. First, I yeah. blame Dave Chappelle when he asked the infamous question, where is Ja Rule? And ever since then, we've been, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the second thing is like, even with the, with the NBA, and you know the Black Lives Matter on the court. Tyrell rule can't even get a contract with a record company. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, and the WNBA, they at least they was able to use their voices to leverage that yeah. to open up stadiums. Yeah. Where they, play, where they play at to, to in turn the voting places since they're not using them anyhow. Yeah. But, here's, but, a, here's the big thing that I that I think is that because Malcolm X said the exact same thing. That clip has been making the rounds now when this kind of, I don't want to say when this began, but as more celebrities started coming out, somebody reposted a clip of Malcolm X talking on a talk show saying that if you look at, if you look at the people that the civil rights movements have aligned themselves with, it's, it's, he, and he mentioned it's Lena Horne, it's Harry Belafonte. He was saying for him, it was the celebrities of that time. It's like, the the movement the power the people in power don't take black people seriously unless yeah. they are celebrity and the celebrities don't know shit now now you know, brother Malcolm didn't say celebrities don't know shit but he said his celebrities point was don't that know the shit. white the white leaders are not just people who are right. famous right it, you yeah. have to be famous and and he's famous from folks don't know shit they're not talking to serious minded people so on, on that I think I've I've been talking about I've been toying going back and forth with it in my mind about celebrity the the difference between i think celebrity today and not and not and by the way not all i'm talking specifically about the ice cubes of the world o'shea is that um <laughs> celebrities then like let's say you had lena horn on the stage right well right next to her would be james baldwin you know and right. if you had hair belafonte on the stage right next to him is bayard rustin you know 
And they're all at the feet of Martin Luther King, who himself was a celebrity and a statesman and a tactician. And, you know, so while these celebrities were there, they were, they were surrounded by intellectuals. By the way, Harry Belafonte is not that far away from being an intellectual himself. You know what I mean? As far as, but now it's like, well, who the fuck, who the fuck, we've already talked about it. Who the fuck did Ice Cube talk to? No one. He had no, no smart people around him talking. Who talks to Killer Mike? No one. Killer Mike thinks he's doing the, I don't need nobody. I can do this shit myself. Who's advising Diddy? No one. That's my problem is like you have access to too many smart people. Chris Rock, when Chris Rock was on there talking about talking about politics, I'm like, come on, man, you have access to smart people. When he says, uh, well, the Democrats didn't do anything to stop them. It's like you don't understand how government works. And that's fine. A large portion of the country don't understand how, gov how government works, the machinations of government. But you have access to smart people. Go yeah. get educated before you open your mouth. At the minimum, you should say to yourself, this doesn't seem right. Can someone explain to me what I'm missing? Because it don't seem right to me. But you don't do that. You just run off at the mouth and run off at the mouth. And you have millions of people who follow you, which makes you dangerous. Whoever, whoever the you may be, that makes you a dangerous individual. And and also, if I could just chime in here, I don't want to, you know, I, I, I thank you again. Uh, Y'all let me know if I'm if I'm fucking that up or not. <laughs> and, and, and I would like to shout out Keisha. Thank you, Keisha. I have earned another woke badge. Um, yes, it <laughs> <laughs> also I want to say that um, that is also a tablespoon of misogyny in this, too, as well. Absolutely. <laughs> and it may be it's more than a tablespoon. <laughs> yeah. and, and I say that because it, 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 it's easy to pick on the Democrats. And why is it easy to pick on the Democrats? The head Democrat is Nancy Pelosi. And we and they give her all the grief. Oh, well, the Democrats should have did this. Well, the Democrats should have rolled in um, Trump. And then when I mention, when I silently mention, hey, but, you know, Mitch McConnell has like 400 bills that Nancy Pelosi just passed. Uh, months ago, the Heroes Act would have been took care of the second stimulus check we were looking for. All you had to do was vote on it, right? <laughs> and they were like, "Well, you know, well, shoot, I mean, that's cool and all, but the Democrats should have just did it again." Excuse me, what? <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, it, that's we, what I mean. I'm like, you don't understand how the machinations of government. And again, yeah. it's fine. A lot of people, well, it's not fine, but it's fine. But it's not fine. But it's fine. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of people don't understand that. But you have access to people who can explain it to you. Yeah. How hard would it be for O'Shea to get a smart person on the phone? It's not hard. Need, <laughs> you know, leverage your celebrity for that. Use your celebrity for that. Particularly Chris Rock. I'm like, Chris Rock, you're friends with Nelson George. He's a smart guy. Don't did you not talk to him at all <laughs> about any of this? There might be some ego too. I mean, back in the early nineties, people were fond of saying, even Chuck D was saying the rap music is the black CNN. You know, and so people were looking toward conscious rappers to, you know, do say the smart things and do the smart things. And yeah, some of them may have actually been studious and some may have not, but you start believing that hype and you start feeling like, oh, I'm a thought leader. You know, right. I'm Ice Cube, the thought leader. And people have looked to me for guidance on things and to illuminate things within my community. So you start feeling yourself a little bit. Man, you know? please, the most you can tell me about is what makes a good day. That's the most you can tell me. Yeah. <laughs> what what makes a good day? Can you tell me what makes a good day? Can you tell me that? You know what? He, you know what? He might also be able to help me write a screenplay. He's Possibly. done that. 
<laughs> he's done that. He might also be able to help me write a screenplay. I don't know exactly what he put into writing the screenplay, but I know he's his name is on like three or four good good ass screenplays. So, <laughs> um, Diddy wants to start a political party. Diddy needs to sit the fuck down somewhere. It's, it's going to be called Our Black Party. Are you down with OBP? <laughs> Exciting, isn't it? A special kind of business. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's been my time. I'm going to go ahead and uh, move you on out of here. <laughs> I mean, it's right there. The slogan is right there. Are you down with OBP? <laughs> OBP, exciting as in it, a special kind of business. <laughs> so, so, so he did so, a thirty-minute video with Charlemagne talking about it. Okay, look, okay, here we go. He's another right. one. He's another one that's getting that's getting paid in Russian money <laughs> to poison <laughs> the black community. That whole Breakfast Club, because okay, look, I got into an argument about this O'Shea stuff, right? I showed the Roland Martin, the, my uh, the Roland Martin interview, right? I put the clip in there. Nobody watched it. My my other friend who, you know, who I'm starting to really consider if he's my friend, uh, posted the Breakfast Club link and was like, oh, this is what he said in his own voice. And more people listen to the Breakfast Club link than Roland Martin. Right. And I'm, I'm just trying to figure out, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out why would you, I, I get it, but these people, can, you can't trust, all of them are Russian assets. You can't trust, <laughs> you can't trust the Breakfast Club. They they don't have. First of all, they don't have. I'm not gonna say they don't have. They don't have the the information. Cause they do have the information. Cause we all got the same internet. They just don't use it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they don't. They don't really press. They don't really press the guests or push back or or troubleshoot any of the answers. They just let them go and fly off for for sound bites. And and at the end of the day, O'Shea doesn't even know what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> and you that's the biggest. That's the biggest thing is you don't yeah. show them. So so you go on Roland Martin and you got um what's her name Alicia Garza, yeah yeah she's going in and like tearing him all the pieces. And I mean the light shade of it all. She was like, well you know Cube, if I had your platform, I would <laughs> she did be. say that. <laughs> I, I would. You know if I had the platform that you had, you know, yeah, I would. <laughs> and he kept trying to cut her off. He was like, well she was like, yeah that's fine. I would love to talk to you to use your platform. <laughs> my message out and, and but but you go on breakfast club and they're like oh well you said he didn't he didn't he didn't endorse but it's not about and I, and I and i and i say this and i'll stop talking it's not about what people say anymore you can't listen to what people say you gotta look at what they do you gotta scratch underneath all of that you gotta scratch in you gotta do the scratching mm -hmm. and <laughs> he didn't get an attitude until his name was attached to trump at first it was all good it was all good it was all good just a, a week ago i think right. that <laughs> and then his name got attached to Trump and then he's like well first of all it's misleading because my name isn't attached to Trump but all you do is attack Democrats all you do is attack Joe Biden and whenever somebody says something about Trump you're like well well you know they both lie that's that same shit Trump does when, when they was talking about uh, Russia and they were like well you know Americans kill people too what no that's not what we talk no what is what happening right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what's interesting though and this maybe this is the grand scheme Okay, About two months ago, uh, mm -hmm. I unfollowed. I unfollowed Ice Cube. Uh, he only has five point wow. six million followers now on Twitter. <laughs> I unfollowed Ice Cube because he started saying some like anti-Semitic black Israelite shit. Right, and that was the that's why Ice Cube was trending like over the summer because he was like posting this kind of weird anti-Semitic conspiracy shit. And you know what? He has erased that from his record. So maybe this was just an effort for him. <laughs> this is him actually. 
uh, rebuilding his brand because back in the day he would say some of that shit that five percent or not five percent. Always been as well. Monty Jones pointed that out. He was like, "Oh, people don't remember. Go back and listen to that second album." <laughs> he was like, "He's the same dude. He's the same dude he was. He was then." You well, know? here's his uh, tweet from an hour ago. Oh God, um, family. I'm about to make walk sure. Away. Make sure some of these educated fools. Oh. <clears throat> who are always telling you what to do oh. are really black and not, <laughs> not Greeks in disguise. Oh God. Greeks I don't know that. I don't part. even know that reference. I don't, I don't know, even know, that know what that means. <laughs> I know what the Greeks part is. Greek. It's, like, it's like that. I wrote a Facebook. Greek? I, I wrote a Facebook status and I, and, and I was, and I, and it was a serious question because somebody said, I guess all you wokey woke folks up here, y'all that counts at Ice Cube. And I'm like, when did reading and researching become an issue? Why are you, why is that, why is that supposed to offend me that I actually read the article and <laughs> I did some research? What is, why is that, why does that, you know, you know who else read articles? Who? Greeks. <laughs> why why is i'm honestly just still trying to figure out what the is that a joke there like what, like, what is that reference like is i this, don't know anti-greek i have shit? never this heard anti-greek shit i'm out i've never heard ice cube tell a joke so i'm gonna i like I'm gyros too much that, too. no and it's not it has nothing to do with joking <laughs> he's right. dead ass serious about something involving the he, greeks i don't know Edu- make sure these educated fools who are always telling you what to do are really black and not That'd Greeks me, in disguise. Now he's talking about me, family. <laughs> That's me he's talking about. Also, three hours ago, he tweeted a lot of energy being spent on telling me to stay in my lane. Zero energy spent on telling Biden Harris they need to do way more for black people to shore up the vote. Actually, go back, go back and, go back and a, read that. That's go a back false and read binary that right there. Uh, a lot of energy being spent on telling me <laughs> no, to stay not, in my not lane. That one. That one's simple. Go, the, oh, the, one? the Greek one? Yeah. Okay. This is from an hour ago. Family, make sure some of these educated fools who are always telling you what to do are really black and not Greeks in disguise. Okay. The first part of that is he's now upset because what he would, well, I'll just go ahead and say it. People that are smarter than him are like, what the fuck are you doing? So now he's mad at people who are smarter than. So now he's back in high school. (laughs) Okay. So that's, that's what that is. Is he trying to like call like nerd Socrates? Is he like, Oh, you nerds. What are you like? I don't understand what this is. Maybe (laughs) that second part about Greeks. I don't, maybe he's like, this maybe he's like, I used to sit in the chat room. Maybe it's something about, I don't, I don't know. Hey, check out my new single. (laughs) Fuck Plato. I don't know. Something about Socrates. I don't know. Fuck the Socrates. I guess that could be like shorthand for like an overly pedantic. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I know he he's not, say, he's know not that. saying it that eloquently, but yeah, he maybe like that. maybe I that's what he's go, what he's going for though is like, oh, what do you like? You are you are you Plato? Are you suck? Like I, I that's the yeah, only I, thing. Or I he's think. or there's some. I thought it was like fraternity, some kind of oh, like secret society. Maybe 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 yeah. secret maybe. society type shit. Maybe um, Trojan that, horse. That, well, that would be oh, that would be his in way the chat of saying, said Trojan horse. That'd be his way of saying college boy. Could be. Does he even know what the Trojan horse is, though? <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, he lives near USC. His Trojans. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this tweet right now, and um, he's getting rolled over. And every, <laughs> every time I see this, tw- every time he tweets something, they always keep going back to this Ice Cube Steve Bannon story. Someone keeps posting it. It's amazing. I love. Oh, it. he said on Twitter that he never, he's never met Steve Bannon. It has nothing to do with Steve Bannon. Of course. Well, that's that's how Russians do. They don't. You don't meet the top guy. 
<laughs> you meet one of his stories. What Jesus do you think, Christ, Mike, man? Mike, since you're, you're the you're the head of this conspiracy theory, what do you think that the Russians have on Ice Cube right now? Uh, money. I'm pretty yeah. sure the big three. I'm pretty sure the big three, <laughs> thanks to this Steve Bannon. Ooh, you know what? Yeah. Oh, they the funded it, right? Yeah. Right okay. Yeah, they don't have. Yeah. Yeah. So it's you, not that it's not that crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that crazy. He may not even, but that's the thing is like uh, somebody was saying that the sometimes Russian assets, they don't even know their assets. Yeah. They don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're doing it, for, and if you, if you're doing it for free, they're like, great. <laughs> we ain't got to, we ain't got to boot up the computer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but it could be, it could be money to, for, to fund that league. That league ain't making no money. Yeah, because it was, it was it was going bankrupt the first season, and then they got some new some new investors, Steve Bannon, and boom, yeah. here we are. And now they're suing for it, but then at the same time, boom, Steve Bannon, Donald Trump, they in cahoots, Russian asset. I mean, uh, last night Ice Cube tweeted, "Thank you, Chris Cuomo. You're a man of your word." Don Lemon, that was some punk ass shit you just did. <laughs> if you have any balls, I need to be on your show Monday night at 10 p.m. I'll be ready. <laughs> Man, look. First of all, he need to go study for his own damn test. That man. No, you need to go. You need to go read some shit, boy. He need, that I've never. I, I look. Listen. I don't know who told him to wear that damn. First, why he don't have a ring light? Let's talk about that one. He ain't got no goddamn ring light. Every interview doesn't he, have a ring light. No, know, it's just dark in there. Two. Oh, the new the new video is a little lighter. I'm looking at it. It's yeah. probably a lamp. Two. He got on. He he wears that dumbass Scully. Why does he keep wearing that Scully in every video to intimidate? I don't know. I just want this to end. We need to snuff this fire out immediately before it gets before it gets any any more traction. We need, you, to, need to derail this train right now. Do you it's, think that the Russians sent him a ring light? Is that part of it? He's he's indebted to the Russians. <laughs> yeah, he's indebted, maybe. Look at that glow on me now. <laughs> he needs a ring light, a, a, a wash machine to wash that hat, and and a beard comb with some beard oil from Rod, and we're going to be in there. He <laughs> might be better, but. Well, you know, he also might be doing, I mean, he is a rapper, so he might just be doing the old, you know, the best promotion is rap beef, right? So he's like, Don Lemon, you punk bitch. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Put me on at 10. Yeah. All those, oh, what are you, Greek? You know, like. Why would, Don, why would Don Lemon now bring you on now that you've challenged him? Because Cuomo bought him on after he, after he canceled him, which he should have. He should have canceled him. He canceled him because they had the Trump town hall to talk about that night that's the, he just rescheduled him the next day that's all that really happened but what ice cube said o'shea said they were scared of the truth yeah they're scared of the truth well that's how greeks do greeks are scary man they're a scary group of people <laughs> the greeks they, isn't these, greece credited with starting democracy these high intelligent greeks are they're scary people man I, i've never seen somebody in an interview talk about their plan and then when somebody bring up a point in their plan they got to stop and look at the computer screen as they school <laughs> they playing the answer that was fun <laughs> that roller martin clip that is exactly what he did brian because i know you didn't watch the thing that's exactly what he did he was like this they were like yeah but but he didn't use anything in your plan he was like this <laughs> that is exactly uh, what, hold that on is a second exactly what he did uh what uh, <laughs> no that's not well you know yeah but Biden didn't he didn't take my interview <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it was fucking it's hold like on, I've been trying on. to tell these politicians for years uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly what he did that's hey, I'm, what, I'm pulling that clip up in a, a second is he looking at a computer screen <laughs> like, he sure the fuck is <laughs> you hear the you hear the windows login sound <laughs> <laughs> he, always, he always he always try to look like 
even like, like he couldn't hear. He just started looking off. <laughs> Cube, you hear me? Hello, Cube, you sit there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Uh, hold on. All right, let me show you guys. This is, I think it's like a minute long clip. Oh, and, and, is, and, and that clip, that's the best part of the interview. That's that's the high point for him <laughs> is that shit. He's looking off at the computer. <laughs> so this is Roland Martin, part of a 37 minute oh, long Oh, that's clip. what he was wearing. Vote like your life depended on it. That's what he was wearing. Uh, you know, you got. Look, look, look. You know, if I'm looking at it. Um, if I'm looking at it, VC money um, to black investment um, <laughs> companies up to forty billion dollars. Um, oh no! All the ums. Oh, this is worse than I thought. Yeah, man. You looking at the iPad now? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, a lot of people have been talking about this. Five hundred billion. Roland Martin get let him let him sit there for like five yeah, seconds. Yeah, he he like, he he, you know what he was doing. That's <laughs> not going to black it. people. He rubbed his in nose fact, in fact, <laughs> that's just actually the infrastructure yeah. funding program. That that's 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 not actually five hundred billion going to black people. No, it's not. Um, and then and then when they say well, how, how many billion how many billion is the other one given to black people? Boy, no, no, stop. No, no, no. That's not. No, I'm saying <laughs> I like there's a point though. Watch Ice Cube's face. You'll see that he closes out his screen because it gets darker. You'll see he just gives up when Roland Martin's talking to him. You'll see he just like he just had like a sad trombone and he just closes out his screen. Watch. In fact, that's just actually the infrastructure funding program. That that's 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 not actually five hundred billion going to black people. Um, and oh. then and then when they say well, how, how many billion how many billion is the other one given to black people? No 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 no. That's not. No, I'm saying that in yours all right so no one see but that's see but that right there that right there was the key that answer right there was the key to everything i just told you that none of that money is going to black people and your answer to that was well how much is the other person given well the other person didn't promise you anything it reminds me it reminds me of uh in the movie Ray, when Ray was talking to his manager, Ahmet, and Ahmet goes to his hotel. I just watched this last week. Ahmet goes to his hotel room and he's trying to get him to sign him to that contract in Atlantic. And he tells him, you know, I'll, I'll pay you seven cents on the dollar for every album you sell. And he says, he got like, well, this, they promised me 15 cents on the dollar. I said, yeah, I could promise you that too. <laughs> and you're not going to get it. I'm going to, I'm going to promise you seven cents and I'm going to pay you seven cents. You're going to get what I pay you. That's that same shit. Yeah. And this guy, and this guy is supposed to be the smart one. That clip (laughs) is like, remember in school when the teacher would ask you to read out loud, (laughs) Uh, be all nervous. (laughs) Like, uh, 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 it was the best times. Uh, only, only the motherfuckers who had problems reading. That was, or you weren't even on the right page. (laughs) You're like daydreaming (laughs) to find the paragraph. Yeah. Remember you would try to, you would try to help your friend. You would try to help your friend, but if you didn't like the motherfucker, you just let them hang out there by themselves. To answer, to answer O'Shea's question, what as a road on to O'Shea, it's a couple of trillion dollars that, um, was being promised to the, uh, black community and the, uh, the very voice from the other ones. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The other ones. Yeah. But they, but all of them lie. He never, he never. Oh, that's right. Thank you, Andy. You know, like lying devils. I don't know why he didn't just say double too. He should have just said it. The lying devils. Devils. (laughs) 
Cube never made it past the cover the cover page of the Left Every Voice plan. He did like, oh, that looks good. It's too many pages. <laughs> I'm done. No, he was like, he was like, what, what's this every voice shit? Lift my voice. Mice cube. What about my voice? Uh, so now people people that are of uh, people who have a semblance of, of intelligence, which means pretty much everyone listening to us right now, everyone in the chat room are like, come on, man, what the fuck are you doing? And now he's mad talking about don't let these smarty art motherfuckers tell you the real shit. I know what the fuck is happening. That's all it yeah. is. I can count two, one, two, four, five. I can count. So what? Counting these rocks. You know, I'm like, come on, man. Come on. Technically, we're all Greeks on this podcast. The way we I mean, I guess that's what it is, man. In disguise. We're, Greeks we're Greeks in disguise. We're all from Athens. <laughs> we are all from Athens. We're all Athenians. <laughs> we are all Athenians. Oh, I'm going to I'm gonna have to follow Ice Cube again. I want to see these tweets now. Just so you can see the, the tweets? I want to know what the Greek thing is. Explain Andy, yourself, Cube. You unfollowed him for you know because he was anti-Semitic. You're gonna just let him back in because now he's calling you a Greek in disguise. <laughs> I just I just don't know what it means. I don't even understand the reference. You know what? Some way, send him a DM. Some way, somehow, the shit's anti-Semitic. I'm willing to bet you. Some way, somehow, the shit is the shit is anti-Semitic. Or he's just trying to say like they're gay. Yeah. You know, he's like that old stereotype. That or uh, next, I don't know. It's like it's like somebody wanting to uh, declaring war on Belgium. I can't stand those motherfuckers from Belgium. What? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking waffles. <laughs> yeah, I don't like, get well, it. Achilles. Yeah, I mean, Brian called Andy and Uncle. <laughs> I'm an uncle Achilles. <laughs> uncle Achilles. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> I mean, maybe I don't I don't understand it. I don't I'm not trying to get in the mind of this motherfucker trying to figure out what the fuck he's saying. Yeah, that's true. We shouldn't be we shouldn't be wasting so much time going down this Greek rabbit hole, guys. There you go. <laughs> that rabbit hole of Greekdom. That's, that's what the Russians want us to do. It's a yeah. ploy to, to, to chip away at the black male vote. It's, it's, that's, well, all it is. that's the way it's just like voter suppression. You don't long you no longer just. You just don't longer stand in the courthouse door with a shotgun talking about niggers can't vote here. You don't do that anymore. Yeah. You just put small barriers in place to just kind of whittle away, just kind of chip away, chip away, chip away. It's the same thing. It's the same thing now. Tamika said in the chat, I think it means Greeks bring gifts that aren't really gifts. Yeah, like the Trojan horse thing. That I've could... never even, I've never heard that. Usually, if, he, if he's trying to make a Trojan horse reference there, I mean, there's there's just, more fun ways to do that. Just say yeah. Trojan horse. Trojan horse. <laughs> I, yeah. thought, I thought he was going for the whole um, fraternities thing. I guess it could be fraternity. That's the first that thing I thought. Could be because he's talking about smarty art motherfuckers. So, yeah, you know, maybe I don't. I don't know. I never. I, I don't understand why people don't like smart people at this point. <laughs> Oh, what is? Because it makes him feel bad. That's well, he the calls reason. them educated fools. So we just need like we need somebody with an ice cube connect to like <laughs> so that we can get to him directly and be like, "Hey, listen, I just honestly, I got this friend. I think they're a Greek in disguise, and I want to know why that would be." <laughs> right. <laughs> I really like what you said you about the Greeks. Help me connect in the dots on why he would be Greek. Maybe <laughs> here's something interesting. Oh, oh well, Tamika has actually. I thought Tamika, you were saying the chat room was saying that Ice was having a manic episode. That's that's an interesting thought. Do we? Uh, I'm not saying that you're thinking. I see you're talking about your ex, but is he on some mania? I shit? don't. 
I don't think so. I think I, he'd be much more self-aggrandizing if he was on uh, I, in a manic episode. Yeah. He would have been scrolling through the plan faster too. He looked kind of like <laughs> yes, he, he, like had he was just like <laughs> he would have had a lot of answers. <laughs> yeah, he would he would have been quicker and more nonsensical. I think he's broke. I think he needs the money. And I, Russia has he signed the offer. I mean, and he, you know what? He might, have, he might have leveraged all his money into that big three. That's not that's not out of that's not out of the realm of possibility. He yeah. easily could have leveraged all his money into that big three. But yeah. like do, he do was think, on the road, he was performing at them shits. Yeah. Do you think I mean, though that like this would be, I mean, if I was his publicist person trying to get him back. He quit. She he or she quit already. I would be like, this is not the way. <laughs> this is not the way we do it. Hmm. I, I don't know. When's the last time he made a movie? Uh, I think right along too. Wasn't that long ago? Was yeah, it? I think uh, he was in that one with uh, the guy from Always Sunny. When was that? Oh yeah, where well, he was. Uh, he was going to beat up him. Teachers fighting. Yeah, fist yeah. fight. There was a new Friday movie that when John Witherspoon died, like I guess they had to scrap it or something. Or they were gonna uh, work around it. So he's he's out there working. He's doing it. And then it's also you got to you got to factor in COVID. That's yeah. true. Yeah, I think COVID. So you know he broke. He's broke, and he just signed an off letter from Moscow, and, and he's in there. The victory is funded. All he has to do is try to chip away at the black male vote. It's not even the black vote, just the men, because for some odd reason. We, I mean, if he was to succeed on some kind of weird, sinister plan to help Trump win, Trump would just cast him aside anyway. Like, I, I can't, Trump throws people away when he's done with them. There's no mm-hmm. benefit to you. But he also, but Trump already got what he wanted. He got the, he got, he he put out there that cube helped him with his platinum plan, which sounds like the highest level of a car warranty you could purchase on a yeah. new vehicle. <laughs> it, sounds like, it sounds like the best car wash. It's the yeah. best car wash. It's car wash number three. It's oh, it's got Rain-X. Wow, Rain-X? $12. We get, the, we get the undercarriage. We're going to get yep. the undercarriage. The platinum car wash, you get the undercarriage too. Clear coat seal it. You don't say. I'm glad I got the platinum plan. You get the are you, you going to detail my tires? <laughs> yeah. For extra three dollars, that's extra three dollars. <laughs> the and then Biden comes plan. in, he's like, All right, titanium plan. I got the titanium plan. Well, your whole family gets the hood. I'm gonna get in there and clean your engine off, too. <laughs> I'm just gonna rinse it off real quick, give you a good rinsing. <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> fucking mad, dude. This make me fucking mad, man. What makes what makes you mad? Did anyone like? Um, was anyone an Ice Cube fan? Like, when was the last time any of the 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 three of you guys were Ice Cube fans? In a while, early it's to mid nineties. It's early been a while, and I'm the I'm the. He kind was of like one of the top. He was top five easily. He may be even number yeah. one at that point. I'm the kind yeah. of person that I don't hold on to fandom like that. Not for me, but in general. Maybe it's just because I'm older now. Maybe. I don't hold on to fandom like that, man. I'm like, yeah, you're fucking up bad. Not like, yeah. well, yeah, he's fucking up bad, but, you know, he may we be clubbing. You know, I don't <laughs> <laughs> I don't hold on to it like that. I never have been yeah. that person, maybe. <laughs> Thanks to him, we did get platinum or diamond, whatever the character Lisa Ray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Tamika, because we, we see what Tamika, Tamika says she'd be waiting all week. For this topic, you need you should see our little our little chat, our our private chat. All the group text. <laughs> our group texts. <laughs> it's me, Andy, Rod, Chris Lambert. <laughs> you see it our group text. Mike be usually our group text. <laughs> it's, it's just as I bad. did because we talked about this on the mind of Dom on Thursday, which is if you want more, I guess you want two more hours of this. But uh 
I was like going through, I was on Spotify, like sitting like I'm, I am just now going through Ice Cube's catalog, refamiliarizing myself. I was like, oh yeah, like I don't, I haven't listened to Ice Cube's music since like 95. It probably, it kind of, he had like two great, maybe two and a half great albums and he was, then he became a movie guy and I never, yeah. I stopped good, following him. With that. Good it tapered off, too. he stopped making. Yeah, good actor. Good yeah. actor, by the way. You know, good, good actor. Um, but I've never, I've never checked for him like that. You know, not, not really. I think his son is a good actor too. Yeah. Oh, is his son going to have to do what Rudy, Rudy Giuliani's daughter just did? Giuliani's daughter just came out and she was like, yeah, uh, my father's crazy. Vote for yeah. Biden. <laughs> <laughs> he, he might. You know? O'Shea Jr. Is that is it is his turn yeah. coming now? O'Shea, O'Shea. That's just what he calls himself. He doesn't call himself. He has nothing to do with it. He calls himself O'Shea on his uh his acting handle. Yeah, it was just O'Shea Jackson Jr. Yeah, O'Shea Jackson. Right? Yeah. He's not like uh a little ice or anything like that. Yeah. A little Crushed O'Shea, ice. Dominique said. Yeah, yeah. Crush crush cube. Crushed ice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't I never I never checked for him. And then the then the anti-Semitic thing kind of started. And at that point, I was pretty much he was already out of my mind anyway. So when that came, I was like, well, of course he is. He's probably a fucking Nation of Islam guy. So fuck him. I don't fuck with them anyway. So I don't care. And then this started. I was like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? You're a political guy now? Right. And then you listen to him talk and you're like, well, you're not that either. <laughs> you're not. Get the fuck in your back in your lane, dude. This is not what you do. I mean, he's always kind of dabbled. You know, like that he had a song Cave Bitch, right? And uh white people came from caves. I mean, that's kind of a, a like a like a five percenter kind of theory. White people came from caves in Europe. Uh, uh what is I've this? I've never theory? heard this before. What oh really? You haven't heard this shit? Oh no, okay. this is amazing. Um, I love this. Didn't we uh, all come from caves? The white race was created by a guy named Dr. Yakub. Dr. Yakub. Uh, um and Dr. Yakub went to the caves of Europe. <laughs> And created white people. I'm not making this up. I might not I mean, be remembering exactly. He created them like he like he he fathered them, or he like did it in like. Oh, a he lab made them in a lab. Cave. Made them yeah. in a laboratory. A he cave lab. He had a cave lab. This is a yeah. Nation of cave Islam lab. thing. Doctor Yakub. Yakub was a black scientist who lived 6,600 years ago and began the creation of the white race. He is said to have done this through a form of selective breeding referred to as grafting while living in the island of Patmos. Is that Greece? Is that what's going on? Uh, y a k u b. What and, part? Uh, what part did he graft off of black people to make white people? Uh, well, let's see. I, I've got the Wikipedia entry. <laughs> the bottom of the foot. <laughs> yeah. Just, just the bottom. Just the bottom of the foot. <laughs> um. Story of Yakub originated. Okay, I'm I'm trying to skip ahead. Yakub is said to have been born in Mecca at a time when 30 percent of original black people were dissatisfied. Right. That's the end of that sentence. They took a poll on black people at the time right. and they were like, how do you feel on a scale of one to 10? I feel fairly dissatisfied. Oh, well, you're not alone. <laughs> he was a member of the Meccan branch of the tribe of Shabazz. Yakub acquired the nickname Big Head. I didn't know that because of his unusually large head and his arrogance. At the age of six, he discovered the law of attraction and repulsion by playing with magnets made of steel. This insight led to a plan to create new people. How? Wait, how? What? He he saw, um, where am I? okay. He saw an unlike human being made to attract others who could, with the knowledge of tricks and lies, rule the original black man. By the age of eighteen, he had exhausted all knowledge in the universities of Mecca, 
He then discovered discovered that the original black man contained both a black germ and a brown germ with 59,999 followers. He couldn't get that last one. He went to the Isle of Asian Sea called Pelin, which Muhammad identifies with Patmos. Okay. Once there, he established a despotic regime and set about breeding out the black traits, killing all darker babies and created a brown race after 200 years. Yakub died at the age of 152. Ah. So from age 18 to 152, he's breeding white people. Uh, but his followers carried out his work after 600 years of this deliberate eugenics. The white race was created. The brutal conditions about breeding on the black traits or about their creation determined the evil nature of, of the new race by lying to the black mother of the baby. This lie was born into the very nature of the white baby and murder for black people was also born into them or made natural, made by nature, a liar and a murderer. Okay. Okay. Uh, so my brother now is saying wow. Patmos, Patmos is a Greek island in the Aegean Sea. That's where it comes from. Okay. That's that's what the Greek thing is. Greeks in the sky, so you're that's, white. That's you're what he's that's what he's saying. Okay. That's what so it all it all re- resolves back to nation of Islam anti Semitism. Yeah. So that's yeah. what it is. That's what it is. That's all it can be, by the way. It's just we don't know. <laughs> that's why we were like Greek. That's what it has to be. It has to be that. And then these white people basically um began enslaving black people that's what it comes down to yes um they used trick knowledge to usurp the power power and enslave the black the black population now is he saying that the earth is only six thousand years old or this person is only six thousand years old? i think dr that's the thing i don't know i don't know where they they say earth originated but we're on the timeline is dr yakub started he lived 6600 years ago Right, right, right. right. But, and by the way, this is no crazier than raining for 40 days and for 40 nights and building an ark and putting two of every animal on it. It's really not <laughs> any more crazy than that. Right. <laughs> tell you the plain truth. It's it's not, there was a weird detail in that Wikipedia where they're like, yeah, and he had a big head. They called was, him you big know, head. Like, he couldn't get this whole like horrible fable without getting called a big head and like getting that on his Wikipedia page. Uh, Yakub civil, civilization confined to the caves and hillsides of Europe. That's where the cave thing comes in. Nafisa in Texas in the chat room said, I see what you're doing here as a black Muslim <laughs> who didn't grow up in the nation of Islam. This is all Greek to me. I see what you did there. That's some pretty good writing. I see what you did there. <laughs> I see what you did. You got four comedians laughing. We approve this message. I see what you did. <laughs> Story of Yakub was... Um, was in several writings from Elijah Muhammad, most fully in a chapter entitled The Making of Devil. Yeah. Because that's kind of the devil story. It's the angel, the fallen angel, who leaves and starts working against, you know, the God. So. Yeah. The year, the years kind of are strange to me. That's one thing. Yeah. I was hoping for more specifics on how they created white people, but. Well, magnets. I thought, was, I thought that was. I thought that was brown and black parts out with a magnet. Like well, that was that was pretty light to me. I was the black for germ and the brown germ. They killed all the darker babies, and I guess it's got lighter and lighter and lighter. Um, the conditions. Yes. Their creation determined the evil nature of the new race by lying to the black mother of the baby. Said it's just like okay. So yeah, it's that's it's just they became white. I don't think they re- the story really doesn't get into the they're like we don't want to get into the weeds on this <laughs> we don't want to get into all the minutia yeah this just i He's mean read the appendix his, he wants to keep his secret recipe for white people so right. we don't want to get we don't want to give that away 
I feel like maybe um, in, in the original version of this story, there should have been like a citation needed somewhere in there. You know, <laughs> like, how did, where this, where'd you turn white in this? But then they were in caves. There's no sunlight. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess we got to the bottom of Ice Cube's little riddle. <laughs> I, that can only, yeah. there's only thing I can think of. Unless it's something other than that. Yeah. And I, and I found out where I came from. Uh, on the podcast, which is yeah, <laughs> that's true. We've all learned something. I think you already knew that. Don't you guys talk about that in your meetings? The caves of Europe. <laughs> the caves of Europe. Caves and hillsides of Europe. Do they have like different caves? Like, did I come out of the Italian cave? Like, like, or was it? We're all just one kind of white. Again, minutia. Uh, we're trying to keep this to yeah, like to- <laughs> a thousand words. This is broader scheme things. We don't want to get down deep down in. <laughs> They were, they were paying him by the word when he made the story, and so they wanted to keep it low. There's broader schemes here. <laughs> uh, I mean, but I, a lot of rappers in the early and mid-90s, not a lot, but there was references to Yakub and Caves. Who had that song? Was it Brand Nubian, Drop the Bomb on Yakub's crew? I think that was Brand Nubian. They had a song called Drop the Bomb. Right. That sort of mythology from Nation of Islam and Five Percenters Five percenters. Is a whole that's other. The bigger, that's the bigger one. Is a five percenters, yeah, particularly people a, coming out of New York. A lot of five percenters, and they and a lot of five percent lingo. Even right. if you didn't know it was five percent lingo, would make it into like Big Daddy Kane used five percent lingo, right. but it wasn't necessarily. A, he wasn't making a song about being a five percenter, but he would throw in a phrase that five. Yeah, Lord Jamar wasn't brand newbie. He was in brand newbie. He was one of them. Yeah, uh, Grand Poopa, Lord Grand Jamar, Poobah, Sadat Lord Jamar, X. Sadat X. Yeah. I always say, and the other one. And that one. <laughs> Sadat X, you know. Lord Jamar's on some other shit right now. Like, he's mad at um, Vlad. Him and Godfrey are mad at Vlad, even though they've been good. They went on his show so many times. Now they're mad at Vlad because Vlad doesn't like Farrakhan, right? And we'll talk shit about Farrakhan. Like, Farrakhan is an anti-Semite and loud and proud about it. And Vlad is Jewish. What do you you do? You think he's going to like this guy? I don't understand what you're mad at. I don't. I don't get that. Yeah. Yes, Griff, Professor Griff is on some some of that crazy Griff shit. Comes from five percenters too. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like five percenters is like a is like. Um, by the way, Brian, five percenters is a gang in New York, black gang. Five percenters, they're on some serious. Yeah, they're that they're like a they're a nation, thought gang. Like, yeah, and they're like <laughs> thought gang. Well, they're like an they're like an entryway into the nation of Islam. I think they split. I think they originated from a guy who split off the nation of Islam. But also some deeper shit like these these black Israelites who are beyond nation of Islam. Mike, you okay over there? Oh yeah, I'm listening. Okay, <laughs> learning. I didn't know if you. Were, I didn't know if your shit had frozen up or not because you hadn't moved in a minute. <laughs> oh no, no, no! I'm, I'm listening. I'm, I, we used to have actually in my old neighborhood in Titus Town. We used to have five percenters, and everybody was called God and King. Uh, yeah, yeah, everybody's yeah. a God. And we wore yeah. wall- and they wore wallabies. Yeah, and then the next, the next group above that is like black Israelites. That's mm-hmm. some. Oh, they're you, way wait, out there. Wait, they call right. each other God and King. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's a God. Everybody's a God. Everybody's honestly, a that's sort of tight. I kind of like that part. Yeah. Five <laughs> yeah. percenters. If you hear phrases in rap songs, like first of all, cipher, that's yep. five percenter. Uh, dropping science. Yep. That's five percenter. Uh, word is bond. Break it down. Peace represent. A lot of that kind of came out of five percent lingo. Okay, they don't get peace. That's just a word. 
I mean, like just just saying saying <laughs> peace when you leave a room. They peace. put it in the lexicon. Yeah, <laughs> entering peace and the, leaving, entering and leaving the room. Peace to the room. Peace, peace to, to the God. room. You know. Peace to God. Somebody. I believe Nas was a five percenter. I, I think a lot, a lot of people dabbled too. Like they had yeah. like some five percent leanings, but they weren't like. All what the does way. the five percent refer to? Does there five percent of the population is enlightened uh, and knowledgeable? Uh, and I think I think it's like five percent is enlightened, and then like fifteen percent has knowledge, but they're not enlightened, and the rest are just the masses or something like that. that. Also, that feels like that they took that off of um, the talented tenth. Which was W.E.B. Yeah. Dubois believed that ten percent of black people were the talented out of the out of the mass of black people. There were ten percent that were talented, and they should be educated and dragged the other ninety percent along. The talented tenth, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Ice Cube, Ice Cube would be so he's yelling at the talented tenth, you know. He had a little codes, yeah. To leave to leave him alone, these educators, because there's that there's also that fight inside the community between the smarty art motherfuckers. And people who who don't think it's the same across every other community, though you have the same fight. You think you're smarter than me. You think you're better than me. Think you're better than me. You're trying to be like them white folks. Here's the here's the or, here's what it means. Eighty five percent of the world's population are described as uncivilized people, poison animal eaters, slaves from mental death and power, people who do not know the living God or their origin in this world, and they worship that that they know not what. Um, that's the 85%. 10% of the world's population are described as the rich, the slave makers of the poor, who teach the poor lies to believe the almighty, et cetera, et cetera. And then the f- they're the bloodsuckers of the poor, in quotes. And then 5% of the world's population is described as the poor, righteous teachers who do not believe in the another, teachings of Another hip-hop group. <laughs> and are all wise and know the living God is. So basically the 5% are above it all. Right. They see through the right. bullshit. Ten percent right. are using the bullshit to manipulate the other eighty-five. And, and, and by the way, let me just say this: I understand why the black community would gravitate towards why people inside the black community would gravitate towards this type of. It's not quite a theology, mm-hmm. but this type of. It's not a mythology either. There's some pseudoscience. They have a lot of numerology. Yeah, I and- think it's we gravitate towards this type of thought, this type of thinking, when you're told by the society that you live in that you're at the very bottom and that's all you're ever going to be. You're never going to be as good as anybody else in society. You're the bottom, 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 bottom. So I understand why you would uh, why you would embrace something that would pick yourself up, elevate yeah. to elevate yourself as right. a group. That's, that's why yeah, people, that's-, that's why people fuck with Farrakhan so much. The Nation of Islam is because he's about elevation elevating black people black men he's also an anti-semite a horrific anti-semite it's it you can't get away from that. not in disguise yeah he, he doesn't fuck around he'll tell you right to your fucking face you don't care you can't get away from it you know this so whole, I, I get i get why you know this the whole thing called su- supreme mathematics would, would, would grow in new york i get why it would yeah. grow there and i and get why black israelites would grow there yeah, it makes you feel like, you know, it, it, it fills I'm, that insecurity that you might have about yeah. yourself. It yeah. makes you feel like you're... An you're insecurity not, that you have every reason to feel. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've talked about this before. There's by a society just a low-level less than general insecurity than. that just permeates. You know, so I, I get it. Um, but none of it stands up to any scrutiny. Although, like I said, the story of Yakub is no more crazier than somebody 
a burning bush talking to somebody. It's no more crazy than that. It's really not. It's just, it's not. <laughs> tell, I, um, tell me how it is. I don't know if they ever tell us where Yakub got his doctorate. <laughs> uh, I don't know who sanctioned that. The same place Umar Khan got his. I, I call him Khan again. <laughs> what kind of a doc like if he was like a podiatrist like what what is what is <laughs> right. his, he's what a radiologist he yeah like how what do you need what kind of doctor do you need to make white people it said <laughs> he's a scientist somewhere else in there too yeah. so yeah and no one else has been able to duplicate his experiments you know he didn't write any notes down andy yeah. that's true it's all in his all in his giant head and he needed the, and needed the Omicron, um connie um, barrett she didn't write any notes either no she didn't have any notes yeah, straight off she the dome. A, she had a straight up blank page there, <laughs> acting like it was some notes. She didn't know what the what the Second Amendment covered, the freedoms, the First Amendment or Second Amendment. She, no, they asked her for five freedoms, and she only named like. She didn't know. I was like, "This is you, gotta... you know what bothers me about people like that? Her, um, that guy, the other one, any of them is the arrogance of." I'm supposed to be a Supreme Court justice. The arrogance of it. That's that's what bothers me more than anything else. The arrogance of I'm I, this is yes, I'm supposed to be a Supreme Court justice and I'm going to make the rules for these for these stupid people who, who don't know. And I'm going to base these rules on this weird theology that I study that the arrogance of it just bothers me to no end. You're just so fucking arrogant. Just sitting there and, and Lizzie Graham's arrogance and. And uh, somebody like Diane Feinstein rewarding him by hugging him. I'm like, you bitch, you don't deserve your fucking job, you bitch. What do you, you don't see the shit that we see? Oh, you do see it. You just don't give a fuck. She's an old lady. She's just an old lady. She might, she might have caught that, um, caught that COVID too, hugging him. You don't know, you don't know. know. You, you can't trust, you can't, I mean, you don't know nothing. There's a fight coming on tonight. Uh, them dudes went nose to nose. Lomachenko. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tia Fimo Lopez, and I'm like, don't do that. They went nose to nose. I'm like, ugh. And the, <laughs> the motherfucker promoter was shaking his head, like, ow, fuck. Because last thing he needs is for one of them to, because they test you right before you fight. <laughs> the yeah, right. last thing he needs is for one of them to come up, you know. By the way, we're like uh, almost three hours into this thing. Yeah, I think we're going to have to be one today. My wife was in here looking for something. All right, well, let's make, we'll do one let's- and make it free also. You know what? Let's let's as we didn't get any because we got to promote about, Brian's album about Brian's album. <laughs> yeah. The reason why we have Brian on today was to promote to promote his CD. Give us a. We're not going to jump off. We're going to talk for a while about this. You've been very quiet. I hope you didn't. Oh feel no, like, I, I I felt I felt good. You know. Yeah, uh, but we didn't. I think I think Brian. The last time I saw you, you devil, was it Ragtime? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you're Greek. You fucking Greek from the <laughs> Greek in disguise, devil. I'm just gonna start calling people Greeks now. That's the new shit. Greek in disguise. What are you Greek in disguise? I'll see through your Greek shit. Um, last time I saw Brian Parisi in person, I believe, was at Ragtime, and okay. you were about to record your album. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. It was like in what January, maybe February. Would have been end of February, early March. So I recorded yeah. it basically the week before COVID hit. I got real lucky on the timing. Like, yeah. Um, and by COVID hit, I meant. COVID was acknowledged. Yeah. But that shit was there. Uh, yeah. Already. We just didn't know. We, we were just dancing know. around like nothing. Hey. We were just packed in the basement at the Big Hunt. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, like two shows, wall to wall, no air. 
so it was in there for sure. But uh, <laughs> someone probably died, but it's all yeah, right. Yeah, no. yeah. They saw I, it. They, I they didn't hear it. anybody get sick out of it. Um, I, and I had, you know, so I was, I was wondering about that though. Like when it happened, like when the next week, when everything dropped, I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. I wonder about that show. That was not a good sitch. Yeah. Well, a lot, and a lot of comics seem to have recorded right before the pandemic. Yeah. It seems like a lot of albums and special. Although some people, I think, just took recordings that they made for themselves and kind of I think turned that's them into. Happened a lot because I, I asked. I asked the people about. I asked the record label about that. I was like, "Is it, are people going to have less?" And they're like, "Honestly, what people are doing now is they're grabbing any old thing that they had on tape." Yeah, like, this is my album. It sounds good enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and people are definitely doing that, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, I got lucky because there were a couple a couple of dates that I could have done. And if I had picked just a different one, you know, for convenience or whatever, or to like prep a little more, uh, I wouldn't have got it. Yeah. And shit out of luck for, you know, who knows how long. Now, did how'd you, you mix feel, it? How'd you feel recording? Uh, it, it felt great. I mean, so I, um, there you're a really precise guy though. So I wouldn't material wise and stuff. Um, Brian is a Brian. Most of you have never seen this comedy, but I've seen it from the beginning. Brian is a very precise writer and he's a very precise performer. So he's very, so if somebody was to tell me that, uh, you know, Brian Parisi's record, I'm like, okay, well, I know what I'm going to get. They're going to be good jokes. They're going to be well-crafted and well done. So I would never concern myself with you as far as the performance. It's not a lot of what else, what else? That's not going to happen. Yeah. What's the audience doing is what I'm always thinking. Yeah. I would think because Andy, Andy's like you in the fact that he's very precise about I'm doing this. You know what? I I feel like I've forced myself to get looser in the last few years. Yeah. I I remember this will go a little quick sidetrack. Questlove talked about, he's a very precise drummer. Right. And he talked about how like there was a point where he sort of, he called it drunken style, a little bit sloppy, a little bit, um, less tight and that was like hard for him to do and some great drummers do it that way and I kind of looked I was, uh, I've kind of got to the point where I've been like let me just you know what fuck a set list or whatever and find some piece of myself that lived in that part mm-hmm. of it just the talking yeah. doing a podcast has a lot to do with that because you just start talking Brian, you're like oh I'm uh, just, if I start talking funny things will happen I don't need to be ready perfectly yeah. prepared but if I'm recording it's going to be precise but it's going to be maybe cultivated from imprecise moments more than it used to be for me you know brian the chat room wants to name uh now pieces gotta run name uh, uh the name of the album is last wishes it comes out on uh, election day and it'll be available <laughs> for pre-order the week before um so yeah and if you follow me on instagram here i'll put my instagram in the chat and it's uh, very important if you pre-order on apple music or itunes or whatever all the pre-order sales count as day one sales yeah. so yeah. that's how you debut number one a la old mike b promote Mike B you debut number one because you push the pre-sale everybody who wants it ahead of time you get a bonus track and you buy it and then you help the you get the screenshot you can post up on that yeah. Instagram right. of the number one right. album yeah so how did you feel about the about the audiences in the show um it was like it was a mix so the, the I, you know I dealt with some uh I dealt with some issues that I, I won't get into all of it because it's, it's a bit much but uh and I don't want to like drag anything it was, it was great uh but there were like so there were some drunk people I dealt with in, in the late show, and the way that I do the recording is I was doing a clean show and a dirty show, so because um, the the record label wants you to be able to do a fully clean album for like Sirius XM. Yeah, really. 
Yeah. They have clean um, stations. Yeah, you make more they have money. clean stations so they can you make more money because they can pitch they can pitch it to the clean stations. So I was so you know, so it's not like, oh, I have two chances and it's all the same. It's like both shows matter. Um yeah. and you gotta get them all, you know. So I just I dealt with drunk people with these two there was these two women in the front. Um Ugh. and they were um Ugh. white women? Yeah, of course. They were um they were uh Ugh, the they were they okay. were drunk and they were like, like they Greek. Were like, they were just like, you know how, you know how the big hunt too, like they're like a foot away from you. Right. Like, yeah. So I'm worried about, they're going to get picked up on my mic. And if they get picked up on my mic, then I, there's no way to scrub that out audio wise. Right. Like if they're in the back, it's different. So yeah. anyway, so th- th- I gave them a warning, you know, I gave them a warning shot in between bits. I said like, Hey, listen, like, I, cause I know I can cut it together in between bits, you know, they, they can do that fine. So I gave them a warning and then they just like, one of them, like literally like, yelled something out during while i'm saying one of my bits <laughs> jesus and so i just i went and then you kicked her in the face no and then i went i went fully i was like all right so i just made the decision i was like i'm gonna melt down the show and kick them out like myself yeah so i just i took all and i had to take all the wind out of the because i'm not going to do that thing where i'm like haha but that's like no this is a recording you you out like and so it's <laughs> awkward for the audience um, but I did after that, like bring it back up and got it going again. But it was just this like thing of like, I wish I didn't have to bring this show to a screeching halt to kick two people out. And, you know, it's not a quick out either. They got to walk in between everybody. Like, yeah, yeah. There was yeah. that whole thing. And it was a little awkward after it. But then I, I got it back. So uh, so that was one thing. And then the other thing was at that toward the end, a guy's so drunk in the back. He falls asleep which was fine. Like it was like, you know, I didn't really know this at the time. It's like, okay, whatever. This old guy. And, uh, but then he starts having night terrors. <laughs> what? And what? Yeah. 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 So he starts like, he like, and I found this out after, I don't know what's going on at the time. I'm just like, why is this n- another guy yelling out? But what was happening was he would fall asleep and he would go, no, 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 no. Like when he would wake up and, <laughs> and people are looking at, you know, and so they had to get him out of there and so he's getting kicked out and they're helping him out of the venue. Like he's like a, you know, like when somebody gets injured at a football game and like, they're right. that, like over the shoulder, like he's, <laughs> he was so drunk. He couldn't walk out of the place. So they get him out. So that was another, but with all that said, like that was all late show. That was all late show. Okay. With that said, like, you would not know that if you listen to the album, we were, it, it, there was nothing that got stepped on material wise like you just won't hear any of that and it'll be like a normal and besides that the crowd was great it was and was was the late show was that the dirty one or the late show was the dirty one okay um and the the i mean there there's some crossover but yeah it was uh that was the dirty one and it was it was an adventure it was like a lot of things going on uh and so i'm glad it turned out i was nervous when they sent me the audio back i was like oh is this gonna be right uh, how did I get around those bits? Like that was I able to, and you know, luckily you got two shows and, and I was able to like work around it um, and just cut out them. Most of it happened in between jokes. Yeah. So it was that's, all, that's the worst though. Cause everybody knows that you're recording. Right. The MC think, says, they, Hey they, guys, they, we're they, recording. They announcement. One of the, right. one of the, one of the women who we kicked out in the front, I had invited to the show. <laughs> Jesus oh my Christ. god yeah like a, <laughs> like somebody i thought of as a friend of mine and she had come to another show like uh, a couple months ago saw me do like a 10 minute set she was like here's nails great and this is somebody i knew from back in dc and she wasn't drunk at that show 
you know, she was just whatever. And so she was like, so she had heard me plug that I'm going to be recording the album. And uh, she was like, oh, and I was like, yeah, come out, you know, bring friends. Cause I was trying to promote and fill the, you know, it's a Thursday night, it's two shows. I'm not famous. I'm yeah. trying to get people in it. And uh, little did I know that it would be her and her, her friend was the bigger problem. Um, I think she just kind of got like, she was next to her while her friend was talking to her. I didn't really have time to litigate it. You know, afterwards she's like, I wasn't saying it was my friend. I was like, I don't have time for that. Two people you're gone. <laughs> yeah. The stakes so, are super this is high. A recording. This is not, I, if this was a regular show, I would fuck with y'all. We'd probably go out after and drink. Like, I don't, you know, yeah. I'm not that particular, but when I'm recording an album, it's like, yo, you don't get that. I only have one chance to do this. Um, yeah. And so they had, do you still like, have you talked to her since? Like, do you still no. have a, is it over? <laughs> like she's, no. she's just not your friend. She wasn't anymore. that good of a friend either. It was just like somebody I was like, kind of, you know, sort of a, yeah, an acquaintance that would come out to, came out to shows. Like it wasn't, you know, but I, I texted her to explain to her that she was wrong. And <laughs> you scolded her. I just said, look, I think you don't respect that. Like, this is like a, a once, you know, you get one shot kind of thing with this. This wasn't, this wasn't about your night. You know, yeah. this is about this thing I'm trying to do for work. Did they have, so did they have, how many mics would they had? Did they have miking the crowd? Uh, I don't know how many, uh, cause they, you know, the, the record label came and set it all up, but, um, yeah. they have a bunch around the room I feel like they kind of mic up the whole room and then they, yeah, have so they can maybe like, yeah, even if someone talks, they can maybe drop that mic out. And they there's some of that, but I mean, it is a small room, it's a tiny so, room. It, it, you know, there's not a lot of like that didn't get picked up at all. Yeah. I mean, I've recorded a couple of people there. I put, I usually put mics just in the front facing the crowd. Cause that gets everybody. But yeah. if one person sits underneath this mic yeah. and talks, this mic over here is still going to catch that. It's just yes. the room's yes. too small, Yeah, which if you're doing well, it's great because you're, the laughs yeah. are popping. But yeah. if, um, if someone's, I mean, all my album, I've recorded three shows. The first show, uh, this guy heckled, and then five people walked out during the recording. <laughs> and um, and he was a great laugher before that. So there's actually a lot of clips on my album that you can hear that guy laughing. He was oh, loving man. the show up until that point, <laughs> and I used it <laughs> because it was yeah, yeah, of well. course, yeah. But he uh, he got offended by something, and him and his girl walked out. Another table of three women walked out, like the whole front row, basically just Jeez. got out and i had to like rebuild that show yeah i mean it's still live it's that's the thing it's like you want to just do your but it's like this is a live thing anything can happen i was yeah. glad i felt prepared to deal with it like i'm glad i waited so long to record an album because i felt like me six years ago i don't know that i would have dealt as well with the situation right been as ready so i feel really good about like i was like okay like i was able to handle that and still do what i wanted to do Bef before i dropped off yeah. Did 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 we discuss the girl that you invited fucking up your show? Did we discuss that fully? Did we explore that? Just a um, casual friend. Yeah, it was it was basically somebody who had come to a previous show and was fine, and so <laughs> I thought nothing. She wasn't drunk or anything, and she was an acquaintance of mine, not like a close she wasn't friend. even drunk. And she was she drunk that night? Did, did yeah, you? the night with the album she was. But I had no, I didn't think that she would be a problem were, because she had come you, to shows before and been fine. Were you able to? demolish her the next day for doing that did, I, you, I, no, did that I, happen not, i think i have a, a a smaller arsenal than you when it comes to demolishing people I, I really just i just i sent her a text that i was unhappy about it and then i moved on with my life <laughs> she, didn't so you try, know. she didn't try to come back did she or no no, no. she was she, well, the weird thing was she was unhappy with me 
So she sent me a text. Ah, I can't believe you, you know, like that night. And I was like, yo, I need to clear the air about this. Like, this is not me being wrong. And She's so that, unhappy with that was the last, that was the last thing. Yeah. What did I do? Oh, <laughs> yeah. <You're>, you're, <laughs> but the, the finished product you're happy with though, like it came out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you want, you would have no, I mean, that was just like a little behind the scenes, but yeah, you would have no, uh, no idea. Uh, and it came out really great. And then we had like full shows early and late. Um, and it's all like, it's not like my, it's not like an old hits album. Yeah. It's like, this is the stuff. This is, uh, there's stuff that's recent and like, it's my best stuff mm-hmm. right now. It's not like, you know, all my oldest bits that I'm flushing away. It's like, right. th- this is the best, you know, at that point I have, I have nothing. Now I have two and 10 new minutes, but at that point it's like, I got nothing. I'm, I just burned everything. So, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 So what are you doing? What are you doing work wise? Are you writing for anybody else now? Um, well, I was writing for Patriot Act with Hassan Minaj, um, Okay. For the year, and then it got canceled uh, like a month or two ago. Yeah, it so, just got canceled. Yeah, I saw that yeah. article. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm looking for, you know, looking for writing work and doing stand up um, and, and trying to like do a bit of work on the album release um, as right. well. So, right. Are you still living at that same spot in Brooklyn? Yep. Yep. That place is beautiful, man. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Fort yeah, Green. Yeah. Yeah. You got a great landlord, too. <laughs> yeah. She yeah, has, she's she has great art on the walls. <laughs> oh, you like the big, you like the big I queen, queen, Lati- big ass queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. Yeah, man. You walk that's, in the front door. It's beautiful, dog. That's MJ. It's painted really it. nice. She's got like potpourri down in there. Yeah. Yeah. She you used know? to, she said, she said she used to do, she, she worked for Queen Latifah at some point or something. Yeah. I can't, she's got the one where big. Latifah has the fire crown. <laughs> Is that yeah, the yeah. One? It's the fire That's crown. That's the one right? with the fire yeah. crown. Yeah. She's got the walls painted a really nice, like burgundy, I remember. It's like a red, yeah. Yeah. Red. Yeah. And you guys are upstairs. It's gorgeous in there, man. I'm like, yeah. soon as I saw it, I was like, your landlord's a black lady? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's a black queen. <laughs> <laughs> she's great, man. She, one time she like, uh, she told me that she, she called me to tell me that she had a nightmare that I moved out and, <laughs> Oh, night terror. She, she just wanted to make sure that I was not moving out. <laughs> oh, she's trying to keep you. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I'm a good, you know, I'm a good tenant. But well, let's like, talk oh. about this rent. Let's talk about this rent. <laughs> Are but you yeah. in there by yourself now? No, I'm living with uh, another comic. Uh, okay. Julia Shiplett. Um, she's a New York comic. She's very funny. But yeah. Uh, oh, you got a when woman, Courtney, you got when a, Courtney moved out, she moved in. You got a girl roommate. That's that can be the way to go if you know if you know the girl in there. You know. Yeah, she's great. It's a good. Uh, we got a good. Um, Definitely cleaner. Good roommate vibe. Yeah, she's. I mean, Courtney's very clean too. Yes, he is. Courtney is fastidious. He's got that marine <laughs> thing. Yeah. Very yeah. clean. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very clean. Very neat. Very everything is in its place. You know. Mm-hmm. Take so shoes off. <laughs> oh yeah, that was the thing. He would. He was very strict with this. He didn't like my. I sometimes I I forget to take my shoes off. Oh, Corny's yeah. a shoe off guy. <laughs> yeah, shoes off guy. Shoes off when you go yeah. to go in this place. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he doesn't want that New York filth coming in off the street. No, if you can help it. He, he also would be like, he would be like, you're gonna change your pants before you sit on the. And I'm like, what? All right, like I don't like you know. Yeah, that's a little much. That's Corny's anxiety little, now. Yeah, he's a little like in. he's got like you know if you sat on the subway, I'm like, dude, like listen, we're not running like a forensic investigation on my. <laughs> I might have touched some shit outside. Like, we're just gonna have to live with that. Like, he's got like an ultralight, 
ultraviolet light wand just killing all the germs up and down your body there, there there are people like that my wife i just found out my wife is one of those type of people like if you just can't sit on a bed with your outside clothes Right. That, yeah, uh, that's what he would say. He would say, yeah. outs- he said to me, outside clothes. And I was like, I don't know what that fucking means. <laughs> are outside clothes and indoors is, you know, as an indoor outdoor clothes, they can go wherever I go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does he ever open the windows? That's outside air. What are you yeah. going to do about that? Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's that, that's that OCD kicking in. I know that's why I yeah. stepped away to go talk about my daughter's OCD. <laughs> that's a little oh, bit yeah. of that. It's a little bit of that kicking in. Wait, so what's the album called again? The album is called Last Wishes. Um, I have a bunch of material about uh, my own funeral and also just like death and murder for the first six minutes of the album. Uh, <laughs> just some light stuff, you know. It's light. Yeah. It's real light. But there's other, you know, it's not just that. But uh, but yeah, that's the the album uh, the album title. Is the pre-sale live on iTunes yet, or do you know? The pre-sale is not live on iTunes. It'll be live on iTunes on uh, October 27th. But right. if anybody wants to follow me on uh, Instagram, I'll be probably posting about it Yeah, text me when it goes, like, just to remind me. I'll post it from our Three Guys On accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Like, you know, the link and all that stuff, too. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, because so uh, I mean, you know, you we're trying to get you number one. We shouldn't we undersell. Brian one. Parisi is a beast of a comic. We shouldn't undersell yes. that. So. Yes, yes, thank you, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's not even a question. Like I said, we've seen it from the beginning. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah will it be on Spotify? Will it be on it'll, Spotify? I would yeah, assume it will be. It'll be on. It'll be on everything. It'll be on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Pandora. At Title. some point. Yeah, it'll be on everything. Yeah. Now, beast of a beast of a writer, beast of a beast of a comic, uh, pretty good cook. I saw you fucking with your steak. Oh yeah, pretty good cook. You used to Brian used to provide um, pie. I was never able to come up and get some. Brian had a show where he would give the comics pasta. Yeah, not just the comics. I would cook. I would cook pasta for the entire audience. That uh, kind of dude. Yeah. Yeah. We it was it was a great gimmick to get people to the show. <laughs> Maybe that's why. That's why that drunk girl was so mad. Because she was expecting pasta, and you're like, I'm recording my album here. I can't Dude, make there pasta was, here. There was literally people who were who were messaging me because you know I hit my friends up about the album recording, and they were like, uh, Are you like, what, what's the deal? Like, are you cooking pasta? And I'm like, no, I'm not cooking. Pa- like, I'm not bringing down pasta from New York. Like, what are, you, what are you talking about? Like, this is a one-off gig I do in New York. It's not. I don't just bring pasta with me on the fucking road. Like, what are you talking about? Just have like in just, your pockets. Got it in a train yeah. in that little fucking tray with some foil on top of it. What are you talking about? <laughs> I do have one of those wheels. Come in parts. looking like Dirk Nowitzki coming into the game with his fucking paper plate. plate. <laughs> his fucking plate wrapped up with foil. Um, I do have one of those like uh, catering carts that you put the trays, the steam trays in, and that's how I would wheel it down to the venue. Um, yeah. So I do. Ha- I do have the equipment for it, but I don't take it on the road. Somebody said that you have a cook show on your IG uh, in the chat room. And Brian has a cooking show on his IG and he's Italian. Are you into what is Siri A? What is that? It's Syria A. It's uh, Italian. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man. Fucking, you fucking Greeks. Uh, oh, <laughs> Siri just thought I was talking to her. Um, Syria A? Yeah. It's, uh, it's a, a soccer league. In, uh, oh okay it's there's three leagues it's like the, it's the best italian uh league is syria a and then syria well, b and syria c you just got you just got um uh uh validated by the chat room they say nice. you are real italian so real, yeah my dad's from there i'm yeah. uh yeah so you grew up speaking italian 
No, he, he, um, I learned Italian in college, so I don't okay. speak it. I don't speak it fluently or anything, but I, I learned it in college and I lived there for a semester, uh, with this, I lived with this old Italian widow for like six months. Or that doesn't months. sound creepy at all. <laughs> <laughs> at all. It doesn't sound like yeah. <laughs> a lonely old widow. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Widow. The young guy uh, around. You haven't tried to throw the Italian accent at some girl yet and bamboozled some girl no. in the streets of Brooklyn? Uh, I have. There was one girl I dated briefly that spoke some Italian, so we used to talk. But, you know, she did, too. It's not impressive if you don't speak it. It just sounds like right. gibberish, you know. But Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you don't want to be one of those, like, Bensonhurst Italians, like, hey, right here, and grab your yeah, balls and shit. That's that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not trying to like. Uh, I'm not trying to be like one of the racist Italians. I want to be uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> your old country, your old country Italian. Yeah. <laughs> new, new school. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's gonna. You but, never um, learned. You never picked it up. No, I. I mean, I learned. Yeah, I learned it. But well, my dad didn't. My dad came here when he when he's like you know a kid. So he he didn't really speak. And all my relatives, they spoke this dialect that's like incomprehensible. Um, yeah. If you speak Italian, it's very different. So, um, but my dad doesn't speak, they never spoke around that, you know, and my mom's not Italian at all. So it wasn't, it wasn't like around when I was a kid. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think if your mom had been Italian, you'd be speaking Italian right now. Yes. Because it'd be both of you. Yeah. For sure. (laughs) Both of them wouldn't have been speaking it. Yeah. Plus men don't really give a shit about stuff like that. Like your mom, if your mom had been your mom, she might've wanted to put it in you. Men are usually like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I, don't, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Does the boy got pants on? That's all I can. Yeah. Are they indoor pants? Yeah. <laughs> well, the other thing was like, too, that, that there's that old, like, I feel like an immigrant thing is that, you know, when my dad's parents came over here and my dad came over here, like the, the, the mindset on languages was the opposite, uh, was don't speak that don't speak Italian. Right. You got to learn English. Right. And and they didn't know that like, you know, kids can be bilingual real easy if you just yeah. speak languages. I think that that wasn't really out there yet. So there was this focus on like, don't speak Italian. So that's part of the reason why he never really learned it that well either is because like they didn't, you know, they didn't get into it. What? The fold. I had a, I should have kept my first language because I would have been making a lot more money right now. Farsi. Farsi was my first language. Wow. And, um, I spoke English with an American. Oh, I spoke English with an accent mm-hmm. because it was kind of my second language. And then we came here when I was four, mm-hmm. and it was 1979, and wow. it was like an, a revolution, yeah, and a hostage crisis. And yeah, if you're a kid with an accent, you're gonna get teased, you know. And oh, where are you from? You know, and all that shit. So we, yeah. me and my brother, I think we we just we just probably just forgot it. And because we were immersed in America anyway, my brother's saying but, in the chat room, his first language was French. But if I still knew Farsi, I could be working for the State Department right now, translating yeah. shit. If yeah. I was fluent, which I would have been fluent and uh, I would have been yeah. like, I would have been making tons of money right now. I had a client at the gym. That's what she does. She uh, Arabic. She translates. Yeah. She translates Arabic all day. She just translates Arabic. I mean, if you I can do like, it without I feel like Ital- Italian's not really that like. It's better if we're at war with a country that you can speak an accent. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> it's yeah, better if true. we're like like muddling around in the politics of the country that you speak. Right. If it's Italian, like you could, I don't know, you could like translate shit for the Olive Garden. You could do like basic. <laughs> right. 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 Basic Italian menu shit. 
Yeah, which, by the way, you probably shouldn't be in an Italian in, in an Olive Garden anyway. No, definitely not. <laughs> you <know>? Definitely not. <laughs> Olive Garden's sure. fine. I, I like it fine, guys. Yeah, it's okay. I'm sure. Are, you, re- are you reading from Ice Cube shit right now, or is that you? <laughs> right. I think he is. Ice Cube. Uh, what are you? What are these fake Mike? ass Italians? <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm, I'm listening. <laughs> no, you ain't. What you reading? Ice no, Cube no, shit? No, no, no. I'm not reading. No, because, I mean, I do this thing. I was telling somebody this too. When I when I, 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 I only speak one language, and um, this is, I don't have any languages. I speak after the, after the English. So <laughs> I'm just the learning. First of, first of all, you called it the English. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I spoke, Um, I, I know like maybe 30 to 40 words of Arabic, and that's only because I went to Iraq, and then I lost all of that. Like, Mahaba. Um, I know Allah Akbar really good. Um, if I heard we that, all know that. Yeah, if I heard that in Iraq. I was like, oh, he didn't have to go to any wars <laughs> to learn that one. Like Mahaba, uh, yeah. So I, I I do a few words, and then and like once I came back, I don't know. I don't. Know, I just remember that one and Allah Akbar, and it's um. They try to speak English to me, like, hello, my friend. And I'm like, okay, this is weird. A lot oh. of my friends. <laughs> a lot my of my friend. friends going on. My friend. Very, very fast. Yeah. How, buddy. Was, the time, how was the time you spent in Italy? Buddy, great. buddy, buddy, buddy. <laughs> how was your time that you spent in Italy, Brian? It was great. Uh, you just yeah. did a, you, That's the only time you've been there just for that? Well, I said no, been I've there. been there. That's, that's a I've long been time. There. I've been there uh, before. Like, because we have, fit, so like my dad's, most of my dad's side of my family is actually in Italy, like okay. more, more than he is over here. Like my grandmother was one of like 12 kids or something, something ridiculous like that. Uh, so there's lots of cousins and people. Um, so I've been over there to visit um, before, but, but staying there and like living there was really cool. Right. Right. Yeah. Even though you live with, a, with an old lady who's trying to put a spell on you. Hey man, it was great. <laughs> I have to say, like, if you're going to, first of all, she's a great cook. So every night. Absolutely. Would, would that's dinner, not even a question. Home cooked Italian dinner. And then that's really the way to learn is to just like talk with somebody every night at dinner who can speak Italian. So we would, we would just talk and we would put, she would put the TV on. So we'd have like, you know, conversation topics of like, oh, this is on the news or whatever. Um, but that's how I learned mostly that, um, you know. Did you get a wine thing? They drink wine a lot, right? Did you get one? I mean, I drank wine, but I was also broke at the time, so I was drinking wine out of juice boxes and shit. I wasn't like, you know, going to vineyards and yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know it seems like I don't know if it's a stereotypical thing, like you know, Italian we can drink wine at the meal, and the kids are gonna drink wine, and everybody drinking wine, 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 wine. You know, yeah. There was definitely I drank a lot of wine there for sure, but um, I'm not like a. You know how court, uh, this is my, I'm speaking again about my old Courtney, ex, ex-roommate, but Courtney, uh, he's like a real into wine. And he could talk about wines. Like I've right. never, I've never got that thing. I've just always like, I'm like, yeah, this is good. I'll drink that. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a wine. I'm not it's a wine fine. dude, man. I like sweet drinks. Yeah. I don't like. Yeah. People are like this wine's sweet. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. It's all tastes same to me. Then if you say some shit like that around a wine person, they get mad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Blasphemy. Yeah, it all tastes the same to me. <laughs> you know, like I'm not going as far as Dominique, where she said it tastes like dirt. I wouldn't go that far. Hang on. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's. I think you. Dr- I think you've been drinking some spoiled wine. <laughs> I don't think you're drinking some good. I go it tastes far. like dirt. That's a little harsh. Uh, but yeah. I can. I can find a wine that I can. That I can get next to. It just. Yeah. Like, I, I don't have to be real basic about it. I'll put a fuck. I'll put a fucking ice cube in it. You know. What yeah. I mean? Oh God, you're breaking one. all the rules. Another one that gets you to a fist fight. 
Ooh, speaking of um, well, Mike B puts sugar in his grits. So oh, don't uh, listen, listen. We're not. We are not going down that road. I don't even know why that's bad. I don't have blasphemy. I'm not doing this with y'all. I was in New Orleans, minding my business, just doing the good Lord's work, eating my grits like every American should. <laughs> I just posted it. And Blasphemy. I, and I got attacked from all angles. I just stood the way. I've never been attacked so much. It, it started off, I was, I was like, hey, Randall, this is how you eat. This is how you eat, this is how you eat grits. And next thing I know, Frankie asked me. I get added by Frankie. And then Randolph makes a separate post. And <laughs> And then I'm on another another post. My boy, he he's like, "Yo, Mike, I've never, I've never seen a, a grits comment get uh, post get almost a hundred comments." Uh, <laughs> I'm like, you to see. What do you just sprinkle sugar on your grits? Not just see, just a just a just a tap, just a just a pinch. You know, just a pinch. Uh, just eat, let's look, look at the, look at the chat. Look, Mark, just eat oatmeal, man. <laughs> it's not oatmeal. It's not oatmeal. It's yeah, great. we know. That's why we don't put sugar on it. You're right. It's I'm not right. oatmeal. It's not cream of wheat. I, it's I, not I, porridge, as my grandmother would say. I ate sugar rice. Um, um I, I mean, I mean, I don't know what y'all want me to do. I, this is this is who I am. I I'm, think we want you to stop doing this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't ever do this again. You can do it. Quit talking about it. <laughs> I didn't even bring it up. I was going to bring up what I found in New, in Nashville on my way. How would you find in Nashville? And then, but Andy brought up sugar grits. I didn't bring up sugar grits. I don't want the. I don't want that kind of attention anymore. You posted it publicly. <laughs> yeah, but not now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that was days. That was days ago. <laughs> it was a week ago. Uh, <laughs> About a week ago. <laughs> but, um, I was in Nashville, and um, at the airport going to New Orleans, they sell moonshine. And, and I saw that picture airport? you posted. Yeah, at the airport. At the airport, and yeah. um, I, I have some butterscotch. That's for the pilots? No, that's just regular their liquor store. It just has moonshine. And there's yeah. there's moonshine in a lot of liquor stores now. Actually, I've seen that, like in little jars. Yeah, yeah I've seen that, but I'm like, is this real? I don't fuck with it. Anyway. Yeah, whose well, tub was was this made in? I don't like. Yeah, I don't it's like not, clear it's definitely liquors. not authentically made yeah. illegally. <laughs> I don't. I don't like clear rick liquor anyway. Yeah. So I like that brown, you know. So. Oh, no, we got some butterscotch, some butterscotch moonshine. It's very smooth, Ooh. very smooth. I've, I've sounds disgusting. Sounds like it sounds like a old lady's pocketbook, <laughs> nah, pocketbook man. candy. Ugh. Nah, nah, man. I'm telling you, if I if I get you if I get you a shot full of uh, moonshine, like you're, you're two for two here. I don't like butterscotch, Mike. I'm like I'm gonna liquor. I'm gonna try that one. I I I. I um, it's a no for me on the sugar grits, but I will try that. <laughs> Give it a whirl. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna endorse the sugar grits because I don't need that kind of attention. But you know, do you, do you put do you put salt in your coffee? Is everything backward in your world? What, oh, don't what get do my ideas do? now. He's gonna start doing that. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't actually. Uh, it's, it's three packs of sugar, uh, a little bit of cream, and I stir it slowly. That's that's my that's my coffee. I don't. Okay. You don't listen. <laughs> this you this you try to make this shit better is not going to work. I do put. Almond milk. We don't I need do. to know. We don't need to know the formula because no one here is going to do it. I, I, I do put almond milk in my in my brewed tea. But that's. I mean, people use almond milk. First of all, it's not milk because there's no almond titty. So right there, it's almond <laughs> juice. <laughs> and uh, I use almond juice almond juice for uh, cereal. Dave, I mean, it's not. That's fine. I tried it. I think once, just on some health kit, and I was like, "Ah, eh, no." I would never pour a glass of almond milk and just drink it. But for no. cereal, you can't tell the difference. I tried some oat milk. It wasn't bad. Yeah, I've heard really? oat milk is all right. Yeah. Uh, oat fine. juice, soy milk, <laughs> soy juice. 
What the fuck is juice? Juice. Dude. I want some soy drink. <laughs> All right, y'all. Let's bring this one home. We yeah, I want to. We'll, we'll tease this. Maybe we'll get to this next week. I want to go over with uh, on the show the video of the guy who got stalked by a cougar for six minutes. Yeah, oh, I do have some thoughts that. on that. That's great. That, I, I that fucking guy was fucking around with the cougar and her babies. That's what I heard. He he walked up on a baby. He didn't see the mother and he pulled out his uh, phone to start recording. He wasn't even that close to the baby, but the mother came like emerging from a closer position. Yeah. And he was like, oh, shit, all these people online are like, actually, the cougar was just escorting him away from the babies. Well, she was not it, stalking it, him. It looks like she was just backing him off. <laughs> yeah, but she kept doing that move. That yeah. little off the top that, rope kind of move. Yeah. yeah. I, I never that, see, I've never seen this before. That, that's yeah. paw, two paws up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hands up. Don't shoot. <laughs> I've never seen this before. I'm like, what yeah. the heck? And I, was, I didn't even know it was a cougar. I mean, I, saw, I, I watched the whole six minutes. I was like, I'm not going to watch six minutes of this. I watched every second of that video. Brian, yeah. somebody somebody looking for your email to hit you about your time in Italia. If you want sure. to. Sure. It's yeah. up to you, man. I can I can drop it in here. Why don't you do that privately? DM, do the DM on, uh, on Instagram. Right. That's Raphael. He has a podcast about. Uh, yeah. Raphael. Immigrants. I'll message you my email. Do it publicly. Not that I distrust any of you. And not, not, that ain't nothing to do with it. I'm going to see our recipe on Gris, our Brian Parisi. <laughs> you, better, you, better, you better stop, boy. <laughs> I mean, you had us with air fryers. Now you lost us with grits. You lose us hey, with you know what? We didn't even bring up air fryers. This well, episode. too late. We did look, now. look, now the chat room is happy. Mark your boards. <laughs> Um, Brian, you got an air fryer yet? You got an air fryer yet? Nah. Uh-huh, you, uh, you're, we, we all, we're all team air fryer on this podcast. All team I've never fryer. tried one. I, I, I would have to eat something that's been air fried first before I would come to one. my, well, when this shit ends and you come back to the house, I'll make you something out of air all right. fryer. It's Fantastic. Right. Really right. juicy. Right. Just can't quite get steak right. I, I don't know why. It I almost bought the wireless meat thermometer. It was $10 off. It was like 89 bucks. <laughs> But uh, I didn't buy it. It's it works on Bluetooth, not Wi-Fi. But it'll tell you when the meat when you should flip it, and it'll tell you pull it out now. It's gonna keep cooking for a little while, and it'll get you Ooh, perfect temperature. Wait, wait a minute. It's called wait. Meter. M E A T E R. Okay, I'll tell you all about it. Um, <laughs> if there's no wires going in and out of your oven. It's Bluetooth. So if you're if you're through several walls, maybe you lose your connection. But as long as you're somewhat close to your oven, it's fine. And then. The little charging is like a butcher's block that it sits in. It's like that's this charging dock, okay? And the char the butcher's block, which is like, yeah, that's it. There's a there's a seventy dollar version. It's a thirty five foot range that apparently all the all the knocks on it are that the range isn't really that good. The hundred sixty five foot range is the hundred dollar one. And then the little butcher's block is magnetic. You just stick it up on your fridge or wherever, and the and it's battery in it. The battery will recharge it a hundred times before you have to take the battery and replace the battery. So you just stick it in there, it recharges, put it in your meat, you download the app. Andy, is this a is this a podcast sponsor? Is this how you guys do ads on the on the podcast? No, it's if <laughs> I wish. Andy just starts talking about a product like real casually. <laughs> I don't even have it. And I'm telling you how great it is. It might be terrible. I see so I see. it might not live up at all to the expectations. <laughs> all I know is I've got it in my wish list. It's $270. I see one $270. I think you get five of these meat these meat. Oh, you got the that the four pack. You get the yeah, you only need one though. Yeah, but 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 it's also Wi-Fi range. Well it's it's Bluetooth though. I think I don't think it's actually Wi-Fi. It doesn't hook up to your Wi-Fi network. See something about Wi-Fi up here. Oh, I thought it said wireless on it. But either way, you don't need four. You don't need to spend 280 bucks. But if, but if we all go half, right? If we all put our money we in. We can't because that's the charger. We all we can't 
all oh. have it separately at our house. Oh, that's how they get you. Yeah. Oh, ooh, you put, ooh, okay. You guys have to move in together. <laughs> and start a sitcom. My wife will. <laughs> we'll just get a three guys on house, you know? Yeah. Three guys on house. <laughs> a little flop house. house. I would, I'd be the first one voted out because as soon as I pull out the cream of wheat or the oatmeal. Oh, it's <laughs> over. You, you're out. out you I don't doing? even know why that's bad. And I, I'm supposed to be against it, but apparently <laughs> I'm not a grits guy. Never had it. <laughs> I think I told you guys once, one, one time me, Mike Stork and Aaron Jackson went to Bob and Edith's yes. oh my down God. the street from the draft house years ago. <laughs> and, and we were eating and Mike Stork ordered grits with cheese. That's not unusual, right? People do cheese. It's supposed yeah, to come. The cheese is supposed to be is to be shredded though. Okay. That's, that's melted in. Mike Stork yeah, got a bowl. He took a picture. It was on probably it's probably one of his early Facebook posts. He took a picture of this. It was a bowl with grits in it. And then they took a craft single, <laughs> stuck it on top of the grits, and put a little more grits on top of the single. So you saw these four little corners of the craft single sticking out. Oh my God. And it was just a slice. A slice of cheese Mm -mm. buried in grits. That was the cheese grits at Bob and Edith's. Now I know the first and second worst thing that people have done with grits. (laughs) 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 People fuck up grits, man. Yeah, you can fuck it up. You can fuck them up. And And, and, yeah, Stork took a picture and he put it on probably Facebook back then. It might still be up if you scroll back in his Facebook page. (laughs) But uh, a craft single. I remember that. <laughs> Stork talked about that for months. I think like, Aaron Aaron might have taken a picture of it too. Yeah. I was again, I'm not a grits guy. I was like, I don't get it, guys. What's is that wrong? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a greasy hole in the wall diner. I mean, yeah, most of it was it is, only it was only good for conversation. Yeah. You got a lot You're of not going there for the people. food. You're going in for the conversation. Listen, we want to thank Brian for sitting in with us today. Um Brian, yeah, yeah we me. We make the open policy to people we enjoy. You can come on back anytime you want. Just let us know. Thanks, guys. Have to be for anything special. You can always come and hang out with us. Cool. Thank you. I'm actually. I'm actually. Uh, I don't know if you. I don't know if you know this, but uh, I. I too am writing for a television show. Although <laughs> nice. It's a local news show. So I'd like actually. I should have long since talked to you about some of some of your angles that you use. Yeah. What's your process as, as far as your writing thing? Yeah, the processes that you use. Yeah, man. The first person I I reached out to was Dave Siegel. I I talked to him early, you know, because he he kind of felt as same thing, felt ass backwards into it. Now he's gone on to to be a producer. So cool, cool. Wait, what's the name of it? I write for a show called Get Up DC in uh, morning show here. Cool. Yeah, morning show here. I've been doing it for quite a while. I too am Emmy nominated, but I didn't win. Hey, <laughs> well, we did assembly get, required. We did get the nomination, <laughs> but but we didn't win. Daytime Emmys, not like y'all. We do they do the local regional daytime. There's no first class flight to the Emmys. No, <laughs> no, no. It would have been in a ballroom somewhere. Here it was just online. It was zoomed. Yeah, was yeah. Online, but the station cleaned up. The station did really good. And the nice. show, the show won. We didn't win for the 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 thing I kind of do. We did. We were nominated, but we didn't win. Cool. And, That's and great. I thought, yeah, I need to I need to talk to you about. Yes, Jane, I am flexing a little bit, not as much. I'm flexing on the sense of I'm telling Brian because I want to talk to Brian about those type of things. I should have long. I should have probably lost. Has done that. Yeah, man. You know, but we don't really see each other as much. Yeah, nearly as much as we used to. Make sure make sure you have strange numbers. Y'all got each other's numbers. Yeah, I, you know what. 
And put in the chat so I can, so I can, um, Brian, put your number in the chat so I can see. You can do a private chat with just like one person. A recipe on um, coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Keisha. I'm gonna keep. There's a group up. email that has all of it. I sent the group email with the Zoom link earlier today. We yeah, I'll respond to that. That's apply true. to that. You still got the 508 number, Brian? Yeah. The one that ends in nine four. Yep, that's the one. Okay, good. This is great. Anyone else want to network with Brian? Well, before we get off, <laughs> I, I like I do have a gripe with Brian. Um, I, oh, I did, what's your gripe? I went on Instagram to make sure I was following Mr. Parisi on the on the IG, mm-hmm. and then uh, I noticed that he wasn't following me. Yeah, that, no, that's a purposeful thing. I saw I saw you post this picture of grits with sugar in it. <laughs> <laughs> so what I so so I do my trick. What I do my trick. My passive aggressive trick is I unfollow you and then refollow you to let you know. Oh. Really? <laughs> Did it oh, work? That's fucked up. You, so he gets know. a notification. I see what's the, going the on. Notification like, hey, you should, you should, you, you, you might have forgot somebody. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look like, look like you forgot. Look like you did something that you didn't mean to do. Go ahead and uh, refollow me. Yeah. <laughs> I think my my wife just got her vote in. Okay, oh, she went to oh first day of Saturday voting today. Yeah, yeah. Well, she well I went this morning. Right. She she took Ava to soccer. We were going to go together. It didn't quite work out. And then she just stuck her head in here and said, you know, I'm going to go vote <laughs> like 10 minutes ago. So she there must not be no line now. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. We we got ours in. <laughs> got ours in. So y'all go get y'all's done, too. You know what I mean? And go get your COVID test. Go ahead. Go I'm get one Monday. Test. Yeah, that's the. I got the appointment set up. You got to do it by appointment. Are, um, is the one you going to, Andy? Is that the one that's doing the rapid one or the? Um... No, they're doing the regular PCR test. It's a patient first clinic. You just go on their website. Yeah. Since yeah. I did Magoobies last week, I was like, there's some people being reckless here. Let me make sure. Right. And then. Right. Um, you do a mouth swab or a nostril? I think it's nostril. I don't it's even nostril. Know. The one I did was they just swab around your nose for 10 seconds in each nostril. It's not that bad. It's not but a I rapid test you, either. I was gearing it up in my mind. I was like, you going to the brain? The guy was like, no, we don't do that no more. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> But uh, I was thinking about that, and that's yeah, once you drop the ball in a lot of different areas, that's that's the one that you got to test the whole population. Just everybody's got to get tested a lot, like regularly. We, just we boom, know more tests equal more cases. So if you that's don't true. Yes, you don't get the test, then there's no cases. There's no cases. You know, you never know. You had a you have a, had an STD. If you never get the STD test, you know, yeah, right? Yeah, even though your fucking your piss is burning and cloudy, you just I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. It feels like fire coming out of my dick, but hey, you know, I ain't got nothing. I just gotta drink more water. <laughs> I was eating. I was eating asparagus last night. Ain't that what happens? Ain't that what happens? Yeah. I don't, I don't know why my pee stink, but I guess I'm good to go. I mean, I ain't, yeah. I ain't got no burning sensation, just a pee stink. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> and today everybody was masked up in the voting, so everybody had to be masked up. So, yeah, they had a a box of spare masks too. Where they I they say they did for us today. They were like, if you need a mask, right over there. You know. Yeah. Everybody was masked up. All right, so we want to thank Brian again, as always, for coming in. You got the anytime you want, man. It's fine, thanks, guys. Mike yeah, B, as always, me. happy to have you back. Thank you. Uh, thank you we got no shows coming, or anything like that. Y'all just Ooh. sure to pick up Brian's CD. With, we, I still wishes. say CD. CD. I still say CD. I <laughs> recording. Pick up Brian's recording, Last Wishes. It's going to be digital. You can find it everywhere. Brian Parisi, Last Wishes. Pick it up everywhere. We now know it's about death, hence Last Wishes, <laughs> I'm guessing. <laughs> uh, Mike B, you have something to plug? Uh, yeah, tomorrow I'm doing the um, Tight Five show on Zoom. Who, who is this? 
Who is this for? What what day is tomorrow? Sunday. Uh, about your dates. What day is tomorrow? This goes up on Monday. Oh, never mind. I ain't got shit to plug. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I just I just wanted to, if I could, real quick, quick I wanted to plug Mike's show that's going to be yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you on Thursday, it was four days ago. <laughs> As I was. Yeah, yeah. Hang, hang back. <laughs> it, was a, it, was a, it was a great show. That tight five was, it a, was a good show. show. It was heard. a fantastic show. He had grits afterwards with yeah. butter and salt and pepper on them. He didn't yeah. have sugar grits. It was that good. He hated, he hated them. Changed his religion. <laughs> Let's go eat. That's all I got. Let's go eat. So y'all have a uh, y'all take care. We appreciate y'all for coming in as always with us. And I need don't put that raggedy ass hat down. <laughs> Goddamn Heat Miami Heat Finals hat. <laughs> Thanks again, guys, for coming in. We appreciate y'all as always. Brian, you gonna go last? I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. And I might be. I'm Brian Parisi. That's Brian Parisi. Pick up his his recording, Last Wishes. Brian Parisi. Look for it. Pick it up. We're trying to get him going number one. And we're three guys on plus one. And we are out. Out.